Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of SDS. As you know, it is now Tuesday, which means it is Premier League Roundup Day, which means, I mean, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but judging by previous episodes and judging by the games mm. that happened on this weekend, I'm assuming, I mean, you guys already know, you can see how long this is, but I'm assuming it's on the latter end of two hours. And so, like, yeah, just, I guess so too. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, we've got a lot to digest, okay? It's been, uh, it's been a big game week. Uh, we're getting close to the next international break. So um, definitely, definitely a lot to talk about. If you guys are listening on the audio version right now and you want to head over to YouTube, SDS on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube and you want to give it a listen on audio and you want to maybe, you know, if you're going on a drive or wherever you listen to it and you can't watch us, okay, head over to all the audio platforms. Link Links are in the description, uh, description below. You can choose whichever platform you want to listen to us on all over there. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's a lot to talk about. Big game week, big games, big decisions, controversy, ridden, um, good goals. Um, and yeah, undefeated streaks over. Let's talk about, but before we do that, let me introduce my cast. Now, this is a big one because this is straight backed talking mm. cast. You know, this is, I haven't felt like this in a while. It's like a, I, it's going to be good discussions, good debates, hopefully. And there's a lot of venting going to happen today. So mm-hmm. the man to my right, um, we're fortunate enough, you know, we had <laughs> Keir Richardson come on, you know, <laughs> We've uh, we've had Rio Ferdinand come on the channel, and yeah. now I've got a third footballer. Ferran Torres is here. Hey. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Hola, cómo estás? Yo soy. Welcome. Yeah, it's good to be back, man. There you it's go, man. Back. In the Barca shirt, they yeah, actually yeah. won. You won in a SDS video. Four one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from the classical video, yeah, yeah. Um, the four one is a reference to his personal record against Faisal. Um, but yeah, you got it in the classical game. Obviously, like Barcelona lost that day, but well. you wanna you want yourself a Ferran Torres shirt. Mm. You got Ferran on the back as yes, well. Ferran number seven. Look yes, at that, sir. beautiful. Uh, opposite us and opposite Lias, uh. we have the man, the legend, Sugar Sean. What's happening? Welcome back. Good. Lots good to talk man. about for you guys today. Of course. Big game. I'm not happy, but you know, Whoa. there's two people well, on this well, side well, that ain't happy. Well, we'll speak about it because the man mm. directly next to you is a Spurs fan and is Mr. Fuad Kadani. Woof, woof. He's a puppy today. <laughs> it's a dying dog. It's a dying dog. Um, okay, so yeah, we've got Fuad, we've got Sean, we've got Lias, um, and obviously we've got myself, so we've got Four different teams represented today. Mm. You guys feel free to enjoy, sit back. We're going to talk about all the games. Leave your comments below and things you don't agree with, things you agree with, your statements about your teams. As usual, if you want to be a correspondent, because you can't watch every single game. So a lot of times you have to rely on the correspondence, especially when we get to the latter end of the episodes. So if you want to be a correspondent, you want to help out. If you support teams like Luton and 
um, Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, all those kind of teams. Let us know. Hit up the SS account. Hit up the SEEP and um, we'll get your correspondence in future. But before we get into the games today, okay, I just want to say thank you to our sponsor, Opta. Big one. Yeah, yeah. give us a standing ovation. <laughs> I've been a fan of Opta for a long time, man. That's why I rely a lot of my stats on. So thank you, Opta, for sponsoring this video. Mm. And I do want to talk about it a little bit before we do, like I said, before we get into these games. Uh, say hello to Optimax and Opta5, okay? Uh, the groundbreaking player rating games that are changing the way we analyze football performances. As you know, we analyze games here on the Premier League Roundup show. So Optimax and Opta5 help us with that by helping us look at player ratings, okay? Uh, Optimax and Opta5 is the future of football analytics powered by real-life data analysis. These games focus on predicting the best players in each match every game week in the Premier League and WSL season. Opta use over 100 player metrics to measure performances. Uh, so it's very, very thorough. Okay. And here's the best part. They're absolutely free to play. Love that word. Anyone can play. That's my favorite word. Love that. And you're free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love Anyone it. can play. Uh, so we're going to be competing against each other. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, we predicted five matches. Uh, which is going to be Wolves versus Spurs, Palace versus Everton, Brighton versus Sheffield United, West Ham versus Forest, and Chelsea versus Man City, which we'll be discussing uh, their current games from this game week in this video. And then we're going to be predicting their next game, which is the five that I just mentioned, who we think will be the star players of those games. But wait, there is more. If, I, if you pick all five correctly, all five player of the matches correctly, you can win $6,000. What? That's insane. Hey, I need that bread. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah, the jackpot yeah, yeah. will be split if there's multiple winners. Mm. You know? So if there's two people that can answer correctly, you share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 50. If you participate in both Optimax and Opta 5, uh, you could be on your way to winning the end of season cash prize. Okay, these games work hand in hand towards the overall leaderboard. Uh, so make your picks count every single match. Okay. Download the app now, okay, guys, to start playing up to max and up to five. Let's see who knows the most ball mm. between the SDS boys here today. Let's do it. Most likely it's going to be me, let's be honest. Mm. <laughs> Stick yeah. the hosting, please. Oh, no, that one, <laughs> <laughs> But see how you get on yourself, and hopefully if you do smash it, you might be able to win the ultimate prize. That's and good. if you don't, you get to have fun and bragging rights. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'll be mentioning um, some of those games as we get on in the video, and we'll be predicting uh, who we think will get the best who we think will get the best player rings in those games. Let's get to the first game, boys. The first game I'm going to talk about, like I said, we've got Fuad and Sean here. It is the key highlight, key fixture of the weekend. Um, I said this on Twitter before the game started. I said, this is the London derby. Really? For me. I, I, I know, I'm an Arsenal fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, we got a good rival against Chelsea. Obviously, we've got the North London derby yeah. against, uh, against Spurs. But for me, for some reason... This, when I watch this game, maybe because I'm out of it, when I'm watching an Arsenal play Chelsea or Spurs, yeah, yeah. I've got personal You're attachment, emotional, I'm locked in. But when you're watching it as a neutral, you get to appreciate the game more. Whenever I watch Chelsea Spurs, it's like, I just feel like... There's more hatred. It's a dog fight. Yeah. It's yeah. a fight. You know, this is the... This is the do you guys feel it as well whenever you guys play against There's Chelsea? definitely more hatred, I would say, uh, yeah. in between Spurs and Chelsea than I feel like there is even Spurs and Arsenal. I think Spurs oh. and Arsenal, the, the North London derbies are just... Local rivalry, isn't it? Mm. And I think the games are probably more entertaining, mm. I would say. However, the games of Chelsea, like Somewhere today there. was an entertaining game, but I don't think it was for footballing purposes. <laughs> if that means. It was all like uh. the incidents and everything kind of mm. happening around it. But 
this for me, I, I, I still hate Arsenal more. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, it's more than football in this rivalry. Everyone hates Spurs. Yeah, yeah. but it's Everyone, not, it's it's West Ham yeah, don't like bro. you. We don't like no yeah. one does. Palace, Millwall, include them all. They all don't like us, bro. I'll be seeing man at boxing events yeah. and they come to unison just to hate Spurs. Yeah. If you hate Tottenham, stand up. Everyone yeah. stands yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we done. I always say this guy. Anyways, I think he, he's a bigger Arsenal hater than he is a Spurs fan. Mm. I think so. I think so. I think so. Uh, but let's get into this game because mm. what a game this was. I was hoping this wasn't going to be a board draw and definitely wasn't a board draw. Game finished 4-1. Um, there was 10 goals in the game. Bruv. 10 goals in the game. Five of them disallowed. <laughs> So let's, okay, let's talk about the game. And obviously, we've got a Nico Jackson hat trick as well, which we need to get into. Bruv. I mean, <laughs> amongst all of this game, I, this game itself might be an hour long. I genuinely hate <laughs> yeah, yeah. the analysis. Honestly, there's so honestly, much to get into. I don't even know where to start. But should we start? Let's, let's start at some incidents, okay? Should we start at. Um, so the first goal, 1 0, Kulisevsky. Mm. Bro, I thought the That's way we that. started the game, mm. we actually really? started really well. I think the first couple of minutes, actually, I was surprised by how well Chelsea were pressing. I was like, oh, yo. But then the way we were uh, kind of breaking out of that, I think the second goal kind of came from that, us starting our build-up. Right from the back, pop it out, boom. And I thought, 1-0, all right. This mm. is how the game should be going, honestly. Coming into it, I was like, this is the first time in a long time where I'm actually playing Chelsea, and I feel confident of mm. getting a result. And I don't. I look at Chelsea, and I'm like, I don't see why I should be scared. Like, right now, they're still finding their teeth. They're struggling up front. Our defense is pretty solid. We found our patterns of play. Mm. If we can get the first goal, this becomes... I agree, yeah. For some weird reason today, we scored the goal mm -hmm. and then said, you know what, let's turn this into a UFC scrap. We said, forget football completely. We're just going to start smashing, man, out of nowhere. And it just, it's, it, it started almost like a build. It was similar like, um, we'll talk on later as well, yeah. the Arsenal-Newcastle yeah, game yeah. where one tackle was all it took. And I think it was the Romero-Yudogi kind of incident. Yep. After that, it just became every man just going after every man. And I started mm -hmm. to feel like, yo, we're losing our game plan. And pretty much it all just went downhill from there on. The injury started to pile up. The red card comes with Romero. Yeah. And listen, I can sit here. I love my dogs. Mm. You know, I love my... I was about to say something crazy. <laughs> Hard players. That was so crazy. You barely saved that, by the way. <laughs> well, I love a good, strong challenge, but yeah. that was too much. Even for me, I looked at it, I was like, you can't get away with that. It's the follow through. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you got a good, strong tackling, but there's no reason for you to follow through like that. Here's You've the won thing with Romero ball. too, right? Like, I think Romero's a very talented player. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of Romero, but I think too often with him, it's a case of like, he treads the line too much between Okay, aggression, which mm -hmm. we all like. Yeah. And some flat out dangerous, bro. Like and that tackle, he could have genuinely, like, yeah. I always find those ones are tough, right? Because you win the ball and it's like the follow through. Yeah. through. I always find those, like, I don't like the way they're officiated. But yeah. this one, bro, the way he goes into nah. that, he could genuinely break into those. Like, teammate as well. Let's yeah, not forget it. Like, but it's not, it's not like hatred or it's not malicious. It's, like <laughs> it's who he is. Too, he's, but it's too much, I think. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's cost his team today. And, and the thing is, it's funny. I think this season, he's actually gotten away with it. He hasn't picked up many yellow yeah. cars. Uh, a lot of the times when he's done those types of fouls, he's won the ball, he stands mm. over the striker, and you're thinking, you know what? Dog, we that's what I love. We were praising him. This, yeah. Uh, uh, especially the first few games this season. No, just in terms of his disciplinary record, we were praising him. Yeah. Well, like, Today everyone, calls, like, everyone calls him a dog. Everyone knows what kind of aggressive yeah. player he is. But we were saying early on, by the way, Romero hasn't received the yellow card in the first four games, yeah. in the first five games, whatever it was. I think he was lucky though. I can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, that's what I'm saying. He was yeah, getting yeah, away yeah. with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. then today, yeah. 
you can't get away with that. I'm sorry. And especially when five minutes earlier, yeah. you could have actually been sent yeah. off yeah. with that one as well. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like you're, you're actually costing us at this point. Poro, I'm sorry. Today, first half, you was an absolute liability. Mm-hmm. Every time the ball came into him, just a bag of nerves. Mm. And then Udogi, as much as we wanted before the game, we were praying he starts. He was the same as uh, Udogi on the other side. And I was like, bro, what's going on? Since we went 1-0 up, the nerves have just seeped down. You know how it is once you go down to 10 men? It's pretty much backs to the mm. wall, wave after wave. But, and this is where like I think the biggest talking point for me is... The second half? I think just in general, oh. even going down 10 men and then nine men, Spurs didn't defend, like, for example, exactly. Liverpool just, against you guys. Yeah, go ahead, go oh ahead. Oh, my God. So yeah. then second half comes and you're thinking, the best thing we can do is <laughs> at least, I remember, was it two or three of your players picked up a yellow card right before the half? Yeah. I said, yeah, we, we need to target one of them. Mm. Go and make this equal 10 v 10. We can maybe make it a game. We go down to nine men yep. after five minutes. I'm like, ah, right, you know what? <laughs> this is over now. It's back to the wall job. What does Andrew do? He says, I'm standing on business. No, no, <laughs> he pushed the line forward. <laughs> you, they said, were playing at half field. I'm standing yeah. on business. One man yeah. v 50 army on the halfway yeah, line. Crazy. I said, oh, the Vicario sweeper keeper. But, but, right. You know what? It Vicario was today. Yeah, he oh, saved you guys. I don't oh. care four goals went Fair in. Man of the match for me. Because you kept, that could have been seven or eight if of it weren't for I him. have a question for you though. Because... And was even like defending his decision to do it after. No, but I, I'm trying to look at it from his point of view, right? Because I don't think Ange is an idiot, right? Yeah. Do you think he kind of looked like, okay, I got a back three right now of Eric Dyer, Emerson, Pedro, Pedro Porro. Mm-hmm. I'm inevitably going to concede with these guys if I sit back anyways. Yeah. So let me just like Deontay Wilder this shit, like try and get a knockout. No. And it almost so, worked. Yeah, and they, they could have, you guys had it, chances it, it to score. Bentico, Bentico, yeah, right Eric Dyer. Son, Dyer obviously was offside. So do you think now, maybe that was now, his mindset? Now, there, there, there's a part to that where I'm thinking, yeah, go for it, stick to your principles if you catch them. And I think there's a part of him that was also thinking, Chelsea don't have the killer in them. They've had a few chances where they've broken through, Sterling's fluffed it or yeah. Jackson's fluffed it. Let me see if you can break us down. And to be fair, for 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes, it looked like, hey, Ange might be doing something right. But I was like, bro, this shit is going to crack eventually because Chelsea have the excess numbers. And you was just seeing... One ball was all it took to split us, basically. It was and like a training drill. Bro, <laughs> as soon as it, we went down to nine and I saw Andrew weren't dropping the line, we, we threw away the game. So for me, the players have to hold their hands. Destiny, Romero, um, and then Ange, I'm sorry. That second half, you could have managed that better as well. For me, there is no reason to the whole second half you're going to play on the halfway line? Yeah, that's, that's just naive, in my opinion. And I'm all for sticking to your principles. But it comes up. I think it's almost arrogant to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, borderline arrogant, arrogant. Yeah, fully, I agree. So, so for me today, deserve to lose, uh, but unfortunate. And the, the worst part about it is it's not just a loss. It's mm-hmm. now the knock-on effect. Yep. You've got two suspensions in that back line, which has just become settled. True, You've got wow. Van der Ven, who hamstring looking injuries. Looking like a long looking, one. I, like a long bro, one. I literally said it on the weekend as well. I said, I know everyone's looking at us and saying, yeah, Spurs are going to crack. And it, mm-hmm. all it takes is an injury to Madison and an injury to Van der Ven. It's like a, it's like a jinx. They both happen in the same game, plus yeah. a couple, add a couple of suspensions to your... <laughs> when I said it, I'm thinking line. T- two, three months down the line, within the space of 10 minutes, yeah, yeah. both men went down, bro. Yeah. I wanted to rip my dreads out. Yeah, and you were live as well on the stream. Uh, Sean, um, are you happy with that win? Do Chelsea have killers in them in their team? Like, if I said they don't? The thing is, yeah, I'll, I'll start off from where, even it, where we started off in the conversation. It's just the fact that with Romero, I can always count on him to be tapped in big games. <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. But I, like, we've all been saying that about how Van der Ven's kind of... Van der Ven has been his calming Facts. solution in terms of how he has to... When he had Dyer and all these kind of guys beside him, Ben Davies one side, 
Doherty, whatever. Davison Sanchez. Do you know what I'm saying? Davison Sanchez. Yeah. He had to be an engager. He felt like he had to be the main man. He had to go in, flying tackles, all the stuff. But when it comes to big games like this, like like Fred said, in the first five, six minutes of the game, Tottenham looked like they were okay on the, on the ball, but we looked like we were pressing because a lot of times that the, we were pressing them into their uh, corners, yeah. across their back line. A couple of the passes looked kind of loose and we were kind of congesting quite well. So I felt that we, I felt like, do you know what? Even though we went 1-0 done, I said, even though there was a little bit of a storm two minutes after that and it could have been the 2-0, the offside, I said, right, let me just let the, let, let's see if the game calms down because I feel like our general pressing was okay. And it's been like that against big sides anyway. But like, we congest well, we play well against 11 v 11. Like, I genuinely think we, like, this is why it's just like, if this doesn't slap you in the face by realising that Chelsea cannot score goals when given blatant opportunities <laughs> yeah. and the people that we have up there and how toothless they are, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Like, literally, because when it went into that, like, 15 minutes, I'd say Tottenham were very good. I'd say after that, we started to get a lot more on the ball. Yeah. We had our chances. We had our, offs- like, we had our Caicedo goal. We had the Sterling goal. Mm. Disallowed, disallowed. I'm thinking... You know, this ain't gonna be another day where we're, we're not gonna get certain little I was things. Rubbing my hands at that point because I'm thinking Caicedo. Caicedo, I'm thinking Caicedo is so finish as well. Yeah, but so minimal. I'm like, is this guy really causing that much of a distraction? If it comes to top of him, I'm like, but, but, yeah. but in the long run, you still got the goal. The penalty, you can't yeah, pass in and you got a man sent off. I know, but like, so, so it's like I, I almost thought in that incident, I was like watching. I was like, okay, fine, offside. I'm with you, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna get into VAR in a bit because I got my own. We got a lot of, but anyways, but anyways, okay, we we ignored that. I was even thinking, yo, Sterling dived, to yeah. be honest. It was a blatant dive. I, I was yeah, almost yeah, yeah, expecting yeah. them to, to, to call a free kick for Spurs in that yeah. incident right before the, the Romero thing, yeah. but yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's just that kind of a challenge from Romero. It's just, it's kamikaze. you can, you can this is what I mean, Re- rely on Romero to do something crazy in big games mm-hmm. and yeah. that's, that's what happened. And then obviously we got the penalty from that and that's, that was a leveler. And, and it's, I was praying for the red card to come because obviously the, I don't like even before. I don't understand how they haven't addressed. Even just go look at it. I I, I know you're not going to give anything because it wasn't crazy malicious. Nothing's really been mad. But yeah, yeah. he kicks out at in that on on the floor challenge. Yeah. I can't remember who he kicked out at. But um oh. yeah. But like that's what I'm saying. But like then like I'm like at least let him go see or have a word in his ear. Maybe he might have had a word in his ear. Told him like yo, listen, my man kicked out at Cole. Like a little bit of a kick out. We're not going to review it to VR because we don't think it's going to be a red. But it would have been a booking if you saw it, but yeah. we, you, we can't VAR bookings. So then when that's come about, it's such a high tackle on, on the thing. The, the Odoji thing, I, I, I'm not really impressed about. Like in terms of the letter of the law, I feel like they need to go by the letter of the law because if they go by letter of law, it's, in, it's, it's a dangerous challenge. He's not in control of himself. He's got yeah. two feet off the ground. Studs Both are studs up well. are up. Yeah. Like if it goes by the letter of the law, they would send him off regardless of contact. But... He only clips him slightly. For me, they're not red cards for me, but in terms of the FA's letter of the law, that should be seen as a red card. Yeah. I weren't too fussed about it, do you know what I mean? Because I thought the game was nice, it was intense, and then, yeah, it was, it was like... I'm, it's, uh, it's, 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 Second half must have been crazy. frustrating for you, though, because uh, I'm thinking if I was a Chelsea fan watching that, I'm seeing my team go wave after wave and like It was borderline just, embarrassing. It was borderline yeah. embarrassing. People were like, where were we watching the game? Everybody are laughing. They're laughing oh, at, them, at the, the misplaced passes, the decision-making, the chances. Because all it was, was like, I, I can't understand how Ange in his head, like if he's done any research on Chelsea, if you feel like you know anything about Chelsea and how Nicholas Jackson's been up front and how our front three have been up front, we don't have shooters from midfield. Mm. All right, you're down to nine. At 10, I'm saying fair enough, at 10, 
all right, if you fancy yourself a little bit, then cool. You're at home, you fancy yourself, you think you've yeah. been playing well this season. All right, cool. I don't think Tottenham are necessarily that great, but all right, cool. Your, your philosophy, you want to be on the front foot, cool. Nine men, you can't be standing Just on the halfway line it, with, with, with a team that have a bit of pace in behind. Sterling lives they off of a on, given goal. They brought goal. on Mudrick as well. That's like, what and Sterling, say, bro, every had... single time was there. And he get, it got to the stage where at 75 minutes, Sterling said, fun you lot. I'm holding the ball. I'm not, we're 2-1 up now. I don't need to be doing these runs. I've done yeah. about 15 of these <laughs> runs for you lot. Yeah. Cucurella won't pass me the ball. Jackson won't yeah, square me a ball. Yeah, None up. of these men will square me a ball. We can't, surely you do this at, in training. Mm. Square balls finish. Just square balls finish. You, you take advantage of, of of less men defending. I mean, Sterling, that's his entire career at Manchester City yeah. is literally yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. looking for that. Give and go, ball over the top. It yeah. was on every single time. I'm thinking, how has Ange not just said to myself, let me just park six, seven men in front of the ball. All right, you've taken Madison off the laziness in terms of, uh, in terms of like people that are going to go yeah, do yeah, that yeah. running. Madison ain't going to yeah. do that running yeah, for you. You've got Bissouma, you've got Papasar there. You've got guys they in there that can do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit there and frustrate well. Chelsea. Mm. Put them out wide. Jackson ain't the header of the ball. He missed yeah. that f- easy chance with the header anyway. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. He's got to have the worst hat trick in <laughs> Premier League history. He does Bro. the suet. Bro, I've done this. I've done suits. He was like Pogba. He did Pogba. How many people? Who did like seven celebrations? He veins. He's got the bad. Jesus, man. I know Faisal was going crazy, by the way. He's like, I told you. But it's just one of those games. <laughs> but it's just one of those I games. Guy, you know, I, hate I, him. I said it to my brother just before the game started. I said to him, listen, I guarantee you, it's just one of these games. Nicholas Jackson's going to score. The shittest guy on the pitch is going to score. It's Monday Night Football. It's on the TV. Is this yeah. what I, it's drama city. Tottenham Chelsea is yellow cards, red guaranteed, card potential. Guaranteed. Easy. Then you add like the last few years, the, the sprinkle of a former manager coming to go manage his. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. But... I don't know. The biggest takeaway for me, bro, is VAR. And we're going to probably talk about VAR every a single game of this yeah. weekend. Yeah. I was like, Every single game almost had a huge VAR decision. And what I always tell you, right, the biggest gripe I have with modern day football is I feel like, oh, the game is becoming too, like, calculated. Everything is now, like, a, an exact science. And yeah. I always say that about, like, individuals and players. But it's getting to a point now where I think VAR has killed the spectacle of football, bro. We had 12 minutes of added time in the first half. How can every single five minutes, mm. there's a stop and play? 60 seconds, 75 seconds for VR to go check it. I the f- entire yeah, flow I of the game bad for is the, killed for the fans yeah. that are on the ground. Like, I'm never going to say, because like, everyone is saying, oh, it doesn't matter because the most important thing is getting it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, they got it right. I didn't think there was a single decision they really made wrong. Mm. But is it worth it when at the end of every single half, we have 12 minutes of added time, the game has been ruined basically because of all these stoppages. At the end of the day, football is for the fans, bro. Mm. And from a, a viewing perspective, I think it kills it. But then when you're getting your minutes back at the end, is that not like almost giving back I to get the that, bro, but like, I, I don't know. For it, you lose the intensity of that game as well in terms of yeah. ferociousness. I feel like you might have had even more yellow cards, more red cards in that game if you allowed that game to just be quickly it, it, done. There's just some stuff for me that doesn't need, to, like the Reese James one, for example. Mm. Like that for me can be what viewed like during the pace of the game. I don't think they need to stop the game. Yeah. See that Reese James just naturally did like that. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. 60 seconds mm-hmm. gone right there. Mm-hmm. I, for the life of me, and then... Again, we're, I'm going to speak about it on a different game as well too, but like the Caicedo one. Okay, mm. they called it for something else, but I feel like offside, and when we talk about VAR, mm. the entire reason we brought it in was because like we didn't want to give an unfair advantage to the yeah. other team. But there's some incidents where we're calling offside or whatever for literally like a hair. 
And mm. it's not a case of like, oh, Chelsea were cheating to get that advantage or Spurs were cheating to get that advantage. In fact, the opposition team is probably thinking, wow, we got away with one, bro. Yeah, because we weren't defending well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, I, I'm not saying that, oh, get rid of VAR, we should be letting these things go, but the way it's used in this country, and I would say in the World Cup, we never have an issue. In La Liga, I don't think we have an issue. Even in AFCON, right? I don't think we have an issue there. But in the Premier League, the people using this technology, bro, are tapped. Do you think there should be a time frame on it then, on the decisions, maybe? I just think. Do you think that maybe speeds I, up the process? I, I think, but I think, but then you, but I think that also have a lot more wrong decisions. Mm. It's now they're rushing, they're panicking. Yeah. Like, you've got six seconds. Yeah. The people they know, okay, you know, yeah. Okay, cool. The, the technology, technology yeah. itself is not the problem. And here's the thing too, right? This game, okay, they got it right. We're going to talk again another game, yeah. but every single week, there's decisions that we're still not sure they're getting right, bro. It's still, it's still humans uh, judging it's the it. the PG people, man. They're crap. PGMO, yeah. They're crap. It's, it's I agree. Crap. But it's like, it's just referees as a whole in the Premier League. And I remember, um, I listened to a podcast called The Beautiful Game. It's Alan Shearer, Gary Lineker, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Michael Richards. And I was listening to it on the way here. And Gary Lineker said, literally, he was like. Premier League, we have the best players, you know, the best coaches in the world, best stadiums, best fans, best atmosphere. We have, we don't have the best refs. Yeah, but mm. The worst. You know? That's what I'm saying. And we sat one to the championship this well, weekend, bro. We need to outsource, man. It's true. But it's, 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 got it's the change. angles, though, as we well. Have no, we have, why don't we have any foreign refs? We have foreign managers, players, foreign yeah, players. Yeah. Everything like, is foreign. But all the Premier League the managers, like, all, the, all the refs are English. Look after their mates. Well, thank, God, thank, thank God Anthony Taylor's been sent to the championship now. He messed up again in the championship. Thank the Lord. Yeah, double demotion. But it's the tr- it's it's the fact that they f- like at grounds in the Premier League by now. All you need, what would you need? Maybe ten cameras, eleven cameras to go down the whole of a byline to be able to get in line with something. Because even like Lias is saying about you're looking for a minute, you're looking for an angle where you can draw the line to make it look like mm. however you want the game to go. So if it's one nil, if it's one one, if it's one nil to a team and they they're gonna score and make it the second, you're probably trying to find the angle that makes it look like that's it's actually so true. How do we know, it? by the way, that that's like the we just almost like take their word for it? Okay, yeah, this because line we, is the moment because the, the, same, really, and, because and the same, every angle looks different. That's what but I'm saying. The same yeah. argument that they're using for the whole fact of obviously we're going to that other game, obviously with the ball being out. Yeah, yeah. The same way you're saying that you can't guarantee or determine whether a ball is. On right. by it being unless you're over the top of it with goal line technology, then stop looking at camera angles that are five yards behind play where you're Thanks. where somebody's leg might be actually further looking outwards than actually a person's chest, which is more over over it from the natural line of angle. It's just a choice of angles. You don't you don't need more than ten eleven cameras on both sides of the pitch to be able to make decisions easier. Mm-hmm. More than enough. I, I think it's the killed the game. To be honest enough. with you, bro. I know people will say, "Oh, the game is more fair," and like I get that. I'm not trying to say let's go back to the Stone Ages when we were like, okay, Drogba and Makeda. Do you remember that one game United yeah. Chelsea where there's a handball and it's offside? I'm not saying go back to that. We got more cameras in the studio than the I get that. Like the, the blatant ones, we need VAR to iron out. But bro, I feel like at this point, it's getting it's getting ridiculous now. Yeah. Every yeah. single week, that's the biggest talking point out of games. How can referees be the the biggest talking point out of a game consecutively every single week? Do not say that it was the case like that before VAR came in. Not as much. Is now not as much now, I bro. Feel like refereeing decisions were always a but, talking but point. not as much now. Not I'm saying it's the talking point, bro. We're coming out of game saying this was the talking point of the game, and mm. it's not just one game every three weeks or something yeah. like that. There's it's like five games week, a weekend, yeah. bro. Mm. I hear it, but, stay, hear but it. staying on, the, on on this actual game, um, well, the five goals I did get allowed all seemed pretty fair to get, allowed. yeah, 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 yeah. So the five goals did, uh, were, were all right. It's, it's the ones that uh, did go in, and I think with um, Chelsea. Mm. Obviously, you want to get four one. You tweet before the game. You, you, you had a feeling you're going to win. Yep. This isn't obviously the way you thought was going to happen. No, I know, but it's just, it's just. The expi- I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old I, man. Actually, to be hey, fair, hey, we hey, have to see the best side. 
I love hey, this. This might be the yeah. oldest side of the table. We had wait till last yeah. the, the two weeks ago. Now we've got age now tilt. We got age the tilt. age tilt on this table <laughs> is crazy. I seem to be a, a, a major part of every tilt. To be hey, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is. It's, it? it's more than that. It's a sixty plus. Oh me! Combination of no. But now it's oh. just like I could, I could, I could smell the, the result. Like yeah. I, I, I genuinely don't feel like I had a feeling as well. I don't feel like Tottenham. Mm. Like I feel like they've been okay in games. I feel like they've been marginally better than certain people. But mm-hmm. it's like when they talk about matchups, I've been seeing people's elevens, predicted elevens, and all this kind of stuff. Like oh, Udogi gets in, Pedro Pora gets in, the whole back line of Tottenham yeah. getting. I'm like. They've been all right in certain games, but not every game. Like Udogi's been great. Like people are telling yeah. me, oh, in international, like he got hooked at like fifty-five minutes, sixty minutes when he was crap against England. Like I feel like they've been all right. They snatched goal. They snatched late games. They they struggled to break down the loot inside. Even though they had ten men, obviously they had ten men, but like it's just they've been all right. And I feel like we play good against the bigger sides. True. We we're intense press. We work well as a unit defensively. It's just this attack. Mm, we yeah. are midfield. Everybody loves Enzo. And like I said it two weeks ago, what did he do today? He was dreadful today. He co- Time on the ball, trying to get his ball out of, uh, trying to get the ball out of his feet. Like, what does he give us creating-wise? Not much. He's a ball mover. That's mm. about it. Who are you moving it to? Conor Gallagher, Caicedo. Hardly the most creative of players in the world. <laughs> that might be the first. I think Gallagher no, created, by the way, five. first Chelsea fan I've heard yeah. talk on Enzo like that because it yeah. almost seems like since he signed, he's been in this kind of like protective bubble of love the him. World 100%. Cup. Everybody he's seems the to Argentine, love him. South but all American his highlights kid. are from his Argentinian games. Yeah. Like, when are you going to give me a performance for Chelsea? Mm. Like, uh, you carry this game. I've had yeah. Cucurella give me a man of the match performance before Enzo was giving me a man of the match performance. And that was, that Cucurella's was, only played one or two games. That's crazy. Because yeah. I said today as well, if Chelsea were going to come in and get a result, they needed their big stars to turn up. Yeah. Whether that was Sterling, I said, mm. it's cute turning up against Luton and Burnley. Yeah. Can you do it in a derby? Yeah, yeah. Enzo was another one. I think Mudrik, when he came on as well, can you make a difference? I'll be real though, right? And this is like, I have the same kind of issue of Caicedo, even though he had actually a really good game. He today, had a good game opinion. today. Very but like, good. this is where I have an issue when we're talking about 100 million pound player, uh, pounds when it comes mm. to these kinds of players. Yep. Enzo is never going to be, like, in, like mm. it or not, he's never going to be that guy yeah. who's, Winning you games single handedly. He doesn't warrant that price tag. Yeah, those I always say like those season. kinds of price tags for me are for like match winners yep. or like Duncan Rice for example yeah. right now is is for me living up to that price tag. But in my I, opinion, I, he's I, I, we owe West Ham another twenty million. My point is, I think I think that's I think that's a rarity. To be Thank you so much, guys. I still I'm on the borderline with the Rice. Uh, add that money as well. I'm just, I don't like these mid the defensive midfield side. 100% because you, you spend that kind of money for players, in my opinion, that are going to like win you games yeah. and eventually because single-handedly win yeah. you titles. But like. with this whole FFP and all the budget and all this yeah. kind of stuff like that, all that, that, that is the kind of money that you utilize for them special players because then we get left with, all right, so you spent that two, 300 million pound on them kind of guys. Mm. Now we've got 60 million to share between two players up top. All right, or 80 million. All right, so we have to go get Nicholas Jackson and Madueke. Yeah. So these are the kind of guys we have to win us games. It's true, to be fair, right? Like, like we, we already yeah. spent, Mudrick, we, we yourself, spent yeah. eighty odd million pound. He was supposed to be the superstar. Yeah. Mudrick is bloody diabolical. <laughs> he is diabolical. People are saying, <laughs> I've got people on Twitter like, oh, the big like four hundred, five hundred k like followers. Oh, Mudrick always oh, becomes so much better this season. He's given me nothing. <laughs> to be fair, he was on the ground. He gave me twenty minutes against Fulham. Twenty minutes. 
And mm. that's all he's given me this whole season. That's why he doesn't oh, the cross against Arsenal. <laughs> that he meant that, didn't he? Like this is what I'm trying to say. Like he was abysmal. He's mm. been abysmal. He's for 80 million pounds. I'm wait, it's a massive gamble to be yeah. honest. Our manager doing confidence boosting things. Oh, hit the hit the crossbar challenges to get his confidence up <laughs> and stuff like that. What kind of what baby and stuff are we doing with you these would, kind You would have think they won today, huh? Nah, I like this. He's like me. He's like me. Because I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm not the one that's trying to do this kind of stuff where, oh, these Chelsea players are magnificent. No, we're not. We're crap. Nicholas Jackson is the worst striker that Chelsea has ever signed. The worst. Chesman is better. Maratta is better. Higuain is better. Timo Werner gave me more. Werner's good. He's got a hat trick against what, Brian? He just scored a hat trick against Spurs. Yeah. That is the worst hat trick in Premier He is horrendous. Werner's off the ball run in Champions League final. Franco De Santo. Oh my God. Franco De Santo. Give me anybody before this guy. Hold on. Shevchenko is the worst you signed. Shevchenko hit a left foot, a top screen bin screamer against Tottenham. At the lane. In the FA Cup. In the FA Cup. But it was a screamer. Even Bebe gave us a moment one in the million. Bruv, you're, he's given me nothing. Like, you're giving me, like, again, he got booked I today agree. again. I think he's I'm like, thinking, yeah, please. Level. Yeah. Oh, brother. Nah, I think, I think you lot are being too harsh. He's got, he's got no he weak foot shooting. To ball no strong, has no, he got I a strong foot? It. I get it. He might not be a Chelsea caliber player, I would say, but I definitely do think there's a rawness nah, to nah, him. Nah, nah, nah. I think he's okay. I think he's all right, but uh, it, it, I'm seeing some stuff. He could be like a Solomon Kalou, I think. Solomon Kalou had understanding under control His IQ was really good. Bruv, this guy's third goal today he sent himself <laughs> that sent the keeper oh, yeah, yeah. and read accent and got him back I on balance. Sure if he meant to go around the keeper, I'm sure he just he wanted to pass that ball so badly. He wanted to pass it so badly. He said, "Ah, ah, keep it down." You realize he was okay. I can turn, Bruv, He is the worst. We've got the combination, and Sterling's probably thinking, "Jesus Christ, what am I working with?" Noni's here, Mudrick's here. Nicholas Jackson, bro. But he's not doing himself any favors himself. Sterling yeah, needs to be like, so. I am Raheem Sterling. I, I am, I am a Premier League legend. You know. Yeah. But his game as well too. It's he nice. needs to yeah. be like, I need to, you know, do be the one that does the big things. Because you've got Nicholas Jackson, who what is what twenty two years old. Yeah. You know, Mudrick's twenty one. Yeah, he's the most, years old. He's the most Sterling experienced. Sterling is mad as well. Sterling's yeah. a lot younger than everyone thinks. He's only yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Sterling needs to be like, you know, I need to lead the line. You look at you look look at Youngman's son on the other side, right? Yeah. He's gone. He's now the striker, and he's performed. He's top five Premier League striker, maybe top three right now already. Yeah, top three Premier League yeah. striker, serious striker. Sterling needs to go put me through the middle. Yeah, let me but, lead the line. But, but yeah. at the same time, too, right? Like I, I don't. Sterling has never been that kind of guy. A who's gonna pick up the ball and just create for his own. Like he's not. He's got that. He's got it in his game. No, but it's not. Nice. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. not his forte. But yeah. my point he is, he had a segment where he won City that league title that yeah. year, where you had them clutch moments. Yeah, other than that, it's a systematic. Hundred percent. We know his best attribute is his IQ, his movement, and in front of goal. Okay, you may miss a few too, but he's gonna score you goals. So. In this kind of team, when he has been played through, well, mm. he's Chelsea's top scorer. Oh, maybe not yeah. anymore. Well, like, Jackson. Well, nah, he might, he's, I still think he's up there, but it's like how many through balls have been sent through to Thanks. Vicario where Vicario's been able to Thanks. come off of his line and clean up quick. A, a top, up a top team. If he was playing for Spurs today with James Madison. Kevin like, De Bruyne. No, but if you remember De Bruyne, if you look at James Madison, if he's playing behind him, yeah, and getting yeah, certainly scoring goals. The yeah, weight yeah, of yeah. the passing to through, but like you're sitting on the halfway line. You've got a 30 yard gap you got 30 yards to play that ball into with waiting. Mm -hmm. You're telling me you can't wait a pass within 30 yards. That's why I told you Raheem gave up after I said, yeah. sod this. I'm yeah. used to playing <laughs> with frustrated some at one point. Jao Cancelo balls and Kevin De Bruyne balls and Gundogan balls. You're giving me these stupid guys. <laughs> Enzo Fernandez, Reese James overhitting past his... Yeah. 
Oh, bruv. These are world beaters, bro. Right. World beaters, apparently. These are world he beaters, man. World beaters. This is, this is, this is, nah, it's frustrating it's a, it's a still. big names, but I, I agree. I think with Chelsea midfield, there's not right balance. You know, like you said, you got well, Caicedo, Gallagher and Enzo. Yeah, all three. Gallagher, I think he all created five chances yeah, yeah, Gallagher, he did create five chances today, actually. It was the most he's ever created in a single Premier League mm. game. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's against that. nine men. Against nine men. Them through balls. That's your guy. That's, wide like, that's your guy. No, I like Gallagher, but I'm just like, come I on, like this ain't the game to... Same as like, 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 Enzo had 98 passes against Wimbledon. Most passes in the exactly <laughs> ninety eight passes. <laughs> Whoop de flipping do. Like, come on, man. It's true. What is this, bruv? It's true, bro. What is this? Where's the shame? Have some shame. Caicedo has the only one out of them, Caicedo's grown on me. He's he's been tenacious, he runs down people. He ain't got a mad change of pace. But he is constantly running, and he's got a crazy. He's been improving game oh, by game. If you got a Caicedo, you got to have a couple creative players. Give me something around it. And that's why I don't understand. Again, people will kill me for this. I don't understand how you spend that much money in your midfield when everyone is fit. Is supposed to be what Lavia, uh, Enzo, and, and Caicedo. But he's not creating chances either, bro. He's Lavia can't even get fit. I know, but even if he does get fit, is that's the three that you've dedicated the most money to in your yeah. midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the creator there? Yeah, it's mad. It's, it's what I've been, uh, uh, you, yeah. you, you ask, for, we've spent so much money and that's what it is. It's the embarrassment. It's like, you've spent that much money and look at what we have in, in terms of like, our defense has been perfectly fine. I've yeah. been, always been happy with my defense, yeah. but going forward. Who is your defense as well, by the way as well? Cause it's like, yeah. I've probably got 55 different players. Like, like, yeah. Levi Wait, Cole will play today at left back. So didn't make any sense at all. Back. Let's talk about Zero that. sense. So Cole at left back one game, is that centre back another Kukurri game? Kukurri has been good, you by got, the way. Kukurri has been yeah. good, very good. I mean, you got the Sassi who started today. Mm. But like I said, Cole will start centre back sometimes yes. as well. Silver starts you got sometimes. obviously Tiger Silver's ever present there, it yep. seems. You got Badia Shirley when yep. he's ready and fit. You've got Trevor Chalabas yeah, still on the books. Door, really. yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I don't get yeah, what I is your defence? What is Our defence is like, Tactically, what I don't understand today is well, that Wesley Fofana, by the way, is out. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Wesley Fofana's out. Wesley's our best defender. Sassi played right back recently when Reese James and Gustav. Like, what is that? That didn't make at all sense. The same happened with your defense. What's your defense? No, because that's what I'm saying. I've been so happy with my defense, even though so many players are being rotated around. But we've got such good defenders. I feel like they're all very good to a certain level. Sassi is probably the least of of all of all seven of them or whatever it is taken out of Chalabar. But he's been doing okay. He's not too bad on the ball. But he's he's physical. He's, he's he reads the game well. He's he's able to come in and intercept kind of a couple of times a game. He's all right. But in terms of tactically, you're coming up against Tottenham. Kulusevski's not no scrub. He can take man on. You've got Levi Cole was one of the most immobile guys as a, as a left back. That's true. He's it's not. He's not. He, he's not, mud, not he, stuck in the mud on the half turns. I've seen crap players like spin Levi. That's not to say Levi's crap. Just not but Levi's back. not yeah. a left back. Levi is a very good on the ball, marshalling kind of centre half. To, to be learning across from Thiago Silva over these couple of years. But like De Sassi playing, De Sassi and Thiago Silva, I don't really like that partnership. But Levi Cole playing there is just madness for me. Cucurella is someone who's been showing you against Arsenal, against Saka. He's able to engage, get tight to people, frustrate people. He's good at doing them kind of things defensively. And he did that when he came on. And he done that when he came on. And that's what we needed. We didn't need Kulisevsky getting 1v1 with Levi mm. Cole. We need people to be at people. Reese James came back, first game back. He's been injured for a while. He done all right. He he, he he done all right on that side. Brennan Johnson didn't really get past him too too much. He stands him up well. Well, Brennan Johnson was a victim of the Ramirez uh, yeah, yeah. sending off. So, he got yeah. sub, he got sub so we didn't get to see it that long. But like I felt like he was Reese is always going to be our right back. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of our centre halves, I just feel like play Thiago Silva, play Badi, play Thiago Silva, and play Levi Colwell for now. That is what we play for now. That is our best centre half pairing. If not, you play Badia Shaw. Badia Shaw will leave our call to me. They're as good as each other. I agree. They're the two guys that play together. Desassi should be the backup. 
Tiago, like like I said before, before the pod, I said to Sharks, um, I've seen for 25 years two right-footed centre-backs play. I don't care about right-footed centre-backs, left-footed centre-backs, where they have to pass on the side of the pitch. It's not hard to take a touch. It's actually Most so of the true, right? We, we see so many two right-footers. That's actually such a great point. It's, 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 I'm, I'm fed up. Yeah, I know, two, we've had this two conversation. Right, but two, left, two left-footers. Two left-footers. That's criminal. That's criminal. No, you can't do but that. But then this is Sorry, what I'm saying. Sharks, you used to have this argument with me all nah, the time. You can. You can have them, bro. Oh, wait, you're being serious. So, so you're saying that football changes. So football changes. And then not the worst one. Go on. Uh, left footed uh, right back. Left footed right. Why does that never happen? He, he's a left footed white guy who plays a right back. Bro. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's criminal. Worse. Yeah, but that's <laughs> criminal. You can't do that. But Kukurella. Right footed. Okay, oh, but Kukurella. Right footed left back. Fine. That's fine. Oh, How? Left footed right back. Never. Don't okay, where's that. the theory, Sharks? Do you know what? Bro, left footers, they're just wired differently to right footers. Yeah, that's funny. You know what I mean? It's so just, you're it's just cognitively, just it's yeah, different. Cognitively, it's, it's actually true, bro. How? It's science. Oh. How? It's the oh, brain. Right, here's the science. So, right, right, <laughs> I'm saying, right, 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 this, uh, right, this footers, is smelly right footers, there's a reason why 80% of the world are right, right hand and right foot. Yes. Right footers, they're not like, they're naturally better with their left, their weaker foot than left footers are with their right, with their stronger foot, okay. right, or their weaker foot. Fair, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, if I see a uh, right footer left back, like Tommy Asu playing left back, Fine, right foot, left back. You know, during Timber, fine. That's we see that a lot. Uh, he's lefties. If I see no left foot players are wonderful players. If I see like when I saw Kukurea playing right back for you guys, it worked. Done a great job. I switch off my TV, man. He done a great job. I switch off it my TV. Worked. But this is what I'm saying. But this is where the theory. Yeah. This is where the theory. Do you know what it's like for me? Yeah. You know, when like someone's <laughs> scraping a wall yes. or like chalk on it, screeching. <laughs> It's that feeling it, it gives greets you. It, when yeah. I see a left foot right back, it just yeah. But shocks. These are the professionals. Who's the best left footed right back ever? Name. Name. Oh, there is Wait, a you one. Like there is a one. Right midfielders. Yeah, because you cut in. That's normal. No, no, no. But that's I don't different. think I don't think I've ever seen a left footed right back because it's not naturally like, you're going to. I can tell was cutting in too. He's right footed. He's right footed. But my point is, your whole thing is fine. But if it's about cutting in, then no, no, no. It's about the side. It's about being left footed and a right back. Name me. I know I can't think of one honestly. Yeah, because right. because you, can many. Plen- you can play plenty of right foot and left. Play back how many? Back. Yeah. How many percentages in it? They're name him. Kinsalo. Name him more than Kinsalo. Name me someone Tommy else. Philip Long can play left back. Oh come on, Zambrotta. Tommy Sharks. They're top professionals. If you can't take a simple touch with your weaker foot on receiving the ball out wide, it's pointless. This is why I don't understand it. The manager's like the balance. Pep is doing the same thing. If someone can find us a left footed right back, say in the comments. I can't think of a single one. There's been people that played the like, Saka's filled in. I remember and I hated it. Like Kukurea, like he's filled in before when there's like towards the end of the game when you're filling in. Kukurea's filled he's in. He's okay, but, but Kuk- 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 like- Kukurea's not great with his right foot. So he's got quite similar both feet. So give him the ball. But this is what I'm saying. The demand of the passes that you're asking for players, they're not massively... They, you don't have to have defence splitting balls from your defence, yeah. from your defenders. Mm. They, you don't, they don't have to be miraculous. A little slip. You, you've all said it. Like even at foundation of level football, you pick your moments. You don't always fizz a nice, sexy ball into the DM of course, every time it's on. Even if it is like a tight angle, you don't have to force it. Pick your moments. Play a simple pass. Move the ball. They're not hard passes. So that's why the majority of passes that you're going to get in a game or receiving the ball, it's not that difficult, bro. It's you, of you course, but at the same time, the thing that makes the game so beautiful and unpredictable is. They're humans. No one's perfect, so they're gonna. They're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. So you, just as just as much as you say they're professionals, they should be able to pull this off. They're also it's the mistakes oh no, of that make. There's gonna be mistakes, but I'm saying them kind and allow the yeah, other team to about attack. Tactical things like that. I don't feel like that's massively gonna change much. I don't think like it changes that much. Yeah, I mean, but like, yeah, it's not that bad. But like, there's a reason why there's the whole right foot, left back, right foot, left foot, centre backs. That's why now 
left foot center backs are worth so oh, much. Oh yeah, of course, because there's not many of them. I see, I see as more of a thing where it's more defensively sometimes. It's like Thiago Silva is very used to playing on the left hand side of it because it's even the angles that you defend. Van Dijk plays left center back. Van Dijk plays left center back. No, but I'm saying it's the way that you should. Like some people might are very good at the way that they cut off the angle down the line for when they cut across goal, like when people are cutting inside That's of them. True. Some people like that kind of shape. Thiago Silva might not be great on the back foot with a ball coming over his head. He likes to engage at the near post and coming in for runs, dispossession kind of people. They're the kind of more tactical things I see more of defensively when you pick your left centre-back and your right centre-back rather than just about it's, how good you are with your feet. On the ball, yeah, yeah that's mm. different. That's who was it that played? Was it Spain who played Laporte and uh, Paul Torres, Torres together? Yeah, yeah. Part of that, I can't First think time I've seen that, yeah. I have a question for you, Sean, though, because nice. I agree. I usually the one who says most of what you say about Chelsea in terms yeah. of I look at that midfield and I look in general at the forward line too. Yeah. The amount of money you guys spent, in yeah. my opinion, doesn't equate good value for money. No, nope. definitely not. But the answer that a lot of Chelsea fans give me back is, mm. oh, it's a process. These are young players <laughs> and you have to wait for them to grow. Where do you sit on that? Like, are, are you the, willing to give patience to this group? Or? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, the thing is, is with me, I feel like as if when you spend a certain price tag on a player that you believe is ready for the here and now, mm. They need to perform here and now. I'm not having this time where if you're good enough, you perform. I There's agree. people in the world that are at Real Madrid, that are at all these other places at the ages of 17, 18, 19. If they're good enough and they perform, you're good enough for the now. So if you spend that kind of money, the designated money in terms of how much you spend on a player is a thing where, yeah, you might get value for money for a youngster that play, is 18, 19. All these, like Diego Morel we sent on loan. I see him in the cup game. He didn't yeah. look good. The one you um, sent Andre, Forrest, Santos. Andre Santos. Andre Santos can't get Nick a game at Forest. yet to send him back, arguably. I don't even know if he's been reallocated to another club. You've got, obviously, um, Noni Madueke, cheap, young, but is he, he's, he should be ready for the here and now. Angelo is our best, probably, winger, and he's out on loan, but we, we, we sent him out on loan, mm. where he should be the one that's getting game time and minutes here over people like Madueke. You've over overspent in areas out wide like that you don't... These are not the plays you need. You need... Uh, like I said, when we had like Nicholas Jackson come off, we don't have Broha fit. Our three strikers are Broha, Washington, and Nicholas Jackson. <laughs> That's David Washington. Crazy. David Washington. You know what I saw this weekend, by the way? John Kennedy on no fucking way. Fluminense. That's no who scored for him. John Kennedy. John Kennedy. What man, I'm naming dead presidents. Yeah. <laughs> they say this is in front of goal. Death. But that's what I'm saying. But, but <laughs> I just know what the Brazilians are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Brazilians are. I said, yo, if I see John Wilkes Booth, Booth of B O O F. If I see a Brazilian named Abraham Lincoln, yeah, nah, please yeah, yeah. come forward. Lincoln. There's a Brazilian called Lincoln back in the day. Do you not remember? <laughs> the attacking midfielder, number 10, he flopped. Bro, I remember. His name Abe. Abe Lincoln. No, but in terms of the project, I'm not there for the players that are there to grow into that project as of now because the players that they've bought. You're talking about the Lavias, yes, I don't mind. The Caicedos, yes. Like Enzo's, Mudrick, yes. The Mudricks, I don't mind. But then I don't think that Mudrick, because of his price tag, Mudrick should be here for the here and now. This is why I'm onto people like Enzo. You're young, you were paid for that money. Yeah. You need to be performing now. That's the type of performances. We, we can't affect the people's, obviously they're humans. You know we don't affect their price tag. The players but that's like what it is. Specifically, Enzo and Mudrik. Yeah, they didn't have much senior football experience when Nothing. he signed them. Hardly yeah, anything. Especially Mudrik. Yeah, like what twenty something games yeah. on, on his. Yeah, even Enzo, I think, I think he played one season. Six for or yeah, they uh, barely a season for Benfica. Had the yeah. World Cup. And I, mean, I don't River, think he had twenty. Like Mudrik had like yeah, twenty something senior yeah. senior yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, Enzo, I don't even yeah, think yeah. he had eighteen. I think he had sixteen or eighteen appearances for Benfica. That's what I'm trying to say. It's 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 mad. Like for you, you these Chelsea scouts are supposed to be paid all this money to be able to go out and scout all these talents. So you're telling me out of these 16 games or a couple of games that you've seen of these guys, you've said that they are here for the here and now. 
Give me Jude Bellingham, give me Declan Rice. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Give me you, players that are ready for the now. It's do, you, yeah. do you feel like a game like today, though, could be a kickstarter for that? Like, uh, just for Nico Jackson, because I feel like last game when he had, like, Cole Palmer pointing him out where to run. I was going to say, clearly, yeah. if he thinks he's the worst ever. No, 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 I get that. I don't feel like there's any improvement with Nicholas Jackson, Fred. Not even just Nicholas Jackson. I mean, in terms of even, like, Chelsea, you look at it, the past couple of games, I felt like you have been creating chances but not able to finish it. Today, you get four goals. It's kind of not, okay, yeah, now we can score goals, I think. But at least it's, hey, we got one over the team that was at the top. We ended it unbeaten streak. Nico, you've got a hat trick. Sterling, you showed some running. All right, we... Caliga, you created what five chances? Like they should all be kind of building yeah, blocks. Was, 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 they kind of build from. It was one when it was Eleven. It was one on. Like you got to remember that. It's like, embarrassing. People it, were laughing. It's, it's, yeah, I'm it's, saying because you use it as like a moment. What I was going to say though, they probably said the same thing when they drew got to City Ar- next as well. Wait, and then, they, they said the same thing when they oh drew to Arsenal. <laughs> could this be kind of like even though they, they gave up the lead, but like could this be a kick? The next game they lost. They lost next game. Yeah. So you never know. But that's the thing with Chelsea, right? Sorry, last point. Because it's such a young team and because it's such an inexperienced team, you don't have many leaders. There's going to be these ups and downs it wouldn't surprise mm. me next yeah, game yeah. no matter who they play they could play Bournemouth for all I care it wouldn't surprise me if Chelsea lost that game mm. yeah. that's why Faisal was telling me I think they're gonna make top four this year I don't see any no, reality yeah, I, I, I said it to, said said it to you Sharky last the last time I was on I said we needed those results because I don't feel like we'll be able to go and beat Brentford I said all these three points matter for the here and now if we don't take advantage of it mm. yeah. today we had to take advantage of it Arsenal, we had to take advantage of it because these are the kind of games we can't break down these teams that play counter-attacking football against us. I'm we not going to lie. It. it doesn't get any easier for you guys. But these are better. No, but it, it does. Like it does. It does get better. It's insane. We okay. get results against City, big sides. Newcastle, Brighton, United, Everton. Okay, United, yeah, United but, Everton is easy. We'll, we'll, win. <laughs> yeah. we'll win a couple but, of them. But, but yeah, let's say, well, where, where do both these teams go from here? Because you've got the two suspensions, mm. one of them being Romero. It's probably going to be three games. You've got Obviously, the Vanderbilt injury was gone, probably yeah. longer than Romero's yep. three-game suspension. Yep. Uh, obviously, so you got all of that. And next up, you guys have Wolves away. Yeah. Next up, you guys have City at City. home. Yeah. For us, quick line. We're not obviously talking about our next games, but yeah. quick line on what you think's going to. I happen just next. we need to brace ourselves till January, basically. Uh, for me, that's all it becomes. And just giving you enough of a platform this season to say, look, when January comes, back mm. me. For mm. us, I said start of the season, it was all about getting back in the Champions League. The title race, Sky, I'm, I'm glad all that talk can end now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's literally paper over the cracks till January and then actually get recruitment because you see the standard of drop-off. When Madison comes off, it's a Hoiberg or a Lo Celso. Uh, yeah. Van der Ven comes off, it's Eric Dyer. Udogi comes off, it's Davis. If you if this is the level you want to be playing at, you're not going to go very far. But today is is the first crack in the... Uh, you, know, you know what's crazy? I was prepared to come on here. Yeah. I was prepared to come on here and say something crazy. And that was the Spurs 11, in my opinion, is good enough, especially under Ange, that I actually think they could have gone like deep into the season. If, if they kept everyone, I'm not saying they would have yeah, won the league, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I look back at Leicester when they won the league and okay, it's a much weaker league than it is. Like you didn't have Pep City, for example, but that it Leicester was a team, 11. bro, and yeah. they got so lucky that none of them ever got injured, bro. That same they 11, it was it, from, yeah. from the start to the finish. Yeah. And I think this Spurs team, they needed a lot of luck in terms of everyone had to mm. stay fit and healthy. I actually think they're like, I see everyone predicting, oh, they're going to fall off. They're going to fall off. If they no, had stayed no. fit, I think that this team is good enough and they're real enough that they could have gone deep. Now with Van de Ven and Romero, oh, Van de Ven, we'll see how long he's out. <laughs> Romero out. Madison, we'll see how serious that is. Yeah. Y'all can't cope. The, the, the depth is too is. poor, bro. The drop now, off from Van de Ven to Dyer. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I, I feel like that's always been the case about every club in the league other than City. Mm. I feel like that's been the fact. You don't think Arsenal, I mean, Liverpool, they have like, they I think Arsenal, I think with t- Timber, 
coming in, yes, but then Timber getting injured. Now the bare minimum of people ain't even happy with Zinchenko anymore. Like That's being true. coming off the. But bench. at least okay, he's like okay, he's serviceable. Like the Kirill, the Tomiyasu, yeah. the Zinchenkos. I don't think they're as good enough as what Arsenal have in terms of their quality. Yeah, that they have starting eleven, no, no, and I other think, than City, I, think, I don't no, think anyone else no, no, is. No, I think Tomiyasu. If the Sporting game last Sporting game last year was everyone like you just said here. You said Saliba got injured. Saliba went down, but Tommy Asu went down that same game as well. Mm. I think you. I think if Tommy Asu, if just Saliba, I think we still could have won, like even not won the league or like gone a little further, gone yeah, a little further, or maybe even won it, maybe even won it. If Tommy Asu didn't go down, it was just Saliba. Yeah, it wasn't just Tommy Asu injury was just as bad, if not worse. As Saliba. But I mean, just all because if Tommy Asu yeah. didn't get injured that game. Simple fix. I, I don't. Tommy Asu goes right yeah. back. Ben White slots in centre back. For easy. Me, those two lost injuries. both of them. Holding had to come in. Those two so, injuries yeah. for me are the biggest. I would say needle movers for us this year yep. in terms of recovery. What Van der Ven has been able to offer, as you said, he he's the yin yeah. to Romero's yang. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And Madison, in and my Madison. opinion, he's the yin to Son's yang. Let's see Son, without that kind of production behind him. Yeah. If he's as efficient, yeah. if he's getting as many chances. Yeah. 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 And then uh, your next game, Man City. Quick land on that. Oh, feeling at home as well, which is for you guys. The only team I say. Do you know what, Fez? Yeah, yeah. Char- it's free charge. Charge, yeah. charge it. Whatever happens, happens. But at least they haven't got Kevin De Bruyne playing. But like, yeah. it's with their with their kind of plays that they have. It, it's all dependent on what their starting lineup is for me. If they got Doku starting, problems. They got Grealish <laughs> playing. Doku versus might have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Long day, long day, long day. If we if we've got if they got Doku playing, it's a problem. But Grealish, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I don't feel like City are that great in terms of the way that their general passages of play are in terms of constant intense pressure I don't mm. feel like it's the same yeah, so I feel nice, like, and, and Haaland might obviously not might not be available for that game anyway so mm. there we go Chelsea are playing Man City yep. and that game is one of our five games that we're covering yeah. um, you guys have it on your phone yeah, yeah. Mm. who is the player you guys are putting forward as uh, the person going to get the highest rating in that game I'll put Bernardo Silva. <laughs> Good pick give me messy vibes Good pick. I want to see if anyone puts a Chelsea player Elias hell no it's for obvious for me. <laughs> Doku versus Colwell. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you'll play. <laughs> you don't That's think barbecue play. chicken, man. Mm. Hey, Doku is going to have a brilliant game. Oh, you don't think Colwell will play or Doku? They'll probably play Kukurilla. Mm, that's still cash money for us, bro. Doku is going to be the player of the game. What? I've gone Doku as well. Mm. Doku? Can't go wrong with that boy. Killer. To be fair, he was unreal this week. I've, you know, I've gone Rodri. I think it's overdue a tie, like, best player of the game you know it's yeah. been mm. you know he can be that player get a goal you know dominate the game suddenly he's the highest rated player in the game I think mm. this is the one it's going to dominate the midfield you were talking about Chelsea midfield it's going to dominate that midfield mm. and he can get a goal as well why yeah, not you know, know go for it's a different gonna be a tough battle for go midfield. for a different one mm. Roger I don't go for the same one mm. and also Spurs next game Wolves who's the player we're putting forward for that game boys obviously with all the red cards and injuries and the squad is looking very punctured at the moment so there's one man we've got to rely on Number seven, Son Heung-min. Oh, that's my main man, El Capitan. That's what I'm going for. Son, you well, go. I, I don't think uh, Tottenham win that game. I that's what I'm saying. I think Wolves <laughs> win that game, that's and I've gone for Mateus Cunha. Oh, Good dangerous pick. player. I mean, mm. yes, knows he struggle, they struggle against him. Yeah, we made him look like Kaka to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In transition, bro. I, I, I'm kind of like you, Sean. To be mm. honest with you, I, I like Spurs, but I like them when they're starting eleven is fit. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't rate the depth that they have, so I think Wolves can give them a problem. Mm. And I think Pedro Neto has been the star, but he's out. I think Huang has been really, really Same, good. I've gone for Huang. Yeah, I'm going to go for Huang. I've been impressed by him this season. I've gone for Huang. Battle of the Koreans. Yeah, mm. countrymen. Let's see who, let's let's see. Go. Let's let's see who gets go. the highest rating. But with that being said, let's go on to the next game. Next game. Mm. Oh, we love it. 
You'll go over to St. James's Park. Mm. Right at the top of the country. Newcastle 1, Arsenal 0. All right, so now we're going to Luton versus Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, this is a nightmare blood rotation for any oh, Arsenal fan man. watching this, bro. They're looking at Crazy. us three right now. They don't want to see us right now. No. No chance. Right, there's, there's quite a bit to talk about in this yeah. game, to be fair. Some um, some talking points. Um, Obviously, Newcastle won the game. What mm. else did they talk about? I don't know. what. <laughs> I can't lie. The general passage of play throughout that game was pretty shit, to be fair. So like, there ain't much talking points in terms yeah. of... It was a real battle. It was That's a battle. Bro. It was a yeah, frustrating yeah. game. Yeah. That was a UFC scrap. That but every every Newcastle game at St James's Park this year is a UFC fight, bro. It's yeah. it's intensity from minute one to minute ninety, bro. But do you know what the worst thing is? I don't felt like they set the precedent for that. You think like, like Kai Averson? Kai, Havertz. Hey, stop! Don't hey. lie. You were impressed by Havertz, there. I can't lie. Kai Havertz. You moved you a little bit. I was moved. Oh, on I that was day. not moved whatsoever, bro. <laughs> I said, be, yo. Your, be yourself, Kai Havertz. <laughs> that ain't you, bro. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> Like, like, Arteta's trying to turn this guy into Joel Linton, bro. Yeah. <laughs> except except Kai Everton ain't got the intensity bro. of Joel Linton. No, he, for about 45 minutes of that game, he was out Joel Lintoning, yes. Joel Linton himself. Right. He was I, I out so running bro. him, <laughs> pressures, winning the ball, hey, tackles on his game, man. The best game I said, Austria. you know what? Yeah, well, this is the tempo <laughs> you need to set. What I always say, in the land of the blind, the man of one-eyed is king, bro. <laughs> That's the one-eyed game. <laughs> but he used to pick them kind of moments for Chelsea last year. When they were big games or rivalry kind of games, he'll pick himself up and he'll say, right, Big games, I'm going to put in a shift. Mm. And that's what he done there, isn't it? That's what it was, but... How about some goals, man? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, give me you know what? Low-key, though, it was, it was good because obviously it gets the team going. It gets, yeah, yeah. But then it was yeah. bad because now you wake up Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. And as soon as you turn it into a fight for them, it's like, oh, we're allowed this. You got three-man yeah. book, though. He it got, was it was a good exchange. You got three man, but the second half that's <laughs> quick. But he does not. He does. But I said last. I said to, back in the last season, going away to Newcastle, it's, it's just tough, man. bro. I said it. It's like you go there. The average height is like six foot one, yeah. and they're, they're all huge. Yeah. They're like yeah. titans. Yeah, and, and the stadium's too. big. Yeah. The stadium's big. It's high as well. You know, all, all, your your away fans are situated right at the top. Nosebleeds. Mm. No, right like, in the nosebleeds. You got, bro, you got right. sixty thousand fat bald. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Newcastle fans. Wearing thobes. That they, same tattoo on their chest of the Newcastle fans. Wearing thobes. Yellow teeth. They're bread kicking. Chill, chill, bro. That's St. James' part, bro. Yo. Have you had a bad experience? You weren't going to stop anytime soon as well. Yeah, you never got Newcastle. You're playing 15 men. That's likely us going to a bad restaurant. Bro, exactly. That's like a better restaurant. Hey, but. Me, I love watching Newcastle games because oh, of that, bro. Man. I love y'all, bro. You're, that's my favorite fan base in the I league. I wasn't right even finished, but yeah, Elias was going in. But yeah, like I said, so you have those huge, huge like titans of men. Yeah. And there's something about the black and white stripes on the shirt that must make you dizzy as well when you're like, in the picture. You know I mean, bro, it's just like you know, it's just it's like you know hypnosis. Zebras. You know, yeah, it's dizziness. It's, like, it's a tough place to go already, right? So obviously. We were undefeated as well. Both of us lost our mm. undefeated Premier League record this weekend. North London forever. North London forever, <laughs> man. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, obviously it was- Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was It was a dog fight out here, y'all. Yeah, um, it's, it's a dog fight out here, It dog. was a dog fight. But yeah, so it was a lot of like, obviously controversial decisions. People mm. said Habits should have gone off, got been sent off. I don't think so. I do think Bruno G should have been sent I off. I think both of them should have been ready. You yeah. know what I mean? I think Bruno G should have But if you think both of them, then okay, the, the balance is itself out. Mm -hmm. uh, but the key talking point, we'll talk about, obviously I want to talk about Arsenal and what I think about our season so far, people saying obviously it's not as good as it was last year. It's clear to see at the moment it isn't. And we'll speak about why we think that is. My point of view, 
obviously all of your points of view as um, fans from all of our top three rivals, in my mm. opinion. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I want to hear about what you guys think about Arsenal in this season. But the first, let's talk about a major, major talking point. The goal. The Newcastle goal. Uh, I think Jacob Murphy swings it in. Overhit cross. Joe Willock. Arsenal. Hey, Leonard boy. Hey, I hate that it had to be him as well, man. That's my boy, man. I hate it had to be him. Saves the ball. What well, Saves the ball. Keeps it on the pitch. That's what it went To be down. fair, I, th- I think it's been deemed that it wasn't. So let's talk about that first. That's the first phase, right? Yeah. The ball. Was it off? Was it in? I think I, BN deemed that it was in. BN, BN sports showed an angle. BN hype, man. Mm. Nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. BN, man. <laughs> let's work together. Yeah, I was going to say, you're closing doors like that. Hey. <laughs> nah, nah, That's but, crazy. Nah, nah. Well, so because BN said it, it's, it's conclusive. Nah. I mean, no, but like. What then? For me, what well, did it have a different camera at the time? I, I think so. Because use the being cameras in the prem. That's what Sean's talking about. Being is in what? Dubai? Or is it in what? Qatar? Middle East, yeah. Yeah, it's in the Middle East. We're using the Sky Sports cameras, bro. So Bian has I, I, I better so. cameras. Than, I think so. Right? Bian has better cameras yeah. than us. I don't want to be saying like uh, something but, wrong. So I'm saying because Bian confirmed it, it's conclusive. That means, I mean, Bian was using the, the technology. I, I, the I, I, picture I that Bian posted or posted, it was like a. It was over the. Like, yeah, but it was it, it was, was a technology picture. It wasn't a camera flag, picture. It? Yeah. it was like a computerized picture. Yeah. So they use the technology. They don't. Yeah, they're using computerized. My thing is, VAR couldn't determine then that that had. 100% gone off. Do you know why they said? And, and, they said and we I can't remember. find an available angle for Which, it. That's why for me, it was crazy. And so that's what I said what? to you. That's it, doesn't where t- it doesn't take 11 cameras to... And the well, how much you can't yeah. find an available remember, remember angle. Do you remember Real Madrid Ajax <laughs> Champions League a few years ago? Uh-huh. Where like they Z-H. scored a goal. Yeah, ZH. Yeah. And they went all the way back and they had... A, because they have the cameras like kind of going around the ground. They had a camera available where they could see the ball completely above. And that's another thing too, right? People are looking at the ball from angles. Oh, it's out past line. If you look at it bird's eye, it just has to be like even the silhouette has to basically be mm. crossing the line. And mm. they were able to find that. How in the big Premier League where there's billions of pounds at stake here, billions of pounds being spent, we don't mm. have a camera available. Insane. Yeah. You it need two it, cameras either side, yeah. like looking down the line for a throw one. If you really get into them kind of scenarios, if someone whips a ball down the line and mm. they score from that passage play, you need two cameras either side. That's four cameras. You need 10 cameras, arguably, to go up and down the field on either side. That's 24 cameras. You need 24 cameras. That's all you need. Extra. That's all you need, 24 cameras. In, the, in, in, in every who, stadium. Who supplies these cameras? So who does PGMO look at for the cameras? Who supplies them the for cameras? For me, I, I don't Sony. think it's a regular who occurrence enough for it to happen <laughs> for them to kind of deem that camera, if that makes sense. Like, balls don't go out of play like that and players keep it on and then a goal happens. But never the competition that you supply them. Can't, can't, only how it's happened, rhinos. I feel like there's a precedent to get those cameras in place, if mm. that makes sense. I feel, I feel sorry for top, for Arsenal, sorry, because I feel like if there's a liner on that side, mm-hmm. he's going to marginally, he's obviously going to flag it for the off, for the goal kick. That's what, a, a, a linesman will always give whatever it predominantly looks like, even though the rule is that the whole ball has to go out. Yeah. From the view of a liner, the liner would have just said, yo, that's off. Do you remember when they used to have them them dudes with the one just on the touchline? Where line? did they go? Bro, he would have been perfect in that situation. Where's right my there. man? That would have helped. <laughs> like, if you're not going to have the cameras, at least have the extra officials. But yeah. initially, I thought because they couldn't determine that, you can't give a decision which doubt, is a maybe. Yes, yeah. 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 though. You can't give a, a decision where you're shaky on. Okay, cool. Phase one, that's okay, not given. That's the first one. Now the ball gets crossed in mm. and people are saying that Gabriel, the big man mountain that I've been hearing about for the past 18 months. Yeah, you can be a man mountain and get fouled. What the hell? Nah, it's not foul. I'm sorry. Stand your ground. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm a defender. If someone you would on, stand your ground. Yeah, but if someone, but if someone is behind you and their hands are on you, that's a foul. If it's in the middle of the pitch, that's, that's okay, one's man of played and paused it. Yeah, if but it's that's, in the middle that's of the, the pause of the foul. Look how quick. Look at that passage of play in general play. That is literally coming together. He's putting his hands out. Boom. There you go. But Gabriel's ducking in. It's not like as if he stood up and he's actually used force to bring him down. Yeah. He's going down. He's just pushing his hands out. Got obviously got his hands on his back. But look how quickly. No, but I don't think it's, like it's instant take off. It, it's, like, it's not, twerk it's not back enough onto him, but like just not use the upper body strength and try use lower yeah. body strength to get him off. It's all these knee things. Kane used to do. Yeah, yeah, was like yeah. back yeah. into the race. Yeah, he tried yeah. to almost do that a little bit, and yeah. it's like in front of his own. Joel Linton said, "Do you know who I am? Move." Yeah, yeah. I got this. And then Raya, I'm sorry, you're caught in no man's land. Yeah. So oh, for me, yeah, it's he like, slapped at it. Did sick. you ever watch, um, there was like a Premier League special basically where they used to like do the, they had like two fullbacks on. One of them was a former Arsenal one. I can't remember his name. Lee Dixon? No, nah, it was the other one. Nigel, Nigel Winterburn. Nigel Winterburn. Yeah. That's what it was. And they were talking about in those situations as a fullback, especially for shorter guys, Gabriel, it's even worse to be honest. Yeah. But they're taught to, when the ball's head hanging up. that, head it backwards yeah. because either... The, the attacker has to be brave enough that they're basically heading into them and there's a, a possibility that you connect or you win the ball and, and whatever. It hits him. Gabriel didn't do either of those, bro. He just kind of like bent forward yeah. and, and hoped that more than anything. he could get the call from that. But I'm with you. That one is a little more difficult for me to, to look at, especially too, because they were talking about potentially handball as well too. And, and offside. Offside is the third one, right? Yeah. But like the handball is still kind of oh, in, in that, that move, phase. That, yeah. Yeah. that one, to be honest with you, I think it's more down to interpretation. I kind of tend to side more towards you guys that I don't think, I think it's a little soft. But at the same time, we've seen those given, bro. Facts. But you need no, to, I agree. If it was given, saying. you I have to be shown. Be mad at it. Yeah. But you have to be shown the pe the passage of play in real time. Yeah, I don't like this whole thing that where we That's, stop it. It's, it's always oh, two hands. Yeah. Bro, everything looks different That's when you put offside. it in the stills. That's, stills, That's, stills are for offside. Yeah, it's it's true, true. No, you're right. Because yeah. if I did this, yeah, and you stop it. it. Looks like I'm pushing. You. Yeah, yeah. But if in real time, I just did this. Hundred percent. So I get it. But that's just how VAR is now. Everything yeah, yeah. stopped. Yeah, it's yeah. As, as assessed. But they choose to show them certain angles. I've seen it happen in the Premier League this season. It's like they're, they're gaslighting picking. fans. <laughs> they are because they're picking. They might show one angle where the challenge looks absolutely yeah, clean. That's true. The one from behind looks like it's a red card. They'll show you the one from behind. Mm. They'll show you that three times. Show the other angle once. He's already made up his decision from the first mm, thing he's yeah. seen. It's, it's poor still, but the third there's, one. there's nearly things. With that whole Arsenal passage of play, the three VRs, they're all nearly things. Mm. That's why they're like, oh, we got we got robbed. No, and it's think, just that they're nearly because things. Because it's happened back to back yeah, to that's back. What it is. It's, like, it's also because like how, much time, it's also be how much time it took, yeah. I think as well. It goes back to what I was saying. Mm. First of all, it completely changed the momentum of the game, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and it also took like, what, five minutes to get to a decision that they were going to give anyways. Yeah. yeah. Because even the third instance then, you've got the third part of the VAR, is that they couldn't determine Gordon, because from the left hand, from the far side angle from where Gabriel is, mm. yeah. you can't see Gordon's, uh, one of his legs. Yep. So you can only see his knee. So now they're thinking, right, for offside, where do we draw the line from the point of contact from here? Because we can only see his knee. Then they've gone and flipped it the whole completely other angle and seen it from the other side to just check where his leg is. So then his leg looks like it's actually more outstretched than the knee but they can't see it from the angle which they have to draw the lines from because they can't draw the lines. When you put it like that, it's the other angle. It's mad, yeah. bro. Do you understand? So it's, it's like, be. you can't now determine. That's why they said you can't, they can't determine where we draw the lines. Because obviously Raya was further ahead than Gabriel. And obviously yeah. an offside is, you got to be obviously the keeper and the last defender, right? Yeah. So it's like, they had, so I, I, I mean, listen, there's three things they looked at. Yeah. And all three of them. What did you make of it? It's I think, it? it's frustrating because mm, yeah. I don't know what to make of it because yeah. for me it's, the ball looked off to me, mm -hmm. but then they didn't have an available camera. So it's like, I've seen an angle where tiny piece of the ball looks like it's, it's in Still line. On, yeah. And it's like, one of them was like, if you're not 100% sure they can't give it as off, mm -hmm. 
The I think the foul on Gabriel is where I think we could have got the decision. Agreed. I right, think yeah. that was our best bet of getting that's, the yeah, goal yeah. ruled that's off. The most yeah. And one, it, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And that one I think and that's was, only down to Stills. And then that, that's what I'm saying. But I think that one is basically interpretation. Interpretation. Yeah. On, 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 if we were lucky, someone would have given that as a foul. I, I walked away. I said I walked away from that not really certain about any of the three. Yeah. Mm. To be honest with you. And then, like I said, we'll get back into the game properly. Arteta's comments after the game. I mean, I think that he has to intense. do. I think he has to, though, right? I don't have a problem with Arteta's comments, to be honest with you. I know Gary Neville and Carragher have come out. As a manager of your team, any manager is going to do that. I've seen Club give that interview a thousand times, so mm. I don't have an issue with it. I have an issue, in my opinion, with fans coming out after the game and almost like taking complete. Uh, what's the word? They don't want anything to do with the actual performance and everything that was going on in terms of the referee. Oh, the referee lost us this game. Oh, we were robbed of a, of a result. Thank in my you. opinion, first yeah. of all, none of us are certain about what happened there. So it's not like the Liverpool incident where like everyone knew it was a robbery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arsenal weren't good enough in that game, period, bro. Yeah. That's one of the poorest Arsenal I've played all season. And I can't really remember, especially in the second half, a single time they even threatened Newcastle. No. So to now completely take any responsibility off these players say, yeah. or off the performance because yeah. of one moment where it could have gone your way and it didn't, that's where I have an issue. Arteta has to do that, bro. I, he has to take does the... He? No, he yeah. has to take... Does the, he? I've seen Mourinho do that a yeah, thousand no. times. You no, gotta he, take the pressure off your players, bro. Mm. No, I get that. But then I felt like there was a part of it where I'm like, bro, you're almost being a little bit too emotional. It's only your first loss. Of the mm. season. And mm. I understand it's in kind of like weird circumstances, but you didn't really play in a manner where you deserved it, but you're kind of complaining as if like you had three I'd have an issue if you. when he goes to the dressing room again, is, he does Now that. does it start becoming a thing where the team start having this victim mentality of, oh, they're always cheating us. They're always against us. Because you start doing that very early in the season after your first loss. I think that's a bad kind of mindset to I do agree. There has to be a point when you put your foot down. Because here's the thing: if Arteta is going to the dressing room right after, if Arteta is going to the dressing room right after and telling his players the same thing, then okay, wrong. I've seen Mourinho this so many times. Where like again, he takes the bullets for his team. He puts it all on the ref. Forget about my players. Forget about the shit performance we just had. And then I go into the dressing room and I rip these guys a new one, basically. But if Arteta then is going into the dressing room and saying, "Oh, don't worry, guys, we got completely robbed," then okay, that's a problem. I feel like it's more of a maintaining fire. In, in the passion of the performance for players after that game using that kind of incident to just keep the fire in the Arsenal performances because obviously it weren't a great Arsenal performance so I feel mm. like that kind of an interview with that kind of passion from the manager is just a way to say right we need to fucking have that same energy that our manager's given in that Facts. press conference no Facts. matter what he's talking about a lot of time he's showing the, the passion case, yeah. so time, yeah, yeah but then he would have come in and spoke to them differently about the performance yeah, yeah. of the game and drilled it into them and got them motivated from the lack of the, po- the the good performance. I just don't understand why. Why is it so lopsided, left hand side heavy? What, where's where's where is the passage of play coming through Saka? What what? Why ain't Saka being put on the ball enough? W- Even Ben White yeah. isn't the same as last year. I was gonna um, say Ilias really wanted to be on the podcast this week, yeah. and we were talking kind Beautiful of like talking to GC. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll mirror Break some. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk because <laughs> obviously oh, Ilias was he, oh, he, was. he lost his head, but like he's he's <laughs> had, that night. He's had a, a lot of stuff to, to say because he goes to a lot of the games yeah. himself. He pays really attention to this stuff, and he was saying like he has a, a huge frustration. I completely mirror him that last year, what made Arsenal great, in my opinion, was like the, the relationships between certain trios. Like you had the triangle on the left of Xhaka, Zinchenko, and Martinelli. You had the triangle on the right of White. Odegaard and Saka. And like, in my opinion, all of Arsenal's good work offensively came through the relationships they had. Oh, Xhaka's overlapping Martinelli, which allows him space. I think Xhaka yeah. was playing in midfield. Mm-hmm. Same kind of, White was so effective with the overlap, gives Saka space. Him and Odegaard have a good relationship. But you're taking out Xhaka and you brought in Kai Havertz. Mm. 
And sometimes you bring Tommy Asu now playing in left back. And I think it's completely isolated Martinelli into a role now where he has to have a lot more responsibility when taking on his fullback and mm. creating. And I don't think that's really his game at this stage in his career. It's not. Saka yeah. on the right-hand side, I think it's a mixture of things, right? I think A... I think he's drained physically. I think like he's been overworked. He's been overplayed, in my opinion, in the last few games. He doesn't look physically ready. And the second thing, well, there's three things. Odegaard, in my opinion, has, has dropped off in terms of creativity this season. Mm-hmm. I think now he suddenly wants to become like a striker, the amount of shots that he takes on the end of the box. I look at Ben White. A, I think his intensity for the goal was an absolute joke, right? I think he's gotten away with it because it's so much of the VR. But his intensity to go and close out the defender, or lack thereof, is an absolute disgrace for a yeah. fullback. Mm-hmm. But I think... Yes, he provides this overlap, his overlap, but he's not really effective, to be honest with you, bro. How many times do you see Ben White on the overlap put in some dangerous ball or on the overlap get himself in a goal-scoring position where he's going to really do anything? So, sure, he's giving you that overlap, that option, but if defenders know nothing's coming out of it, forget that guy. I'm going to double-team Saka every That's single time, say, bro. So does that and not make... Saka's job even harder Absolutely. and even more impressive for what he's done, especially last season when Ben White's playing. No, yeah, last season especially. But this year, I think it's starting to catch up on him. Again, based on the fact as well, too, he's playing so many minutes. So I don't really know what the solution is. Maybe when Partey comes back, you kind of have a bit more control in midfield, especially going forward. But I, I personally think this Kai Havertz uh, midfield experiment is something that's massively holding you guys back. I don't know if the solution is bringing in Vieira or Smith-Rowe, but I think that Havertz inclusion on the left-hand side in particular, maybe if you played him on the right, it'd be a little different. But on the left, I think it, right has completely, it has completely killed Martinelli's uh, impact going forward. Funny enough, he was the most dangerous on... Who? Martinelli. Uh, well, he provides... Yeah, but he's, bro... He's, 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 yeah, he's not... I don't. He's not. I, I agree with you. One v one kind of winger. Like he's a more of an outlet. So hundred percent. See, yeah. when late he scores a lot of times. Maybe late on in the game, you know, when the when the other team have a slightly higher line, you find pushing. Him, how many times do you find Shakar Zinchenko slip him? He, he, he makes that run side. Yeah, that Henri finish possible. Yeah. How yeah, many yeah. times? He has but a high IQ in terms but, of his movement. But when yeah. he's one on one. Like he's not a one-on-one kind he's, of he's yeah, unorthodox. We'll speak about honest. something like Doku in a bit. That's a one-on-one kind of winger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Martin then is not a one-on-one kind of winger. Yeah. But you know, you need to know where obviously what your players are good at. There's a few problems. Uh, one of them is Jesus is true in and out of the team. That's a big problem. Yeah, because obviously Eddie, yeah, he scored. He might score a hat trick last week, but different game. He's, he's one of them ones where it's like he's just he got isolated. He's one. Them, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's one of them ones where he fits different games. Um, and then another problem is like is. Last season, we're talking about Odegaard. We're talking about um, Xhaka was there last season. Thomas Partey. The whole midfield has, in its entirety, has changed. changed yeah, so last season it was Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka. Now it's Rice, Havertz, sometimes Vieira, or Odegaard. Obviously, Odegaard, Havertz, Rice. Complete different midfield. And yeah. and I'm all, I'm so happy that we signed Declan Rice. Yeah. He's Arsenal brilliant. FC oh. for me right now is William Saliba, Declan Rice. Yeah, he was that, brilliant. That should be the badge. Them two, <laughs> that should be the badge. Their face. But so what I'm saying was, football is an eleven side sport, and I think now the way football is going, people try to treat it as an individual sport a lot. Mm. Basketball, for example, yeah, it's five side, but basketball is more of an individualistic sport. Thanks, of course. Football is is a team sport in like mm. as it is. Remember, there's there's some superstars, like mega stars, like Cristiano Ronaldo, for example. Doesn't matter what team he's at. Doesn't Mbappe, matter how bad a team example, is. Yeah. Mbappe. Doesn't matter how bad a team is. Everything they're gonna win the game. But apart from that, everyone else is. They're team players, and systems are what help them. Even the best players like Kevin De Bruyne, mm-hmm. due to certain systems, what's gonna help them. Yeah. Yeah. So when people cook Odegaard and grill people like Odegaard, oh, he's not as good as last season. Are they not factor in the fact that? He was playing with Thomas Partey last season, yeah. who is completely different to a Rice or a Jorginho, yeah. who that relationship he had with Thomas Partey last season affected his game 
in the best possible way compared to what it is now. Thomas Partey, he's, he's finding him in different kind of positions because Tom Partey can break the lines of his passes. Thomas Partey was, so Odegaard can occupy a different positions to what he's doing now. Mm. So now it's like, yes, Odegaard's not having as good of a season so far right now. And then it's like, is it his fault? Or is it this new midfield Arteta's trying to, say, do you trying to build? Arteta so is, I, yeah. I agree there's a part where it's Arteta's fault because he has to get that balance right. That's what I'm saying. What, what, what is he trying to do? For me, I do yeah, think that a part of it does have to be on Odegaard as well. And in my opinion, I look at someone like a Bernardo Silva, yeah. who no matter what teammates are around him, whether it's a Rico Lewis, whether it's a John Stones playing behind him, I'm yeah, going to adapt and I'm going to mm. give you my 7 out of 10 mm. minimum. No, you're right. Yeah. And Someone I feel like, like yeah. with Odegaard this season, maybe you could say it's a, a bad run of formies on or whatever, but that kind of onus to take the game by the scruff of the neck, I feel like hasn't been there. Yeah. I was going to say on Arteta, right? I think Arteta has sacrificed uh, a bit of the create, like the bit of the brilliant free-flowing attack that they had last year in an attempt to be much stronger defensively. Because to be fair to Arsenal, this season people worked. say they look worse offensively. Yeah. Defensively, they're unbelievable. Solid. Bar the, the, the goal that they conceded against Newcastle, which again, dubious. They, they kept Newcastle up pretty much yeah. the whole game. But mm. is the 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 kind of the sign-off or the switch-off basically worth it if at the end of the day you're struggling to create chances the way you were last season? Well, you know the best possible, the best type of defense is always the attacking uh, attack. So it's like when, mm. you're in, when you're able to have that um, inverted fullback that was much more of a talking point early on in the season from Arsenal last year. Now it's gone to a thing where we don't really have that. And then because yeah. Havertz likes to just free roam more than sit in where Xhaka used to pick his moments. Like I said two weeks ago, it's the same thing I'm saying. Xhaka used to pick his moments when he wanted to go forward, going in overlaps, being dangerous in the area, running onto things in the area. You wouldn't normally get that from a DM. And that was Xhaka's best performance in his, in his last season. So... Having Kai Havertz there on the left-hand side, free roaming. You've got Declan Rice having to sit in there by himself. It is a different passage of plays, a whole different type of strategy of football, whole different passages of play. So it, it does affect Odegaard. But like Fred said, if you're a certain type of player and you're that special, you must be able to find ways to find a way of getting the stranglehold of a game and winning games yourself. I agree. I mean, in this specific game, Odegaard wasn't involved. Mm -hmm. So I don't think like, we're not going to yeah, speak yeah. about him yeah, too yeah. much. But in this game, I agree. I think we didn't have anything going forward. Mm. And I think that is a problem now, like Lias was just saying. I think defensively we're resolute. I think defensively we're solid. Yeah. Mm. And on top of that, one more reason I was going to say which, why we're not as good as we could have been is, unfortunately, Julian Timber went down first game of the season, which yeah. is a freak accident. It's gone off. Like, it, yeah, I he would have been massive. He was a brilliant signing. Yeah. It's a brilliant signing. Definitely. I think it would have been a huge difference to how, how good we are. Yeah. But that's another thing, even defensively. <laughs> So defensively, we're good. We're solid. Mm. But I think now just there's something there missing in going forward. January. And I think January is important. And I can't see for the life of, of me us not signing a, a number nine. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think we are. Mm. I think it's happening. But we also <laughs> need... You're a great... You're a big fan of him though, isn't it, Sachs? Ivan. You're a big fan of Tony. Yeah. yeah. I, I might have to mention him on the pod time ago. <laughs> time ago. Time ago. But... Um, uh, yeah, and the man laughed at me ages ago when they first got promoted to the Premier League. I was like, oh, Ivan Tony, unless the stars laughed at me. So go SDS. I think there's a player uh, though on the other team. But even anyone, go on. Yeah, I think there's a player on the other team that I want to give a, good, a big shout out to. One of your old guys, Livermento. Wow, Tino. I'm such a big yeah. fan a of this guy, man, honestly. Yeah, this is Cobham Co mm. has done it again, bro. Like, this guy physically really uh, important. Like, I think he's a great athlete. Defensively, like his fundamentals are clean. Mm -hmm. yeah. Technically, good solid, going forward and solid. stuff like that. Yeah. Like this is a guy. I think people forgot because of how long he was out uh, for Southampton with that injury. Mm. But his potential, man, I couldn't believe when Chelsea let him go for yeah, for yeah. 
for that cheap. Either way, it was cheap, and I think there was a buyback clause, and yeah, yeah. ended up going to Newcastle. But he's mm. class, man. Honestly, it's, it's because the injury as well. When you don't see someone for a while, and because he had such a small pool of games at Southampton as well, mm. I think mm. people kind of. But forgot. in those first two yeah. games, he was unbelievable Un- at Southampton. Unbelievable, yeah. and I think having that kind of. Trippier and Livermento it's just bro, mm. you're spoiled I'm a big and, and then I like, got like Burn and then Lewis Hall and Dan Burns out for months now and I've got yeah. Lewis Hall they're all right. and Livermento mm. can play left back and Livermento came yeah. on at half time at left back anyway yeah. so I it's going to be it's yeah. going to be good to see what it's going to be different now because Dan Burns out for months so yeah, yeah they're going to have to they're going to be playing I think they got such a good one in Livermento oh yeah I I wanted them at Arsenal even the boy Lascelles is stepping up yeah, <laughs> finally doing his job. Wait, he's three point eight million pound on FPL, man. I, I had him. He's hey, cheap, that's a man. Man. I had him nine points. Three point, no, it's three point nine. Sorry, I had him. It might points. be four million now. I had him nine <laughs> points. That's the, that's the only silver <laughs> I took from that game. It's a four point oh. That's the only thing <laughs> I took from that game. I got nine points from myself. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it aside. He was and on my bench. with Dan Burn at one point. Burning. <laughs> he was on my bench. Dan Burn. Yeah, no, no, no pun intended. He was on my bench, but he came in because Odegaard didn't play. But um, was what else was gonna say? Yeah, so I think. Obviously, a striker's key, but giving Newcastle their credit, they won the game. They were tough to they were tough to play against. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Gordon, what season he's having, by the Top way? Ag ten. He's been yeah. someone I, I say it time and time again. He's surprised me so much because I remember when they bought him for forty million. I was like, okay, Newcastle have Saudi money now. This is what you're spending your money Bro, on. I didn't get it. I could, I didn't get. I I said for the life of me, but I have to hold my hands up. Like mm. the la- and remember there was that period where like Howe was taking him off and he was like flipping out on the yeah, touchline. From Bro, this season he has really taken that responsibility on. Mm. He's Probably been their best player this Maturity. season. He's been really good. He's matured a little yeah. bit. I he's mu- he's more talented than I thought too. Yeah. Much more talented. Much more talented than I thought. That's what surprised me the most. Because even yeah. when he was playing at Everton, like week in, week out, I was mm. like, because I remember you guys were linked to him as well. Mm. Yeah. I was like, what is what can everybody see I that I can't? Because aside yeah. from being like a local boy, mm. I don't get even understand why he's starting. But this season. Hey, this why we, like this is why we sit on podcasts and they they get paid the big money. I mean I mean I was always there. Post please. AG ten is not my boy from the start. From the start. At Everton I was hyping him up. I mean it's his time. I'm here. I've been here for three, three years straight. I said so many things. A lot of them didn't age well. Yes. But the ones that do age well, yeah. I'm gonna make sure hey. you guys know. They're like Drake kids. <laughs> bro, I wanna make sure, bro. I wanna make sure you guys know. Some of them do age really well. Come on. I feel like it's more of his timing. He's very aware of when to yeah. when to when to go in on it, when to try and take the person on. Yeah. Like his dribbling, his timing of his dribbling is, is really good. That's you what know, it is. You know who's suffering because of that. Yo, Yo, boy, man, look, 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 now, though. Davies season, he might be injured right now. I ain't seen him in a minute, bro. Harvey Bonds, yeah, he got injured in the game when he sat him down in a nine with nil win, but he got injured. There half an you hour go, in. man. What can we do, mm. bro? Yeah. Let us get back yeah. into the rhythm, bro. I, I, I'm watching closely. <laughs> AG, I need that competition. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Our boss might as well just go right wing, man. Start every game. No, Newcastle need a right wing. They need the right winger. They got Almer on and Jacob. Hey, I was tweeting about it today. I, I miss wingers that can play on both sides, bro. bro. Barnes, hey, you might have to put in the hard yeah, hard yards at right wing. Always, I, I want to see, I, I want to see Harvey Barnes more. Almiron, yeah. I feel like he's he's mm. he's been very very purple, but like a, like Harvey Barnes, I've always been a fan of Harvey Barnes. But that's what I'm saying. He had his opportunity man. to play in that nine 0 win, mm. just unfortunately got injured. Thanks. What do you think this means for Arsenal now? Um, obviously, one loss, first loss of the season. No one's undefeated anymore. There's no chance of it. Yes, another season where Invincibles can't be replicated. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Only 11 games in and everyone's lost in the Premier League. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, what does this mean for Arsenal? Because people are starting to panic already. Should we panic? Mm. Arteta, the way he was reacting. 
Hey, we back him. Mm. You see that statement? Of course you have to we back, back him. him. We on. back him fully. I feel like you should only panic because the team that now is sitting at the top is Manchester City. City yeah. And yeah. you've left them go top. Within last season. But the thing you, is, is your fixture I like it. It's different now. I want to chase now. Yeah. I didn't like being chased. You're chasing no. a Jaguar, <laughs> no, bro. No. I was going to say, man. A cheater. I didn't like being chased. No, we saw what happened. I don't think you're going to like chasing either. You want to be the dog You, you want to be the dog that chased our player wanna, into the lake. I want to, yeah, exactly. Yes. I want to chase. I want to chase. So yeah. I don't think it's all too bad. Obviously, we're three points behind City, which isn't the end of the world. We've already beaten them. We're five, no? Three points behind City. Well, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, we're fourth, but I'm saying we're three mm. points behind City. Mm. I was it's looking close. at the goal difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, we're yeah. three we're three points behind City. That's not bad. It's um, so it's it's not all bad. Like I said, mm. we already beat them. Uh, at That's the a massive three points. Huge three points. So I think it's not all bad right now. And I'd rather. I mean, obviously, I'd rather be first. But mm. eleven games in, yeah. something different. No, it's Last true. year we were top of the league, comfortable, and we didn't win it. Mm. So you know, we got to change <laughs> up a little bit. We yeah. can't. We can't. Do the same thing over and over again and expect mm. different results. Oh, you lost in Newcastle. That's definition away of insanity. January might be a turning point, though. You have to. I feel like that's if you, what I'm if, saying. If, if we stay, stay tight, within three points, stay, yeah. three to five, four points, yeah, by January, finally, like finally I said, Arteta we're two signings away. <laughs> I know, but finally, it might. See what I said about this? <laughs> from a what? From a what? <laughs> you see what I said though? Hey, listen, you know who the two players are? Mbappe and Holland. Those are the two players. Hey, man. I didn't say. I didn't say what two players. Pele and Maradona. That's who they I didn't say what two players, but I said. Two players away from a treble, guys. But I feel like as if it will give him time to realize, yo, listen, this Havertz thing in midfield is dog shit. Yeah, it's the bit. I would, I would have started one. him up front that game. I, he's yeah. a he's a forward. He is, though. Yeah, I don't get why I he hasn't been used. Him up front that game. I but the problem it. is, but I get it. The reason is we don't have a better eight than him. You can't tell me Smith is a better eight than Havertz. You can't mm. tell me yeah, Vieira is the only one in Vieira. You can't tell me he's to start away at Newcastle. Vieira is too lightweight. You can't tell me we have another eight. Yeah, but. I know, that's the problem. We don't have an eight. So you're telling me that Fabio Vera is not a centre midfielder? That, no, that the only eight that we have, the only better, person we better. can play him that's at eight is Rice. But mm. they play Rice at eight, Jorginho at six. Mm. Odegaard's not available. So mm. regardless. Mm. But I would have started Havertz Why was he not front. available, by the way? I swear he scored midweek. He played, came on midweek. Yeah, it's, 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 it's doubtful, he's doubtful. It's that paddy, we lost 3-1. Not 75%. Don't roll your eyes. What was he, 75%? <laughs> captain, <laughs> captain, <laughs> captain, <laughs> please leave. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes. eyes. He's loving this shit. He just lost 4-1. I'm telling you, bro, he hates, he hates Arsenal more than he likes Spurs, bro. He's happy after this weekend, honestly. He's like, hey, I'll charge it. We will lose it. <laughs> Only one of the top five won yeah, this I know. weekend. Liverpool. Crazy. Jesus. Not even Liverpool. No, who was it? City. City. No, no, but I mean, yeah, not Liverpool. Liverpool. And I mean, look, let's get into the Liverpool game next. Um... Luton versus Liverpool at Kenilworth, Kenilworth Road. Mm. Luton almost pulled off my the boys. Miracle. My boys. Aye. You know, I had them staying up. Luton. That, I don't know why. You still believe it? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they're, not, they're, they're above relegation. Are you good, man? Oh, I don't know, man. It's all that matters. One win is all that matters. <laughs> yes. They're in 17th. They're almost. More than pulled, Burnley. <laughs> yeah, They almost pulled off the impossible. Tahith Chomp. <laughs> Manchester United boy. United, United. United, United. My United boy. Taith Chong. Yeah. Well, look, for 80 minutes before that goal even went in, bro, Luton mm. held, managed to hold, uh, hold Liverpool uh, to a 0-0. No, no, they didn't hold, manage to hold Liverpool. They managed to hold Darwin Nunes. <laughs> yeah. Darwin Nunes. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Tell me about Darwin Nunes. Darwin bro. Nunes might be the white version of Nicholas Jackson. I was just about to say, if you hate Jackson, you must yeah. despise He's up there, man, because Jesus, man. I think he's better than Nico Jackson. Nah, I like is. Nunez, but yeah. physically he just has more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the maddest, the maddest thing is, yeah, Fuizia has no idea. Oh yeah, 
Bro, he's gonna come out. You know, remember last year when Nico came in and he was talking about uh, fake oh, results. Yeah, yeah, fake results. He's he's gonna tell him that he's like, ah, that's a prank or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened to me when I was in locked in season one. I was locked in season one, and Arsenal had played Aston Villa at home. Mm. So my last game before I went in was one one against Man United at Old Trafford. Remember, Aubameyang scored yeah, a penalty, yeah, yeah. and after that game we went like that. You guys went like that. Mm. Um, was it one one? No, we beat you one nil. One nil. penalty. We beat you one nil. I was gassed. But I knew when I was going to be in the house, we got Villa at home. And by that, that point, that was the Villa that just survived relegations. They weren't that good. There was a challenge in the house. And the challenge was fake news or real news. All right. So what happens there is um, I'm sitting there. It's my turn. So to show you an article and you got to say if it's real or fake. And you obviously get it right. You get points. Mm. So I sat, I sat there. And it's, it's, it's all in the episode of Locked mm. In. Sat there and then the article comes up. Arsenal lose 3-0 at home to Aston oh Villa. Oh my God. Grealish <laughs> <laughs> dunked yeah. on him so hard. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> That's fake news. Give him my points. You're trying to tell the girls that, yo, man. Yeah, this, I was like, this, give him my points. Free new at home to Villa. Are you crazy? We just yeah. beat United at Old Trafford last mm. week. Lights go red. I was incorrect. I collapsed. Yo, yeah. I collapsed. Oh, you thought you were going to win the league at that stage of the game. I remember. Season, you're like, I yo. collapsed. I was Emery time. I collapsed. Mm. So, yeah, now. Oh, Emery, yeah, yeah. Fawizi, yeah, this time I got Fawizi has no clue. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, they, they obviously managed to get a point, but imagine they lost. 95th you know minute, Luis Diaz. Hey, shout out Diaz, by the way. Yeah, hey, man, you know what is Ilias still been playing living. through that. Yeah, 100. Um, Ilias, man, he lived off that STS edit what, for like maybe like what, two what, weeks. What is he saying? Hey, you, you know, when you know, one one of them go, goes, you know, you know that little finish that he's got it out to the net. Yeah. Like when the first pop. one goes in, that's when he starts. That's that's when he starts. And that one, that one went in. Yeah, man, that freaking finished two weeks after. Here's the thing, too. I like Darwin Nunez, man, but this is these are games where it's like really hard to defend him, bro. Because honestly, some of these and the thing is, right, like. A lot of the misses that he has, I always say, I give him credit because it's his own movement really creating them. Yeah. Like his movement yeah, yeah. Are, is, is sublime. Yeah. And some of the, the chances he missed, like people are being harsh. Like some of the misses yeah. like are, are long range curlers that he's getting. But then you see some of the misses, bro. The back post tap in, yeah. the one where he like basically runs the keeper and then hits the bar. He doesn't the one like in Europe easy opportunities. He has no bro. really like composure to him in front of goal. Like you yeah. see some strikers that the minute they're in front of goal, they're ice cold, man. Like you just know in their head, everything is just like, they, they almost like freeze the, freeze the game in their mm. own time. Yeah. Mm. With him, it, I almost feel like he has like fireworks going on his head <laughs> at all times. <laughs> yeah, he has, no, he has no calmness, bro. Because if he really had that in front of goal, you look at all the physical tools that he has, I think technically he's actually quite underrated too. You'd be talking about him as probably the best striker in the league, man. It, it's I, frustrating I, I said, watching him play. I said, yeah. when I saw Nico Jackson this season, I said, he's going to be a similar story like Darwin was last yeah. year where everyone's going to look at them and say, when they get it together, they're mm. going to be yeah. a problem. Yeah, the yeah. question is, is when is when? Yeah. Because I'm looking at Darwin and I never saw it last year. When Liverpool signed him, I said, for what you lot are just replacing in Firmino. No, it was Mane when he signed. They replaced him. Diaz signed No, Diaz played left and then Mane played up yeah, front. Man, oh, yeah, it was yeah, Mane. Yeah. I remember that yeah, season. Yeah. But <laughs> even so, <laughs> you had Mane and then you had Firmino. Yeah. They were two complete different types of mm. players to what Darwin Nunes was. And I felt like you were going to have to change the system a lot. You remember he tried moving Salah to, to play like basically oh. outside midfield. Yeah. And I've never felt like Darwin Nunes was worth it because I'm like, you're paying top dollar for a guy who's killed it for one season in the Portuguese league. Mm. It's essentially a huge gamble. And even and now, he's not starting every game. Huh? He comes in not. for the odd he's game. He's an yeah. impact guy. And I think he's played, I think he's, I th yeah, Darwin hasn't even really started. I think he may, might have started three games this season yeah. in the Premier League. And well, the thing is, he's coming he scores off the bench and then they give him the start the next yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like they've out. I feel like they've lost faith in the Cody Gakpo system and where they've been playing Cody. That's why they've 
look more towards Darwin Nunes now. Leah, what did I say when they signed Gakpo? Yeah. Mm. It's almost like I don't know why they signed him because they've got Jota, they've got Diaz yeah. out wide, they've got wingers who are actually better than him. Here's he's the thing, not right? a centre yeah. mid, which exactly. is what they've tried to shoot yeah, him into. He's not really a striker. Holland tried that at the World Cup, it stunk as well. Yeah. And yeah. up front, I don't feel like he's really that clinical. I've never that. really been sold His that. target I, yeah. and hold up play isn't that great. So I, I think he's like a really good player, but for me, option. yeah, he's not like the elite level. Like again, they were blessed with Mane, Firmino, and, and Salah. Yeah. You had three elite yeah. players. I think Gakpo is probably a tier below that. But the thing with those, those guys, right? The thing that's made Liverpool brilliant so often this season is the fact that okay, when one of them isn't firing, you have a guy like Luis Salah. Diaz to come. Like they have the craziest depth and attack in the league. When one guy isn't going, they have someone else. And they got unlucky against oh, not unlucky, but against Luton. No one was firing. Salah yeah. had, a, had a pretty the poor But the thing with, with Liverpool, I've been watching them all season and they've impressed me, right? I, I've mm. said for yeah, I've said for time, I think they're going to be really good, but there's one aspect for me that they're lacking. The issue I think with Liverpool, right? And I've started noticing it more and more every game. I think defensively, we're talking about Van Dijk, who's had a great season. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Konate, when he comes in, good. I don't think the individuals are the issue, but it seems like every game, I feel uncomfortable watching Liverpool defend. I feel like they allow a lot of teams to kind of like break down the wings or like break down the center way too easily. I don't think, again, it's the defender's issue, but I think it's the protection around them. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I look at, for example, this whole situation about a DM and McAllister, mm. I think has his qualities, but I still think what's going to be their undoing is the, the amount of, I wouldn't even call them chances, but the ease in which teams find in attacking them. Yeah. I don't really see with Arsenal and City, to be honest with you. I feel like Arsenal and City are much more in control defensively mm -hmm. than Liverpool are. And that's not yeah. like a diss at them or whatever, but I think that's going to be their undoing this well, season. Arsenal have a, yeah, no. well, Arsenal, sorry, Arsenal have Declan Rice, Man City have uh, Rodri sitting in there. Yeah. But like they said, even though Gravenberch has come in and gave them a different type of sense of balance in terms of going forward, yes, it has looked a bit better. But in terms of, like you said, if teams break on them in counter-attacking situations, mm. McAllister's not the most mobile in dealing with isolation and people running at him. Gravenberch is not a DM, so he's not going to be caught in, in them kind of areas, yeah. even getting back. Shabotzla is obviously the creative midfielder that's going forward. So in terms of transition plays, it's going to be very hard for I Liverpool. Think, I think on the ball, that's where they kind of dominate. Of and course. A lot yeah. of times they're dominating possession and they're on the front foot. So I think in that aspect, uh, it works. And mm. I think the, the good thing with those three is they've all been able to interchange. Almost mm. like, sometimes you see Soboslow doing the doggies. You see mm -hmm. Gravenberch doing the doggies and McAllister the yeah, other Yeah, way. three guys who are willing so, runners. Yeah, yeah, Curtis yeah. Jones as well too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's worked well, but I think what you said there, they needed that linchpin yeah, or Yeah, someone like Paina, for example, if you had him oh, just sitting in front of that yeah, back Yeah, you can have a jack of all trades, but you need a specialist in yeah, a specialist, yeah. And I think it can paper over cracks for a while, but in the long run, in the title race, I think it that could be the. I, I think that that will yeah. be again. Like some of them the don't even lead to chances. Been solid, though. definitely, I think, like, definitely. It will, unlock, it, will, it, will, it will unlock Trent even more now with the comfortability of certain of them players on the ball. But do you think though, at the same time, right? Because especially recently, even more and more, it started at the end of last season, but he's starting to play basically almost in midfield next to a guy like McAllister yeah. at times. But do you think it's almost like kind of killing? Not, not killing, but like limiting the creative side of his game in terms of like. He had that that cross on luck, for example. Like his yeah. creative numbers are. But he had that four. He, well, he whipped in that nice ball for Darwin Nunes in yeah. the first half. But obviously, it's more the volume, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, the volume. Uh, yeah, when yeah. he was playing last season or the seasons before, he's literally like everything goes through yeah, him. He still created the most chances in his game. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> I felt like he did. Like, that's what I'm saying. Six, I, I feel like he created midfield, the most yeah. chances six in this match. So. Yeah, yeah. His, his range of passing is so crazy. I think you can play. Yeah, it is. Of course. And it's Diaz being available. Diaz being available is massive for them. He is the deep like when I went to both Liverpool games when we played them in the cup. Yep. Diaz out wide. I'm, I'm like, fan, yo, man. this guy's I'm dangerous, bro. Mm. This guy's dangerous. Wait, wait. Is he your favourite player? He's one of them. 
Uh, he's been not well, 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 well. looking the ball. Yeah. <laughs> he has, he has like the Diaz is my in the world. Have I not said Diaz has been that's my flavor guy. of the week? That's the flavor of come tomorrow morning. Diaz every week. We need to have a week. We need to give you your own show on SDS. Hey, player of the week, bro. I'll give you a player of the week every single week. This week it's Kabore. I'm moving. Nah, I've been liking Diaz. You know me. I like I like wingers of X Factor. Wingers who can kind of change something outside of a system. And he's frustrating for a lot of Liverpool fans because okay, he. Gives you that, but he's not Hazard, for example. Like it's not going to be as consistent. But you need a player like that, in my opinion, because he might lose it ninety nine percent of the time. But that mm. one instance, he will create you something. And this yeah. is different, right? He scores like a header. But those kinds of players, you look at Jota, Sal- Salah, obviously Jota, Gakpo. I feel like they need the system a lot more than a Luis Diaz does, yeah. who can kind of unlock systems on his own. Bro, some of the goals he scored is literally freestyle. What was the one where he kind of flicked it up to himself and just hit I, I even look Bro. at the, the penalty he won against Everton. He was awful that game, but he's still somebody that like, Gakpo wouldn't have won that penalty in my mm-hmm. opinion because he's not mm-hmm. running at his fullback every single time he gets the chance like Luis Diaz. And his score's important goals. I've got yeah, a stat yeah. here. Eight of yeah. his 11 Premier League goals have either been an equalizer or a winner. Mm, I'm Crazy. a big fan, man, honestly. Crazy. You know, big like goals. Luis Diaz. Big goals, big goals. Assist-wise, he could step up a little bit in terms of assist. I I, I mean, I agree. I mean, he came on that game, obviously got the winner. What a a great header, by the way. But that moment... Went off his shoulder. Wait, what what was it? Was it a shoulder? It it came off his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a looping looping one with the cross. But that moment... That Luton had until Yves Chong scored. Yeah, it's mad. The limbs. I was convinced they were actually going to do it after that. Like, we've seen crazy. so many times a big team goes to newly promoted team. Like, that's their win of the season. Bro, hey, man. I thought that was the one. Yeah, I know. This team was a, a, a non-league team. It was, it was, I think it was the added on time that put them off. They were a oh, non-league man. team a decade ago. Yeah. And they were this close. Hey, they almost Less than a it, minute. Though. They almost overruled it because of the, the handball. Yes, yes, yes. That's a look over. That's a look over. Yeah, look over it, but I mean, do you still think they're staying up? Yeah, they're staying up, bro. Honestly. <sighs> oh, Burnley are staying. Bur- Burn- Here's Burnley the thing, right? Done. Here's the thing. Like, we're going to talk about Burnley in a bit. Burnley play better football than them. A lot of teams play better football than yeah. them. But Luton and A are, they have like this, this energy level, bro. Like they mm. go out to every single game like it's a war. And I just think like that stadium is going to get them points. Uh, like I, I said at the start of the season, the reason I think they're going to stay up is, bro, I just think that stadium is going to be so difficult for some teams to come through. Like they kind of, it's almost like a mini St. James's Park in my opinion. Like the atmosphere for me and how congested it is, it's going to cause teams problems this year, bro. I don't know, but I'm telling you, Sheffield will go down. Burnley will go down. The third one is up for up Luton. for grabs, and I think we'll I think Luton are gonna bro. stay up, bro. Them mm. and that little pet dog on the front row, they going back to the championship. <laughs> hey, you remember last year at Bournemouth, they, they stitched up everyone who said they were gonna get relegated at the end of the season. So what they ten years ago they were non-league. I hope Luton stitched me up as the only guy who believed Luton are staying up, bro. Shock! Ten years ago they were non-league. That's what I'm saying. This is why I'm on the hilltop bandwagon. I'm trying to get us promoted in ten years' time. Hilltop yep. beating Man City. Lord, we're playing Hilltop we're, we're, in two weeks' bro. time. In two weeks' time, we're playing Cray Athletic, the team that got the draw against Shelton. Oh, yeah, Cray! I know Cray Athletic. Yeah, Cray Valley, sorry. Cray Valley. Oh, yeah, Cray Valley. I need to go. What, what, I need to come. Cray Valley well, got a draw game. against Charlton. Cup game. We league. got them in the senior cup uh, in two weeks. Jeez. They might not be playing their Watford li- like little d- dodgy kind of guys that mm. were playing in the cup. <laughs> game, you know? yeah. We might play against half these <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you see that easy. But let's hear from. Liverpool fans. You got any Luton and analysts? I by don't. The way? That's why I said an in intro. Man. Luton, please. How? Let's be honest, bro. Luton ain't got no tacticals. Oh, man. Luton ain't got no tacticals. He was a general fan. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Just a normal Today, Tahith Chong made great inverted runs and did not have a. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about Kabore, how good he's been for you guys on loan from E. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Morris, all them guys. But we don't, unfortunately, Andros have... Andros Townsend. Uh, unfortunately, don't have any... Um, I can look on get some minutes, by Viva Ross. <laughs> can look on get some minutes, please? Mm. <laughs> These guys so complain about Arsenal. Hey, please rise out, Luton. He's what so is this? done, man. <laughs> He's so done. Um, it's marvellous in the camera and Ross Barkley. Yeah, double yeah. pivot, man. Mm. Um, but we've got Liverpool fans. Do you want to hear from Femi or Young Tech? Give me Young Tech. Hello, uh, Femi or Young, young Tech? Tech hype, bro. Young Give tech. me Femi. Young Tech. Young Tech said... Trent got cooked a couple of times by Og, uh, Ogbene for pace, but his passing and creativity was our biggest threat today. Mm. Uh, Elliot keeps looking good when coming on too. So many dangerous balls into the box and finally got the reward. These types of games have always been more of a test for us than going toe-to-toe with anyone else who want to bring us a game. Uh, boy on ourselves for being wasteful. Fair play to Lou and they were disciplined. The game plan worked, but it's more about us being poor in front of I goal. Agree. I yeah, agree. facts. Even though... They mentioned, obviously, he mentioned Harvey Elliott coming on, doing really well. He came on for Dominic Zavoslai, and this wasn't his best performance. No, not at all. He, came, he was the first one to get subbed off, and it wasn't mm. an injury. It wasn't anything like that. It was just purely yeah, tactics. It's, it's, it's the first game I can remember that he's been poor, to Bro, be honest. literally, yeah. people were trying to jump on and go, nah, of course oh, I'm like, I'm like I saw some guys say, one oh, he's had the same season as Havertz. I was like, relax. that is copious. I was having a debate man. with a lot of people in the group chat the other day, yeah, and they were like, um, we were having a debate about who was better, Harvey Elliott or um, Curtis Jones. They're different. I like Curtis Jones. I think Curtis Jones is underrated, but I think Harvey Elliott is this season showing levels, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. I think technically... I prefer Harvey Elliott. They're different, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Like, Harvey Elliott is just, for me, a more talented player. Yeah. But I don't know, Curtis Jones... Curtis Jones is a local lad, that's why. Good yeah, player. That, that don't mean no, shit to player. me. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liverpool. Good player. Lo- <laughs> local lad. It's, well, it's only him and Trent, bro. Did that have many? That was I guess you're right. No, years. hold on. I swear that Konza guy, or what's his name? Q. Kwanza. Oh, Kwanza. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the he doesn't back. play. Come on. Like, mm. Hey, that's like that. star, star boy right there, bro. <laughs> 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 hey, there's star. Wait, Ben Doak, he ain't from, he ain't, he ain't a local lad either. Mm. Any Irish? Hey, Mel, yeah, Melwood, get your get your academy up, bro. What is this? Look at the charity. Look at the acting. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, nasty, you <laughs> know. Academy graduates. That is nasty work from you. <laughs> Academy graduates. You guys That's oh, crazy. Man. You guys get up, I mean, bro. Yeah, I'd, probably, I'd, I'd probably take Elliot, though, for versatility. And as you said, I think raw talent. Just mm. a little bit more. Well, for Curtis sure. Whose side are you in for then? The group chat? I, I, I thought personally Curtis Jones gives a little bit more of a different dynamic still. I feel like he's a better link-up kind of player. But I like him more. Second half of last season, he was really good. Curtis Jones. In, yeah, yeah. But like the only good. person who said Harvey Elliott was the Liverpool fan. Everybody else in the group chat was saying Curtis Jones. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting still. All right, next we head over to uh, Manchester, to the Etihad, mm. where Man City hosted Bournemouth and beat them 6-1. The only team in the top five to get their win, so fair play. Well done, well done. But I know, I know we're going to clap. We call and it a the, massive we, yep, performance. We have to call it the Doku Show. Jeremy Doku. Yep, the Doku Show. That is the Doku game. It was the Doku game. Real wingers have returned. Finally. I love it. 
Pep will still find Pep will still find a way to ruin him though. That's what it is. Nah, I don't. I think he's. You don't think to take out his game. When Pep, the last time he had a winger like that was Sane, and he felt like hey, little temperamental. I don't like these man. Let me get my technicians, my guys who retain possession. Yeah. Then he signed Doku because he realized these technicians don't have that X factor. In crunch time, when you need him to break something out, they mm. don't have it. What he saw with Doku in his first game, I reckon, he said, you know what? You don't need to download my data. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 here there's the thing. He is downloading his data, but <laughs> he's still allowing him to be who he is, yes. but he's actually like, I always said about Doku, he's raw. Like he, he's like a diamond in the rough because that kind of explosiveness and that kind of trickery, you can't teach that, bro. You look at his brother. Facts. That's that's yeah. family genes yeah. right yeah. there, bro. Yeah. That's, that's, that's in the door. Oh. Hey, that uh. whole family, I'm sure the dad can hoof too, bro. But he's making, he's like perfecting him, bro. Because now those actions aren't resulting in basically a straight pass or like, I don't know, a cross that doesn't, He's every single action that he's getting. I think the stat is the actions are resulting in goal scoring opportunities. Yeah. Like whether it's a chance, whether it's a shot, it's resulting in big moments. And you're getting now the best dribbler in the league who's also efficient in front of goal. I think Pep is the best thing that could ever happen to Jeremy Doku. No, facts. I, I, I'm actually very impressed with even like his decision making and IQ. For me, I thought, okay, so many times we've seen these players with the raw pace of raw. Lennon, for example. Lennon, Lennon, I think. uh, Sterling, even for years, till Pep Adama is the perfect example. Adama, perfect example. But Sterling, even till Pep got a hold of him. But you almost feel like he's like a bit more polished than that even. And I'm Mm. like, bro, it's a freak of nature. And this is the type of game where I've said, I'm worrying for Jack Grealish now, like his his career, his Man City career, because this kid is going to hit a patch of form where it's almost like, can't unstoppable, unstoppable, untouchable. Yeah, yeah. And I know Pep loves to rotate his players in and out, but there's always three or four that he's like, you don't move. Sterling, I remember yeah, that year. It's fine. Uh, now I think Doku now could is, become now that. Now Diaz, Rodri and Haaland. Doku can become that though. But Doku, he showcased I, he showcased everything in that game to showcase all the types of attributes that a winger should possibly have in yeah. terms of attributes. It, it, his, the link-up play for his first goal where he's given the ball off, but even the, the way he's changed his direction of the run to get yeah. through both players to receive the ball the fir- and bang first time. So yeah. first time finishing, I awareness him, of visually where him. you are on the ball, the direction of where you run, the passing, the, the, the through ball at the end of the game for Bernardo Silva, showcasing that he's got a pass in him in long mm-hmm. range, whether it's long range, short game. He showcased everything to be honest. Can I make a point too, by the way, right? Like we're talking about, oh, I think people, maybe they haven't been watching for football for long enough, but they see Pep's recent wingers and like, oh, Doku is almost like a change. No, the, the change was him going to Mars and Grealish, right? Yes. Yeah. You look at Pep throughout his career has favored those dynamic wingers. You had Pedro, mm. uh, Messi. You yeah, look at, yeah. and Messi was a bit similar in my opinion, obviously light years ahead of in talent, but like he was kind of a guy that like 1v1, no one could get by him, but like he wasn't scoring that many goals yeah. uh, before Pep came. And Pep, Pep didn't take away that from that, but he's like, okay, let me just turn you into a complete freak. Mm. Look at Bayern. He's the one who brought in Douglas Costa and Kingsley Coleman, bro. Yeah. And then you had Ribéry and Robbie yeah. who had great seasons under him. It's only when he came to City after Sterling and Sané, which he elevated, that he kind of took a few years off. He's like, let me play Bernardo. Let me play Grealish. Mm. Let me play Mares, yeah. but this is a Pep winger, bro. This is going no, back I to agree. his roots, to be honest with you. I agree. And, and Bernardo Silva's going to thrive off of this. I mean, I talked about him last week, bro. This guy's timing, a genius, man. The timing of his, of his, of his, <laughs> he's just going to slow the game down for himself. Just let Do- let Doku get there. Let Doku beat his manager. Just slowly get into and the and, box. And, and, and that's the more even concerning bit. Like Doku, 
there's no way to stop him because even if you start doubling up and tripling up on yeah. him, look who you're leaving oh, behind yeah. on City. You're leaving KDB on that side. You're yeah. leaving Phil Bernardo, Phil Foden. Yeah. Be my guest. Go and double up on him. And to be honest, yeah. it's almost the opposite, right? Like when you have a guy like Erling Haaland, he's basically taking like two people's attentions at once. That's yeah. allowing Doku to go 1v1 against fullbacks. Yeah. What was it? Henri said 1v1, bro. You might as well go home. Yeah, it's cash money. It's choose your poison. It's like if you want to double up on Haaland, yeah. Doku's going to kill you. If you're going to double up on Doku, Haaland will Haaland's kill you. Open. If you want to try and double up on both of them, Roger, you can hit a ball from 45 yards and hit yeah, a top. You can't leave long. any of them it's open. Long. Bro. Every, every player long. you leave open is a world-class player. And it goes back to what I was saying last week about Bernardo, for example. I was saying, mm. I brought up you. I don't know if you saw the clip, but I was saying Fuad, for example, loves guys like Gallagher and says like you need a player like that in your club <laughs> to succeed. And to, to an extent, I agree. You need a, a kind of like... A guy who's willing to do the dirty work. Yeah. And then City's guy who happens to be like that is Bernardo Silva, Stream, yeah. who happens to be one of the best technicians as well yeah. in, in the world. He gives so, me messy vibes, yeah. Yeah, he said that. Did you say that? He does give me messy vibes. One of his OG quotes about three years ago. 100%. But like, that's the thing with City, right? There's no weakness in any player. Mateus Nunes comes, comes in, bro. Like, it's again, another top, yeah, top yeah, talent, right. bro. It's it, There's spoiled for Rick. Because someone tweeted minutes. it. Because obviously the finish. Because obviously the round in the player, the little yeah. dink over the top. <sighs> it's like both Yeah, Bernardo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Messi versus both Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ah, he's saying. brilliant. We, spent, we just spent a good amount of time talking about just Doku. But yeah, just bringing up Bernardo. He got two goals that game. One of them was a wonderfully <laughs> worked. Holding. Beautiful goal. He's like. unbelievable, man. Mm. <sighs> he's gone from and being an outlet as a right winger to now being able to just have the, just the, the, the freedom to be able to free roam in the areas where he thrives the best but they, but this is like a footballer if that yeah, makes yeah sense. crazy like, footballer there is no position he plays I yeah. can't tell you Bernardo's a 10 yeah. a winger a 8 he played, played, played 6 bro, he's yeah. playing left back last season let's not forget I've seen him play in a double pivot I've seen him play in a double pivot bro and bro, excel it's yeah. the guy cooks in every position and I remember a few years ago in his debut season Pep was saying this guy's one of the best players in the world and I remember thinking He's good. Uh, I know he was, he was cute at Monaco and mm. stuff, but let him settle in. He ain't even a first-team regular, mm. but you've just seen year after year after He's always there, huh? The importance he's, he's grown in constant. that Man City team. Yeah. Bro, mm. he's, he's immovable, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And, and and every year, there seems to be a rumour that he's leaving. and then He's not even happy no, there, no, bro. No, 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 no. He's, he's locked in. <laughs> I was I think, say, this this I is think, unhappy, bro. I think, I think, no, no, no. I think treble year, he locked in. He yeah. realised, going Barcelona, it's a sinking ship. Over yeah. here, we're just getting nah. better and better. And nah, I think, think Gundo's having a good time there. Gundo's happy. I don't know, Gundo. No, he, he didn't look lift, happy on the weekend. He, he lifted the treble. He bro, left the road there. Okay, he's, he's not having a good weekend. Then he yeah, goes yeah, home yeah. to his beautiful wife in sunny Barcelona. <laughs> Forget the football, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, you know what, baby? Yeah. And as a captain, he lifted the treble. He lifted that shit already, bro. <laughs> he's like, I don't mind going to Do Barca. You know Why not? One of the greatest clubs in his Gundo was going to Barca for like, you know, feet up. I can kick back. But he's bro, still doing that. Heavy lifting. I'm like, yo, he ain't cooling down. Gundo was like, I had Pedri and Gavi, bro. I thought I was just here to. Them men are cooling in the stands, bro. Yeah, bro. But to think. Bernardo was going for 50 million pounds is absolutely oh, yeah, yeah, It's unbelievable, man. And all of this, and Erling Haaland basically goes off at halftime, doesn't do anything in the first half. Yeah. That's how good of a team they that's are. Right. That's what I'm saying. The City of that team where there's always someone else we're hyping up. Right now it's Doku. It's Bernardo as well, as well, and the tail end of that. Just a, couple, just a month ago, we were saying, wow, Rodri is the best mm. midfielder in the world. But he still is. But by the way, this is all while, the, in my opinion, the best player in the league is out. <laughs> the Bruyne is out, by the way. <laughs> you wouldn't know it, right? The Bruyne is out, <laughs> by the way. They just happen to have the best player in, in the league, one of the best in the world, just chilling. The Bruyne is out, by the way. And just just, just a couple, just three weeks ago, Julian Alvarez. Wow. Yep. Flying yeah. in yeah. four. In, May, in, in April, May, like, John Stones. Yeah, I was going to say, John Stones. John Stones, Stones best well. in the world. Like, yep. I, the City are just that team where, it, like, everyone has their own time. And mm. everyone, you know, like Gondawan had that, you know, where he's carrying the team for a couple yeah. of months. Mm. That's just City for you. 
They're better than they were no, last we year, in my opinion. Week. I think they're they are a better team in my opinion. They started year. off better because last season they actually had a slower start. Yeah, and even though I mean they've already like, lost two games. Stylistically, season, I still think they're better. Stylistically, yeah, I, agree. I, agree. I might not I say agree. they're playing firing on all cylinders. I think that's City at the start of every season. City, it's you don't want them being top come January yeah. because once yeah, that is the the chokehold just they gets get better after two months. It's all right. KDB turns up. And then and then and then obviously it's like they got the perfect balance. Obviously, Foden came on. Nunes came on. Phillips got some minutes finally. Uh, I see. Then, he didn't look good. You know what I mean? Let's be real. And, 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 and then what oh, Pep does is like Rico Lewis was starting a lot of games, but now Rico Lewis is back to being, you know, you play up his age. Option. You know what I yeah. mean? Come back. He came on the bench. Yeah, and, you had Oscar and, Bob and Oscar Bob yeah, came on and, and, and well. got an assist as well. Oh, so it's just yeah, nah, man. There's not there's not really nothing to say about City. But I mean, we could talk about Harlan a little bit. Irola. Mm, Mm. They don't want to talk about your own. <laughs> they yeah. don't want to talk about your own. You got one win lossy. Basil's on here like, yeah, we back. Like, Who are you flexing at, dude? You're down a thousand points, bro. What the f*** is Basil flexing at you? And he ain't even got any muscles to flex as well. <laughs> Those flabby, uh, you're yeah. actually muscles. Built like a sack of potato, you man. <laughs> we talk about what Basil was eating in Spain. Oh, oh, my oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, boy, you could come see last week and get away with it. <laughs> Little pork chop. You. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I have cash money. How's food getting cooked in a Man City Bournemouth segment? It's mad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Here I will the hype, man. Yeah, oh, my man. days. They're Watch counting the. Them La Liga Donzi and guys. meanwhile, this guy is tweeting Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's so desperate to see Gary O'Neill fail. <laughs> <laughs> he's shameless, bro. He's so oh, shameless. Oh, he's special, man. He's special. He's shameless, man. Too many uncomfortable conversations, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> is he always having an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation? Why is everything uncomfortable? <laughs> That's what he was annoying me last week. I, there needs to be, someone needs to do a count on how many times he actually said it. <laughs> My God. Bro, someone said it perfectly too. Maybe it's just awkward. <laughs> With the amount of couple conversations oh, he's having, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, jeez, man. Oh, but man. Uh, we actually got correspondence from both City fan <laughs> and the Bournemouth fan, actually. So that's good. Uh, we'll hear from the City fan first. Um, Wahid, who obviously always gets involved, says it was the Doku show. Mm. The first and last twenty minutes, Bournemouth showed good organization, but a flurry of goals in the middle of the game sealed it. I hate how people on like Puad the Kadan lover, the Adan lover, <laughs> the Adan lover, Puad the Adan lover. I, is I hate. What's his name again? Is this Wahid? Mm, I, I hate how people like Puad the Adan lover. Mental. Adan means a white right? girl lover. It's forcing. <laughs> hey, we've seen the allegations. Hey, What's that magnet again? False accusations. <laughs> I love it. Is all time, bro. Yeah, that's the noise he made. To I need to get that removed from the internet. <laughs> hey, <laughs> your digital footprint is cooked, bro. Crazy. He says, "I hate how people like Pua that I don't love is forcing the Grealish hate. They're both playing well. Look at the derby and look at Bournemouth. Our wingers can destroy teams in different ways." Harlan twisting his ankle is very worrying with Chelsea and Liverpool next. Uh, clean sheets are very hard to come by for us this season. Uh, Kova in the advanced eight stinks. Yeah, I was going to say, he's the one guy, right? We talk about every 
Corver this season hasn't impressed me. Mm. I, I, I'm, I haven't. He hasn't had the pep stimulus, has he? Hey, I just think he's what he's. Is he thirty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, we he's know where yeah. he is at this point in his career. Like, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a final ball. He just really. turned twenty nine. Yeah. Respect him. Has no final ball in in, in creative. He's not a goal in, in threat like that. We know um, he's a great ball carrier. I used to yeah. go to so many games an hour before forty five minutes for the game, watch them warm up, and Lord have mercy, the shooting practice at Chelsea, Kovac, he can't shoot for love nor money. Crazy. You look at like technically he's he's excellent. And then the Sound, cup, yeah. when he did when he does score, they're weldies. Oh yeah, they're yeah. The one against Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Sorry, worldies. Don't make sense. He's he's not got that intricacy in the final third or, or the shooting really yeah uh, mm. we've got one small statement from Dan the Bowman fan he says despite being absolutely cooked by City and Doku specifically the worst part was Alex Scott getting injured again I never want to see Radu in goal again we called we recalled Travers for a reason no you're hey. all that analysis please coach mm. please coach <laughs> <laughs> hey you know who, who did beat City though Gary O'Neill Please, coach. Uncomfortable conversations. It's uncomfortable conversations. Now it's uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, big, big win for Man City. Yeah. 6 1, you know, showing why they are the best team in the league. In the world. Um, in the world as well. Mm. After Arsenal. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> next game, we come all the way back down to London and obviously West London yeah. and Man City's neighbours, Man United. Mm. Played against Fulham away from home. <sighs> what an awful game! I'm so, I was so upset when Bruno scored. I, I was like, "Yes, oh, another game without a win." Ninety-first minute, Bruno Fernandes. Honestly, one of the worst games I've watched. Just in general, forget about United. In general, it was an awful game because Fulham are not good, bro. I've been saying about Fulham like last year, Mitrovic covered up a lot of cracks in that team with his goals. This year, they mm. have practically you know? no goal threat in. Last year as well, they 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 were almost like uh, I was like the rejects that banded together yeah, yeah, from yeah. Willian, um, Willian, Leno, Willian did well this game. like so many of their teams were rejected. Uh, AP, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they Pereira, came together, yeah, yeah. and it was almost like Mark Silver had been like, "Let's get together." I, and I prove hear them it, bro. Wrong. But the XG, mm. if you believe in all that stuff, they were ma- it was Mitrovic was massively yeah. overperforming yeah, 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 for them, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought this season, especially replacing him with Jimenez, was a big L in my opinion. Yeah. But to be fair, they peppered us, bro. I, to be fair. United should have gone up, right? I think that's another incident. There was VAR. a big incident uh, right early on in the game when Scott McTominay scored. Um, obviously, Garnacho's assist, but it was Harry Maguire who they deemed to be like obviously interfering. Inter- play. Which I generally I thought was unfair. I tweeted. I, so I tweeted as a football's finish. Like yeah, it's game's gone. Bro. Uh, I think that's it's getting ridiculous now. Come on, like, how, like I don't think it was even. I don't think it was interfering like that. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like offside ruling offside should be like okay, they have an unfair advantage. What advantage is Harry Maguire giving to the play in in, in the position he was yeah. in? There's no advantage he's given. I don't yeah. get it. It's the letter of the law, hey. isn't it? For, but it wasn't. It's not the letter of the law because it went down to interpretation of the offside. Yeah. Right? What, what, was the, what was the la- subjective? subjective, subjective yeah. uh, bro, so I started seeing that lately. Yeah. As That's well. the language they use. Subjective. So it's, yeah. so it's not. Le- it's not letter yeah. of the law. It's down to the referee's opinion. It's an mm. opinion-based thing. I found that absolutely ridiculous. But the game in general, right? United is, is concerning. It's like pinball, to be honest with you. And they're oh. they're going to get away with a win, like they did against Forest, like they did against Copenhagen, and like Wolves pe- first Yeah. Game. And and look, when Bruno scores, I'm excited. I'm happy okay wow what what an end to the game but like 30 seconds after the elation kind of wears off and you're like bro we we know we can't keep playing like this because when we actually play against serious teams we get popped off the pitch so united man I, we're gonna go through these uh patches in the season where we're gonna get scrappy wins against the small teams to be honest you look at the table i think they're, they're very close to how many points they had last season and on the outside it's this nice image united okay we've had a rough start maybe 10 i can but i look at this team bro 
I have no hope, honestly, that this team suddenly just like flicks a switch like last season, unless Rashford just goes on a crazy run of form. Yeah, I was gonna the say. team's not good enough, bro. Honestly, I, I think what was does Anthony it. have on Ten Hag? He again, you go from Doku, right, <laughs> who's this question. unbelievable winger, to this guy who I've been saying it, bro, since the beginning of last season. People were telling me you gotta give him time. He's not good enough, bro. Mm. Honestly, he's one of the worst players I've ever seen play for United. Some guy tweeted, "Who's better between him and Overton?" I posted the compilation of Overton. I remember how shit Overton was. Mm. Genuinely, Anthony can't do half the shit he was doing, bro. Taking on your fullback mm. and skinning nah, him. He can't do it, bro. What? He can't yeah. do it. Hey, nah, what killed me? You know? yeah, yeah, Overton was, was decent. What killed me this weekend was uh, <laughs> Leah's tweeted, I'm done with this guy. And then some people quote to you saying, he could be talking about five different bro, players. Ten different people, bro. <laughs> but nah, if you know me, you know it's one guy, yeah. bro. I've been done with this guy for the longest time. He's so yeah. awful, bro. bro and, and it's like you said, it's not even like he's just awful and okay, we bench him or whatever. He's basically guaranteed to start every game and play minutes mm. because of the manager. Because basically, you live and die by your signings, and that's his biggest signing ever. Mm. It's it's crazy to me, man. And it's another game without a goal for Hoyland, which I kind of feel bad for because I feel he's isolated. I don't think he's getting many chances First, of the ball. He's out of prime when he got subbed off as well. I, but I think it's more frustration. He's double that's eight it's, now. It's another yeah, bro. <laughs> in I, the it, Premier League. For me, honestly, it could go to double, uh, twelve. It can go to thirteen, fourteen. It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't really blame it so much on him because we know what kind of player he was. Like he's someone that if you give him chances, we saw in the Champions League. He can score you goals. Yeah. But United is like barren when it comes to creating chances. But you have a creative machine in Bruno Fernandes. One of the best this, creative players in the Premier League. No? Bruno, I think they, they were saying the XG that he's created for Hoyland is like less than one, bro. Like, Do you not think that's part of it, though, where you're saying that flick of the switch here is Bruno and Rashford, let's be honest, them two coming back to life. Last season pretty much carried you. Oh, 100%. And that is something where you could say it's almost like a flick of the switch if those two were to get back to form or get back to the levels. Then you're looking at the January window and thinking if we can maybe just keep close to kind of the top four race, can Ten Hag Let, still let me turn tell you around? why I don't think it's going to be the case this season. I think last year, Ten Hag, and I gave him massive credit for this last year, mm-hmm. found a way of like gathering the troops and the, the morale around the team for most of the season was very high. Like yeah. they seemed unified for the first time in ages. You had guys with high character like Lissandro and Casemiro on the team. The spirits at United were high last year, even though the football was pretty shit. This year, bro, everyone's heads are down. The shoulders are dropped. Rashford is a massive confidence player, bro. Like, you'll get his numbers, but they'll come in patches because it depends on how he's feeling. He's a very moody player. Right now, the mood at United is rotten. And the issue is, on the touchline, that's when you need your manager to be able to be able to to bring, like, the heads up. I look at Oli, for example. I was never a fan of Oli, but there were so many times at United where we looked like we were down and out, bro. And somehow he manages to go on a run of 10 games winning and like all of a sudden the season starts again. Yeah. And I have to give him credit. I think it's his man management skills. Ten Hag, I, I'm questioning now, does he have the, the personality to, to gather these guys and mm. say, yo, heads up. We need big performances. We need characters to step up. I'm starting to question if he does. Yeah. So what about the man behind you? Nice. 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 Uh, look, that, that's another one, right? As a mm. manager, I always believe you're judged on two things. Mm. Results and your signings. And the signings for Ten Hag, in general, in my opinion, have been hit or miss. But Mount is a big one because this was his guy in infield. A lot of people question how many of these signings are Ten Hag's. I believe Mount was his guy. Yeah. And I think he had a, a plan in his head where it would be Bruno, uh, Mount, and then one of Amrabat or Casemiro, or maybe both of them. And clearly, he scrapped that idea quickly because it's not working. But Mount now is basically the fall guy. He hasn't played, he hasn't started like the last three or four games, in my opinion. When he's coming on, it almost seems like he's lost in terms of instructions. He's being played on the right, he's being played in midfield. And I, I feel like for any player, it's impossible to really gain <laughs> rhythm when you're not playing consistent minutes. So when you spend 60 million on a guy and by November, basically, he's not in your plans anymore. That, I just, that's a big I, question mark. I like how you said that you don't understand, even know how Anthony's even playing games. It's the fact that most of the most of Mount's season, most of Mount's career at Chelsea was being played on the right hand side. Thanks. So, 
people, I've, I've always have been having debates with my Man United friends and I'm like, well, do you put Bruno out on the right-hand side because Bruno's crossing abilities is up there and he's going to give you the work rate out wide anyway. Maybe you put Mount in the 10. And then it's the same vice versa argument. Well, we could put Bruno out there. Mount's been used to playing out on the right wing. He's not the mass. He's not a massive take on kind of demon, but at mm. the same time, he gives a, ma- a mad tenacity. Yeah. He's determined. He puts in the shift. Carry the ball too, he which United lacks in midfield. It's got to be better than Anthony, surely. Definitely. So I just don't understand why they. Pelestri's been... better than Anthony. Pelestri. Yeah, Pelestri came, came on, on and, and offered really more than Anthony. But Mount, I think will give you so, but Mount will give you something out on the right hand side, and at least then you can actually address your centre midfield and say, Do you know what? Now I can play Sofian Amrabat back there. Now I can play Casemiro beside him. Now I can play Bruno Fernandes in or whoever you want to play in there. Kobe Mayno coming back or whatever. You can put Kobe mm. in there. It's just, I, I feel like you need to bring Mount into this side because you, you don't spend 60 million pounds on someone like him and don't play him. 100%. And then so you're playing him centre mid. When you think Chelsea have sold 155 million. Oh, yeah. They, Kovacic, they, yeah. Mount and Havertz and how they're all performing. And yeah, every right. single one was brought up today in the games and the negative way. And, and the thing with Mount too, right? Like, if, again, yeah. I actually like Mount. I think there's a player there and I, I saw the vision, especially as an eight. I think he can be molded into a good eight. Yeah. But regardless... You took a big gamble on him because you look at the midfielders that were kind of available this summer. You had Dominic Sobotsla. You had, for example, Alexis McAllister. Like, yeah, Graven Birch. There's, there's a few mm. others. Uh, Mateus Nunez, for example. Mm-hmm. So your guy was Mount. You put your reputation on the line for Mount. And by November, you're already basically using him as a bit part player. That's yeah. a concern back for me, bro. That's a, that's a concern for me, bro. Yeah. No, I hear it. So United, okay, we got the win. But I'll be real. I think most United fans would have to agree. Okay, for how long? We play Copenhagen in midweek now. That's another must win. We're at a tough, point, in, tough, tough we're at a point in, in November where every single it's game is must, must win, win for United, man. Could you get eliminated midweek? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe not mathematically, but basically, bro, if we lose if we lose to Copenhagen away, we then play Bayern at home and Galatasaray away. Long. So we have to win this game. We bro. have to win. We're three points behind you lot. I feel like we're better than United. I'd rather be Chelsea than United. I always yeah. said that. That's why. That's how, how mad and scary it is. We're three points behind. To be fair, we're four points behind Arsenal. We're only seven points behind Arsenal. I'll tell you that right now. I'm living in dreamland. Who would you rather be if you Chelsea. as a neutral? You'd rather be Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. I think Chelsea, just because I look at the players at their disposal, they're better yeah. players than United, in my yeah. opinion. I feel like we'll just play better. I think collectively as a unit, we're, we're, we're like I said, like if we're in defensive abilities and we're, we're playing against bigger sides, we know how to work well collectively. But in terms of Man United, like just it's just the balance, bro. bro. The balance, the quality of the players, the, the star players. Just in general, United can't defend. We've seen that. Yeah. They can't control games in midfield. And now they can't score goals. Mm. What are they good at, bro? Mm. Seriously, what are they Brandon. good at? It's not even like the, it's, it's not even like the man, the money invested into them are young players. The money that you've spent over the god knows how many years Prime and to what you have now. Oh, it's Johnny so, Evans it's at awful. 30 blood. Awful, Come on, man. It's yeah. crazy. <sighs> Anything else you want to say about I have man? nothing to say. That's it, bro. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask Liban. Ask Liban. Liban will probably Lee tell Lee you. Liban will be venting hey, for about forty-five no, minutes. Liban will probably tell you. Yeah, I, I liked what I saw, man. I need, bring some more of the injuries back. Mm. Ted cooking. Yeah, I, I, li- I like where we're going. Mm. Go talk to Liban, man. Do you know one thing though? Uh, of all the injuries, yeah, I haven't heard much noise made about how big of a miss Lisandro is. I think the reason for that is because even at the start of the season, Lissandro was a little shaky. Lissandro didn't look as good. And I think maybe it's to do with the injury that he probably was rushed back from. Yeah. But I think also this goes back to Ten Hag's plan and how it's been executed. Ten Hag wanted to come into this season playing a higher line of a ball-playing goalkeeper and play more progressively. We saw that. Yeah. The issue is a lot of the signings that he had made, some of them were for short-term, like Casemiro, for example, yeah. couldn't cope in this new system. Lissandro now pushing the line a little further he doesn't really have the, the the leg power to be able to cover that kind of mm-hmm. ground. 
So I think that's really where like the whole plan that he had for this season kind of burst into flames after he, two, three games. He explained why he's been dropping Varane as well. Is that still fitness? That's another one, right? <laughs> Maguire was out the door. If West Ham <laughs> could agree to deal with him, he was out the door. Yeah. Why now all of a sudden is Varane the, the, the culprit and the fall guy for Maguire to come back in the team and be followers? Which he has been very good since he came back. But that wasn't your plan at the beginning of the season. Same like Again, Scott. I feel like he's just kind of like trying to piece it together and like salvage what is left of the season. But this was not part of the plan, bro. Mm. What we're seeing right now, this was not part of the process. And that's what fans are telling us to trust. McGuire had a pretty good game. I mean, he, he had, had a concussion the, the whole games. game, though. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Like, right at the start of the game, a concussion. Like, the first 30 seconds. Mm. And then it's like 60 minutes in, they came back. It was weird. I'll give him credit. He's been, he's been quite good. Yeah, since he did been well. Back. But listen, yeah. obviously, you guys are 6-0 down at home in your last two games. You hear that? No. Six nil down their last yeah. two games at home. <laughs> at home, the you last season I we had like the bet we lost the first game of the season at home and we basically went undefeated the rest of the season at home. Yeah, six nil in two games. Yep, you lost your last four out of six home games. And you're minus four on goal difference, isn't it? Yeah, you lost your four out of your last six home <laughs> games. Your next, home, your, your next home game is Luton. Luton, Jesus! If they come. If Luton, here's the thing, right? I I'm think Tom, all the prop you've been giving Luton. Luton high, bro. Luton high. I'm putting this on the table right now. I'm putting this on the table because I've said on the record, right? United, in my opinion, could have lost every single game this season. Yes. Genuinely, their performance have been that yeah. bad. Yeah. This weekend, not beating Luton is not acceptable. I need a performance and against Luton. Well, yeah. I need a three-nil, four-nil performance against Luton. No ifs, buts, or maybes Bro, whatsoever. Rise. Like, well, Rise. You need what we did to Sheffield United at home. Facts. That's yeah. what you, you want to talk about kickstarting the season Five, making me believe? Yeah. Show me performances, bro, because I'm just like you. Results are Facts. come and go, man. I, we could win three games in a row, one nil, it's scrappy. Happen, I'm yeah. not convinced. And we could go basically win one and lose two. But if I see the performances there, long term, I believe a lot more in that. Mm. Show me a performance, please, against yeah. Luton at home. That should be cash money for the big teams. Arsenal <laughs> no, played facts. them five nil. City five nil. Chelsea, I, I would even say them. They beat them what three nil. Mm. You must destroy we beat them. Them with ten mm. men. There you go. Yeah, please. At their ground, at their gaff as well. I'm saying mm. this is our old rise. Yeah. This is our old traffic. This is where Hoyland get on the score sheet. Rashford get on the score sheet. This mm. is where you can kickstart your season, bro. There we nice. go. There we go. But if not, if Copen not boy. listen. All I'm saying is Copenhagen midweek. You could effectively. Go basically your 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 European Champions League hopes are done, and then you got Luton at home. Can those two games seal the deal for for Ten Hag if they both go bad? Yeah, that he's got to be gone after that. If we lose to Luton in Copenhagen, it's got to be gone. I don't think we will. I think I think I actually think this Champions League. I think there's another twist in it. I actually think I hope progress. Listen, I need you guys to stay in the Champions League. I need you guys to qualify. The more teams that are represented from the podcast. In the knockout stages, yeah, yeah. the better the content. Content will be. creator over here. <laughs> the better the, no, the, I, better I, the content. Will call be. me so optimist. Call me an optimist, which doesn't happen often. I feel like there's a, a, a there's still like a, a turn in the Champions League campaign. Yeah, Europa, mate. But if we <laughs> lose to Copenhagen, that's the that's the turn, mate. Mate. <laughs> oh, I'm not Europa League. No. <laughs> me and Fu. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Stan, bro, you sang that song, bro. You said it. Kazakhstan, Armenia, Belarus. That is you. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. You sealed your face. I'm not going to be there. See, I caught it on Fuzzy Cup. Did, oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, man. Look, uh, no, but if we lose to Copenhagen Luton, bro, that's. that's How do you defend that? How can you possibly defend that? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, you got the win for now. You got the three points. Congratulations. Mm. You're now eighth place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on next, we've got a. 
fireworks of a game. Yeah, Brentford really versus West Ham. What a game that was. Brentford ended up winning the game 3-2 with Nathan Collins winner. But there were some good goals in that game. Good, you know, back and forth. Kudus is on class, fire now. Class. That goal. On fire Good now. Player. Yeah, he started now. But yeah, 3-2 to Brentford. Obviously, Brentford have been, you know, up and down the season. Four wins, four draws, three losses. Uh, this is obviously a big game. Mopai opened the scoring. His first goal, I think that was in, I think it was, what, eight, 11 months, whatever it was, something yeah, like that. It was a long time. I remember hearing the commentators say it's been a long time. And then obviously, could have scored that beautiful goal straight after. My Rapinos Arsenal, ex-Arsenal player, gets um, the awful, own goal. Awful obviously, Bowen made it 2-1. My Rapinos own goal made it 2-2. And then um, Collins, 3-2. The big turning point of that game, though, yes. I don't know if you guys watched it, was basically the ball across the box, basically open goal, and Antonio and Benarama completely got in each other's way. And mm-hmm. I was talking to Cam, like, who do you think was at fault, really? Because Antonio should have buried it, but then at the same time, Ben Rama got in his way, but at the same time, if Antonio had left it to Ben Rama, it's an open goal. Like okay. that goal for me would have would have sealed it. West Ham win, and that's all, that's football, bro. It's the shout, <laughs> though, isn't it? You, well, that that chance definitely because what my friend was burning. He had he had, he had an acker on. Mm. West Ham killed him. He said that would have been my green. That's tick. it, bro. That would have been me three thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> just just score that chance. Hey, putting but, three thousand yeah. on Antonio though, I can't lie. No, but like, like it's was, just yeah. but that's what it is. You need that kind of like. I bet you if that was the other way around, Antonio gives the shout to Ben Rama. Ben Rama gives you that kind of presence where he's probably not demanding Antonio to leave mm. that for him. Thanks. So, yeah, if they took that chance, it would have been a different game. Thanks. I mean, listen, you know, Brentford are now uh, unbeaten in the last 14 That's London derbies. Wow. It's mental still. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah, it's 14. Mad. I think the last yeah. one that beat them was Kings of London. 14. Yeah. <laughs> That's mad. what I'm saying, bro. I swear you were the last team to beat them. It's not even yeah, like that. We, we have to play them, two a season. Really They're really playing like six yeah, games a season. Bro, that's what I'm saying. They drew at the Emirates. They've they beaten us three times. You're their bitch boys, bro. Yeah. Right. They run West London. We beat the. They're on London, period. When Nwanieri came on. That game, 4 0, Vieira scored. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. All, I think that's the last time they lost. In, uh, Has that been 14 since yeah. then? Yeah. What, so there's a lot of London they teams. They played Fulham yeah. twice, they play uh, Palace West Ham, twice, yeah, yeah. West Ham twice, so Chelsea, times, Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, 14 undefeated in 14 fair, London derbies. Mm. Not easy as well. Insane. Mm. Um, and they keep their 100% record against West Ham Premier League. They beat them five out of five times. Wow. Mm. Brentford are a weird team. At the start of the season, yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, you know, um, as convincing as you've, you've been. They the played you first game season, right? Yeah. Yeah. You drew 2 2. Yeah, we drew 2 2. That game, they actually looked decent. But after that, I just felt yeah, like. Yeah. They've been shaky. They, 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 they haven't shaky looked season. the same. And, yeah, yeah. oh, are you going to be that team that just hovers above the drop zone this year? But mm. I'm surprised by that. All without their best player, too. Your boy, isn't it? Thomas Frank. What can I say, man? When is he. Ugh, let me not. You're going to say, when does he make the next step up, right? Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I can't see it. You do, you do a solid job like that where I feel like you take a club from the championship who was always kind of competing in the playoff spots. You take them to the promised yeah. land. You then keep them there successfully. You break the second year. Who you almost spell, got them whatever. to Europe last year, if you Bro, remember. that's yeah. what I'm saying. And then now third year as well, he seems to be doing all Yeah, I think well you keep well them up again. Without your star player. So mm-hmm. I'm like... Bro, you've shown it with very small yeah, amount. Yeah, but I think that's, I'm not yeah. saying... So that's, and, and, and this isn't me saying go United, six in the Premier right, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, this but is but me saying, hey, hey Napoli. West, West I see them hiring oh. Rudy Garcia and I was going to yeah, say West Ham, yeah, yeah, for right, example, right. if Moyes is to ever leave, maybe that's the next step up. Or you go to a bigger club, <laughs> yeah. more finances, yeah. bigger stadium, bigger fan base. I don't think it's fair. You're doing big. I don't necessarily think it's fair because obviously Thomas Frank's getting a lot of credit because he's he is doing a star player, of course, and he's doing a good job, but... 
I'm running this podcast without star player, and I think I'm doing a good. <laughs> so I, th- I, yeah. think I, think, I think I should get some credit. And you're doing it with Mbwemo in now. He's doing it with Mbwemo and Wissa too. Yeah. And I think that's so tall as spring. And why is he getting the credit? I put Mbwemo and Wissa. I should be interviewing him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, so, so. But it's not fair. Yeah. Where's my credit? Wow. Right. Flirting versus you know? harassment. <laughs> um, but yeah, now, huge win for them. West Ham's another one of them shaky teams. West Ham, actually. Boy, oh boy! Last in all comps, in all comps, mm. they they smoked us midweek. That's the only saving grace. Mm. But in the last five games, all comps, six games in all comps, one mm. win, four losses, one draw. Didn't they lose to Everton? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, I was gonna say dreadful. Who the four losses to uh, Villa. They got pumped four one. Remember? Olympiacos. Olympiacos in Europa League. Everton at home, yeah. and then now Brentford. That was the yeah, four that, losses. Those ain't good losses. Yeah. They beat us say, in the cup. Like, you know, kind yeah. of tough fixtures. You're nah, going bro. away. That's what I'm saying. Because if you look at Brentford, they've only lost three games. Mm. But I think the thing is, they yeah, came within like all. They, they came yeah, within like the five games. I think too. Mm. Like they went through an, uh, a winless run. Yeah, they won the bad run as well. I remember yeah, yeah. they won like a weird. three wins in a row, right? Crazy one. Yeah, not on Not on the three wins. Yeah, the three game. Obviously, they beat guys at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, Burnley them. And then obviously Burnley and now West Ham, but on a three game win streak, they're turning around. Yeah, but with West Ham, and that's without Ivan Tony, isn't it? It's not looking good. Well, they, they've uh, they've lost Ivan Tony. Declan Rice has been lost from West Ham squad, isn't it? Jared Bowen, how long can Jared Bowen keep keep keep? Yeah, he's keep on scored again. He's scored again. Salah the season though, they like they weren't really missing Rice. They were saying, "Yo, yeah. Alvarez, Ward, Suchet, Ward Prowse, Prowse signing, signing of the season." season. Mm. That talk has stopped, and it's like. Mm, What's he's already Alvarez he's already went. No, I, I like I all like of them. I look at Moyes to be honest with you, bro. I said at the start of the season, okay, yeah. they proved me wrong at the first few games. Yeah. But I just think his time has come at West Ham to be thing honest. Is with with you, West Ham, what are the expectations? True, that's what, that's I, always I, the thing. I, right? I'm looking at them this season, and I don't think top seven was even a target because you've got the original top six, if you like, Newcastle. Mm. Um, I, I feel like Brighton. You've got Brentford. There's so many teams there. Wait, Villa even this year, who have supposedly mm. had the best mm. summer. So. I mean, West Ham, what is it? Top half this season? I guess, but then but then when you look at the players mm. that they're signing, I don't know. I just look at that team. Like what Villa is doing, I don't know why West Ham can't aspire. But here's the thing. Villa would love to switch everything they're doing for a European trophy. I get that. Yeah. But if you take, and I'm not saying take that to the side, but like, again, last year they were shit until that, that, that trophy. Yeah. Let's not lie. West Ham would look at Villa and say, we'd love to also be a team as like winning the games we do, but also playing a good style of play. Why is it impossible to expect both of them? Mm. Like Villa, Villa's in the conference league as well this year, right? Yeah. So they could match their achievements. Are they not in Europa League? What, uh, uh, conference. No, right in yeah. our uh, conference. Europa League. Yeah, 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 they're in a conference. So they could match literally West Ham's achievement. 100%. And, and, and saying, they're d- yeah, yeah they, they have flair players. They use them well. well. You know what the big difference is? What's that? The gaps. The, the coach, 100%. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Moyes, he bought himself some time with that with that, that trophy. Should have walked away. That yeah. was your moment. I completely Sign agree, bro. Yeah. I said the same thing. It's only down from here, bro. West Ham peaked. Yeah, unless you bring them to the Champions League, there's nothing more you can do for this team, bro. bro. Mm. I said the same thing. Live long enough to be a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Bruce Wayne. Should have done Of course he's Bane. Of course, of course he wanted to be Of course, this guy ain't no hero. Now he's not a villain either. He's an anti-hero. He's the Joker, Yeah, he's the anti-hero. That's different. You're not a villain. He's an anti-hero. He was the guy from the boys. Um... Crazy ass guy, man, the blonde guy. Oh, 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 what's his um Homelander? Homelander, right. <laughs> Homelander bro. Homelander. Yeah. I like Homelander. I like Homelander. Psycho, bro. Homelander. <laughs> uh, let's hear from Fifty Five Hems, the West Ham fan. I'm still lost, so I'd love to hear what he's got to say. Uh, Fifty Five Hems is obviously one of our regular correspondents. Um, 
Let me start off by saying that Kudus's goal was world class and he has to start every game from now on. Mm-hmm. He's too good to be on the bench. Him and Bone were really good this match. Antonio, for me, cannot start anymore. His hold-up play is amazing, but other than that, he's not offering much. He may have got the assist for Kudus's goal, but he stopped Ben Rama from scoring the tap-in. So you think it's okay? Yep. It's My front three will be Ben Rama on the left, Bowen up top, and Kudus on the right, with Paqueta and Jay, James Ward-Prowse feeding him them balls and we're cooking. They miss Paqueta as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have won, uh, won this game after half-time, and I feel if Ben Rama scored that tap-in, we would have got something out of that game. Uh, we need to get back on good form as three straight losses in the Prem is not good at all. Also, hold that L whatever Arsenal fans are on the table. <laughs> I just took what I said last week though, right? About Antonio. You can talk, hey. They need to end enjoy the Enjoy your Cup. You're going our next game anyways. What? Mm. They need to, oh, this guy. Are you beefing with us? <laughs> he said to me, enjoy that. I said, hold that L. He's some, I'm not going to call him. He's a stranger on the internet. Bro. Yeah, he cussed me out. He said, hold that L. He said to anyone on the table. Yeah, directly uh, no, to whatever Arsenal, Arsenal fans are on the table. table. He knows oh, it's me. Mm. Anyway, I, I think they needed a striker. I think they did. Like, okay, Kudus was a nice buy, no doubt about it. But was they was he like the number one priority for them? I looked at end the series, bro. If you were gonna play Moy's ball, pumping balls into the box, and the air in the series, that that would have been it, bro. Bowen up front, though. I like that man. Trial that. See see how it goes. Yeah. I think he's he, he did that he's times a, last year. Yeah. He's a shooter, man. Mm. I like him. He's man. gonna run channels as well. Yeah, he's a busy body. So I think it could with that front line he's missed, that's fluid behind him. So it works. It's fluid well. under a good coach, but under Moyes, let's see. Mm. Oh, I, okay. He's, it's fluid under a creative coach. Let me not say a good coach. Yeah. Moyes is a good coach, but mm. yeah. Moise. Moise. Got the job on a technicality. <laughs> um all right. Next game. Oh, you sent me another correspondent. Or oh, came in late. My bad. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. We got a Brentford fan correspondent. Okay, so got here because they won. They won. We got here. What we're going to say It's Keenan Lowe. It's another um, regular. It's not a regular. It's not regular. So we got to give him some love. Um, damn, he sent us a book. Definitely a rollercoaster of a match and another three points for the Bees. They showed a lot of flight, uh, fight to come back in the match, even though they lost their lead to begin with. But West Ham missed some really clear-cut chances and scored a known goal, so we really rode our luck at times. Brentford have lost uh, or drawn seven, several matches this season that they probably should have drawn or won, so it was nice to be on the other side of that. Nine points in three matches really makes sure that um, relegation talks sound very silly, but the Bees needed those points. Uh, their form leading up to this run of games was very unlucky slash poor. AFCON still threatens to take a lot of our attacking power in January, so it's promising. So it's promising to see goals come from elsewhere. There are also rumors that Brentford. There are also rumors that Brentford don't plan on selling Tony this this season. Slash value him around 100 million, which makes sense given where our goals are currently coming from and the addition he would bring. That money would eventually be very nice uh, to reinvest into the side, and many other teams might think we are valuing him too highly. But given how important he is to our team slash attack, I think it's fair that Brentford want to be overpaid for him. All of this being said, my outlook on the season is much more positive than it was a month ago. Side note, what a goal from Kudos. West Ham got themselves a player. Yeah. I feel like as Ooh. if that's the reason why they've priced out everybody for Ivan Tony in the January transfer window because like they, like you said, the African Cup of Nations, that's detrimental losses. It's true. If they're saying negotiating, they're saying one, we, want, we, we want more. We're adding value to him. Why? Because what are they going to be able to replace Because we need him even more now because... Mm. Or losing two players, so I if you want to take him from us, <laughs> look at that's look the extra look at, situation. Yeah, but look at right situation. Uh, it's the gem of your team. You yeah, can yeah, price look, it look in the Premier that. League, the the quality of player that's going for hundred million or whatever, he's guaranteed fifteen plus goals in the league. Mm. 
in today's market, bro, you're paying you're paying a ransom for yeah. that. You're paying a lot of money for yeah. that. It's insane. But despite losing three two to Brentford, West Ham has won the games we're covering for the Opta uh, predictions. They're playing Nottingham Forest next week. Who do we think could be a Forest player because they just won? Obviously, West Ham money to bounce back. Who do we think is going to be the highest rate player in that game? I think you got to look at two people, and I think it's going to be a West Ham win back at home. Kudus and Bowen have been impressive the last few weeks. I'm going to go, just based on how I think like they're going to score these readings, I think Bowen has been the man in front of goal. I'm going to go with him. Just copy my picks, I've got Bowen it? as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm copying the pick you haven't said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I've got Bowen as well. I'm guessing you've gone Bowen. Yeah, Bowen. Do you have a full I, house? I went for Anthony Langer. I think Forrest might be able to nick a result at West Ham. Fair oh. enough. That would be bad news for mm. I've been happy. I was happy with Langer's performance on the weekend, so mm. I'm going to go with him. Mm. Back-to-back Come losses you're predicting then, maybe, mm. for West Ham? Yep. Interesting. We'll be finding out who's getting these right next mm-hmm. week. At the moment, if we win, we're all sharing the money, bro. Yeah. What are we doing with the money? <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, I had a Rodri, so we can't, nah, we can't both serious. win. But, like I was saying, next game, we've got Sheffield United versus Wolves. Shit <laughs> guy finally scored. <laughs> Sheffield United versus Wolves. Hey, listen, Gary, no. Look, man, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Game is the game. It happens. But crazy goal from Connor Archer. You see that? Cameron Archer. Cameron Archer. Cameron Archer. Cameron, yeah, baller, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Baller. Started him in my FPL this weekend. I have him on the end I, of my bench. I brought him in FPL <laughs> against Everton. He got me good yeah. points. That I day. wanted to start Bulldog as well, but I couldn't drop Colville. Mm. But look at that, bro. Dramatic, dramatic finish, though, that game. Yeah. Norwood. Dramatic. Norwood. I got 100th minute. Yeah. Uh, did you see the penalty, by the way? The uh, quality of the penalty. In, oh, the in the 100th minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> smashed. That's one of the best penalties I've ever seen. Uh, Insane. And he's one of the OGs that was there the yeah. last time they were in the Premier League. So, still flying the flag. Man. Another Carrington boy. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sir Alex, <laughs> I, if, yeah, Sir Alex told him, you're never going to be a United player, but you will be a, a Premier League player. Yo, it's so crazy the amount of... Uh, Mid-table teams you like have provided players for, bro. It's a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> babes. That's crazy. That's, that's, that, that's you know, you know that killing the guy yeah, going like kill him while he's down, man. Yeah, yeah Alonso <laughs> morning, yeah, Alonso morning, yeah. No, no, you're right, you're right. Like that's that's true. United have you provided a lot, but bro. they're all like mid-table players. Bill yeah, Bardsley, yeah, we know with that. Danny Drinkwater, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Soccer, I swear, is uh, Chelsea have had top players. Chelsea spread their seeds over the Premier League. Oh, that's, whoa, 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 whoa. That's mad. Nah, but they're not, they're not, they're not a Coburn boys. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about Coburn boys. Oh, Tarek Lamptey. He's gonna yeah, there's loads. Liverman, 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 You know who's the new ones? Mm. Man City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man City are everywhere now. Even Poro. Yeah, he's from yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, mm. We'll talk about Kabore at They have the most random collection as well. Yeah. Random. Man City are becoming that team, yeah. We've got them in drawing. We don't have much. Halen Hype. Who do you guys got? Oh, yeah, we have Joe Willock. <laughs> Who the hell do you Alex, guys got? Joe Willock, Alex Iwobi. <laughs> yeah, Harry Kane, 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 the best of them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, yeah? It's not about how many gems you produce, but the quality of oh, your one gems. Every fifth, one every 50 yeah. years. We've got Champions League when we've got Serge Gnabry. Who? Serge Gnabry. What? That little, what? that little mustache. <laughs> what do you want? Please, what? Please, what? He's not on the road. That little porn of touch bread. That guy's such a hater. That's a hater, bro. You're not gonna give them. You're not gonna give them that. You can't even get in the start lineup these days. He did his thing, bro. Yeah, he did his thing. He's washed up. Why? Cause Kane is there now. Real. I hate this guy. (laughs) Thank you, bro. He he hates Arsenal more than he likes Spurs. He's the worst, man. He is the worst. That badge doesn't represent Spurs for him. It represents anti-Arsenal. That's what it is. That's disgusting. To think I wore that badge for two years is bad. (laughs) Cock on the ball, man.
Crazy. Uh, yo, big up Sheffield, When you look at the concept yeah, of it, it's, it's crazy like, still. It's better than having a devil, I'll be honest. I can't lie, the worst logo in the league. Hands down. No, that one, no, that one's fine. That one's fine. I'm glad it's facing the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look at me. But let's let's not take away too much shine from obviously what Sheffield did against Wolves. Wolves almost thought they clinched it at the end. With 89th minute equalizer from Belegarde. But to be honest, Sheffield could have honestly gotten a... Let me say Sheffield United. I think they get offended when you refer to them by the first one. Yeah, but I think um, they they could have actually gotten a penalty a few minutes earlier and at a time. Like yeah. There was a handball. It was, it was a bit shaky, but they deserved it, to be honest with you, man. Like, I haven't been impressed with them whatsoever. I was even saying they, they're giving me Derby vibes, to be honest with you. But yeah. they were unified at the start of the game. They were aggressive. And they're in survival mode. And that's a huge result for them. That penalty is crazy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Fabio Silva, by the way, is the biggest dud in the league. He's I, such a dud. No, you know what he is? Weak. He's weak. Mentally, yeah, yeah. yeah he, Mentally, he's a dud, bro. Physically, bro, that brother is not built for the Premier League. He was alright in the uh, division last season. Yeah, well, maybe that's your level, bro. I can't. Of course, yeah. Go back there, bruv, man. Them yeah. little soft dudes, they play over there, bruv. <laughs> Crying after giving away a penalty. Please, man. Find your balls. I, honestly... <laughs> the thing, too, is like the penalty that he concedes is like a typical striker's challenge, man. It's so like... He's in front of the tackle. ball, man. Like, there's no way tackle. you can ever win the ball in that situation. Yeah. And in that moment of a game, it's ridiculous, yeah. bro. Like, th- there's he probably wonders why don't I get minutes? Why don't I get chances? That's why you're not reliable. It's crazy as well because uh, I think Wolves lined up with all of their attackers in that game: Kaladzic, yep. Kunya, mm. and Wang. Really go to plan. First game about Neto too. Poor that's, that's going to be a big blow. That's, that's a, a big massive miss. though, man. Sheffield United. I was just looking at their squad and looking at the missing players. They got like eight people missing from the squad. Yeah, those obviously. And yeah, I know Ahmed Dozovic, great defender. Like Twenty-eight yeah. players. Great defender. He's 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 obviously missing a, a lot Anal. of players. That's Egan. Who? Not man like Anal. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anal, I'll make it. It's A-N-E-L. It's A-N-E-L. 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 Where is he from? Bosnia or something? Yeah, he's from Bosnia. Bosnia, yeah. yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing here? They only made two changes, to be fair. But um, But Ryan Brewster and and thing up front is just Cam. Cam's a good player. Ryan Brewster came off at halftime. Yeah, they brought on James McAtee. He's one of them. That's another one, Man City boy. What's yeah. happened to Ryan Brewster? He's one of the worst. He's, he's, a record he, he's one of the worst record yeah. signings. Oh, he, he was Cameron Archer before Cameron Archer. He was Facts. better than Cameron England Cameron under seventeen. Top goal scorer at the World Bro. Cup. Wow. I'll never forget the the what a player on a barber chair. The Champions League, Champions League medal on. <laughs> Grew up in Streatham. <laughs> Teachers are giving that. Did test he play a second in that Champions League? <laughs> Didn't play a single wow. second. And I thought, yo, you know what though? You look like you got the cojones yeah, to, to get to enough. the top. Moves to Sheffield, and I thought when they went down to the Championship, I thought that was going to be like the yeah, kickstart, yeah. like Jack Grealish and all that. But then he played against Sean in the um, Suntan Cup. Talk, talk. Tell him what happened. Tell him. Who won Player of the Tournament? Not Rio Brewster. Not Rio Brewster. The guy is on the table. Guys on the table. Cock, cock, That's a crazy flex. He brought pot. He brought Ponzo, Rian Brewster. They had their own little youngster team. Yeah. Get, got knocked out of the group stage. Yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Send them packing, man. God damn it. Hey, talk your shit. All right, that's hard. Send them packing, man. Um, but yeah, listen, they got something for half time. I missed that story, man. The Santa Cup. <laughs> I missed it, man. Do you remember we used to sit Sean there? Sean is it? well and truly back. He's, he wasn't fully back until he mentioned the Santan Cup. He's well and truly back. The only other thing he needs to mention is the Ramadan Cup as well. That's, those are the two, his two best tournaments. Jesus, tournament. man. Another player His two best uh, uh, performances. But yeah, Fuck big up Sheffield tonight for the yeah. win. The Wolves, obviously, uh, didn't get to win this game. Gary and Neil. That's the W for Faisal. Every time Gary Nord loses, apparently, he's got his agendas. <laughs> uh, but I want to hear from a Wolves fan and see what they got to think. Mm. Probably like Hassan says, we seem to lose a lot of attacking threat and it seems that the loss of Pedro Neto has had a very bad effect on the attack, despite the fact Gary O'Neill claimed he had a way around it. I guess only time will tell how much we really miss him. Honestly, I don't know how many times I've mentioned VAR and referee decisions not going our way, but it's starting to become infuriating how often these referee mistakes are happening and this early in the season are costing us a lot uh, in terms of our position in the league. This penalty should never have been given, let alone the fact that the game extended, extended beyond the allocated period and it's cost us dearly giving Sheffield United their first points of or first three points of the season. I've heard that a few times from Wolves fans saying like, yo, they don't think the penalty should have been given and I'm thinking... You don't mm. not see the same thing that we saw. It's mm. nonsense, bro. I'm thinking they got lucky they didn't consider penalty before, to be oh, honest with you. It is funny, but yeah. Mm. Obviously, I, we know that's what happens that when obviously when a decision goes against your team, you're always going to be upset when it goes yeah. for your team. Hey, listen, that's football. It's like mm. that clip that was going on about Teta after the Liverpool game saying, yeah, they make mistakes. Referees make mistakes. Mm. And now it's obviously the case. I mean, but I'm saying it happens. It happens, isn't it? Like, yeah, uncomfortable conversation. I'm bringing it up a couple times. I, you just gave him a bazooka right there. Bro. <laughs> I'm fair. I'm I'll fair, bookmark bro. that straight away. <laughs> I said, yeah. I'm fair. We support the rest. Yeah, cool. <laughs> no, All right. Brighton, um, their next game is against Sheffield United, and that is another one of our five Opta games. Brighton versus Sheffield, who do you think is going to be standout player that game? Who are we predicting? Bit of an odd one. Yeah. I always know he starts the year pretty well. I'm kind of banking on him. Pascal Gross, I've gone for. <laughs> You've got something with that guy, isn't it? <laughs> or he's a, he's a weird player. He's I a can't lie. I hear it normally, but Pascal Gross' season has finished. That ends in is November. It, it, November. October November. is his season. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, now, nah, <laughs> it goes back to Pascal. I, I'm trying to see if this is the last game. <laughs> yeah, catch nah, in. nah. It's over. Oh, <laughs> I went Matoma. Same. Mm. Has to be. Yeah. He's a danger man for Brighton, in my opinion. Mm. Even at the weekend, the own goal comes from his his trickery on the left. Mm. Yeah. Top player. I've gone Evan Ferguson. He started this week, got subbed off. But another one, I could just see it coming. He's overdue, hasn't scored in a few games. This is the one where maybe gets a few goals. Mm. Sheffield United, obviously a bit so. leaky, a bit leaky. So you never know. Eddie K got a hat-trick. <laughs> Evan Ferguson, why not? Again, up towards the last few games of the weekend, we've got Forrest versus Villa. Mm. Now... Damien Martinez came back and go. I saw your tweet. I saw your that was tweet. Damien, was man. He was, he was truly in Damien mode. I keep saying it, bro. No one knows Martinez more than I do. I was watching him in 2011 with 50 fans in the crowd uh, 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 flipping in Barnet Stadium and then Underhill, it was called, mm-hmm. and then uh, Borenwood Stadium, Meadow Park, it was called. I was following Arsenal's youth teams around and I was yeah. seeing him playing for us. That's when he was, he was called Damien Martinez. He was called Emmy Martinez. He was called Damien. His, his, his name is Damien Emiliano Martinez. Bro, That's his I, full name. I fought this because when he was at Arsenal, I was like, 
don't remember no Emmy Martinez or Emiliano. As soon as man started making a couple saves, he said, yo, let me rebrand this real quick. Facts. And now I'm a little cold. And now he's got, he was the best keeper at the Battle Lord ceremony. But it was Damien Martinez and Damien Martinez wasn't amazing. Damien Martinez, Conceded four was four no down against Reading until we came back in one seven five and one of those goals he conceded was exactly the same goal he conceded mm. here and Damien Martinez was being sent out alone all the time, but then he became but then he became then he became Emmy Martinez and Emmy Martinez was a stud, Emmy Martinez was a big yeah, a real man, real man, look at me, and that was mental, that one looks crazy. I'm gonna send that one to my girl. <laughs> I don't know if you want to send it to anyone. That one was crazy. And I'm a fan of Demi Martinez, to be honest. Yeah, Damien like, Martinez, you're not a fan. I'm a fan. I mean, Damien, yeah. I was still a fan of, but it wasn't that good. Emmy Martinez, I'm a big fan of. Mm. But this game, Damien came back. Bro, that error was. I was. I'm telling you, I watched the highlights because it was what the yeah, six so many year games, anniversary. Yeah. Or, no, but it was like an anniversary. Like they showed it again, the famous comeback. But that error that he I made, actually watched that game actually live. Mm. That, that error that he made was basically the same error that he made like 10 years ago or whatever. Like mm. re- weak wrist. And I don't know, man. Maybe he, he figured like he won the award. Best goalkeeper at the at the recent Ballon d'Or. He completed mm. the game, bro. Won the World Cup. Like Levy turning in his grave right mm. now. <laughs> you know about Levy? I, I was about to say, what do you know about Levy Ashton? But with I you, was there, B. Probably a lot. You probably <laughs> shown us that. That was the biggest mistake you ever made, bro. You're no longer the oldest I member. I catch that one by myself. Yeah. My brother. I realized last second, wait. I'm not the only one anymore. The age tilt, man. Leviashin, man. What was he like? What's that? What was Leviashin like? Hey, no With the cap on. You no tell gloves. me, man. Real men. I swear he had gloves. Got, got gardening gloves. Mm. Well, I'm, telling, I'm actually talking to an expert. Yeah, you see? Gardening gloves. Yeah, he, he slightly even passed him a little bit. For real? I am. Um, Oh man, damn! <laughs> Are you getting up there? Just, just, just turn, man. <laughs> Inshallah, I'll make it there, bro. Stop, <laughs> bro. No, but listen, uh, you know what it is with Emmy? He overdoes things. Like he's just over exuberant. He, he's like a, a foreign version of Pickford. The saves he makes, but like in terms of like just the over exuberance of a goalkeeper, he's he he does that. He overdoes mm. things. He really wants to. You could see by from what he's tried to do, he's tried to just he's tried. He, he felt like he feels like the ball is traveling much faster, much harder. So he feels like as if it's just more of a guiding thing. The ball slowed down. Have you made that mistake to, before? Yeah, it's happened sometimes because when mm. when the shot comes in at you, you feel like the the pace of the ball is going to be able, like it's going to travel. So you're using just a flick motion rather than actually mm. pushing and scooping rather than what he's done. So he's just obviously trying so to- This is a touch. real goalkeeping expert, by the way. This is never this, even thought of that. This isn't Faisal's, this is in Faisal's Fugazi goalkeeping <laughs> analysis he gave us that you one know, time. You have to run back and, yeah, and not fall over. <laughs> and then, yale yale do. Yale yale do. Yale yale do. <laughs> yeah, and then and then no rally put in a little uh, la pioche, la pioche. is my lover. Shut up, man. Oh man. Shut up, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But yeah, I mean, like, you see how it yeah. happened, right? You can see yeah, how it yeah. happened. Uh, but the first got Ola Aina, good finish, but it was, seemed like so open. And so, I'm so a fan of Ola Aina, by the way. Yeah, and Chelsea, another Chelsea boy? Yep. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's the cutbacks for Villa. I, I don't feel like they're defensively as sound as that, what they've been 
recently, uh, like before, but um, it's Douglas Louise. Normally, you'd, you'd have that assurance from the cutbacks, but every single time Nottingham Forest were getting in, it was just the cutbacks, cutbacks, cutbacks. Elanga 1v1 out wide was just killing people. Tearing Matty Cash apart. Tearing yeah, yeah, Matty yeah. Cash apart. Mm. So, yeah, like oh, maybe that's yeah. a jink in their armor of what, what Villa aren't, aren't really great at defending with. 100%. Looking at Forest, to be honest with you, there was a lot of talk about them last season. They brought in so many big names and they, like, they barely survived. Yeah. Mm. But I actually think their work this season is kind of going under the radar. Like, mm. they're kind of a team that, in my opinion, no one is really talking about. I think they're going to be pretty comfortably safe, in my opinion, this yeah. year. Mm. And I think they've actually now built a pretty decent core of players that you know are consistently going to be there, unlike last season. And I think like, I always talk about like the athletic side of the game because I think in 2023, it's super important. Yeah. Mm. They are physical, bro. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. they are tough to play against. When you yeah. look at like that spine with Mangala, you look at Adeyemi, you look at um, Alanga, Gibbs Morgan Gibbs-White. Like, yeah. That's a tough team to play against. Mm. Like The opening quarters of that game against Villa, bro, they ran them off the pitch. Mm. Physically, they're a problem. I- I'm impressed with Forrest this year, man. Honestly, I went, I went, yeah. to, I went to the Chelsea uh, Forest game at home and just it's you just lost, the shape. The one you lost. Yeah. It's just the shape. <laughs> I've been to it. Remember, it used to be a thing. If yeah, I go to games, cast, we lose. It's cast. Yeah, it's cast. But... Um, Nah, it's just the shape, the general shape that they, they hold and the way that they collectively defend. They're sound. They're, they're actually quite sound defensively, Forrest. Yeah, I, I predicted them to finish like 11th, 12th this season. Mm. I'm not expecting them to be... I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're 13th right now, so... Yeah. Mm. That's good. That's like a mid, just just off mid table yeah. finish. I like yeah, this yeah. guy too. He brought up to, to, what's his name? Tofolo. Tofolo, yeah. yeah. It was man yeah, the yeah, match. Two, two assists, yeah. It was man the match, yeah, two yeah. assists, uh, left back. But yeah, like, I mean, obviously said he liked Ola Aina. Mm. Good player, Chelsea. You know, Chelsea. I warn you, by the way, I said Adeyemi. I warn you. I said Adeyemi. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I warn you. I warn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I warn you. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Mm. But yeah, listen, man. I mean, Forrest uh, got the win. Villa, who were looking so good this season. Mm. That's the Premier Villa, League for Villa you. That's but, 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 I know you don't like Villa. Mm. This guy is so desperate to see Villa fall up this year. Yeah, oh, you are. Because wow. you were, start of the season, you were saying, I don't believe in Villa. I don't believe in Villa. Nah, when just, they destroyed Newcastle the other day, I was with him. He's like, I need Newcastle to get back in this game. Don't try and hide it now, bro. This is what you do, no yeah. camera to the other end. You have to, bro. Do you know what AJ is? All summer long, people were going on like Villa were the the winners of the summer. Similar like what they did with us last year, if yeah. you remember, like Spurs are the biggest win. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And people were like, yeah, they're, they're going to be close to Champions League. I'm like, uh, uh, Yuri Tielemans and Pau Torres don't bring you close Diaby, to Champions come League. on, that was a big Diaby's signing. nice, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the only one that was like, it's a needle mover. All the yeah, other yeah. ones are like, Players Villa could attract like mm. so for me it was like yeah they're probably gonna finish seventh eighth but so yeah. I didn't get this Champions League push narrative so no, I'm like I, so it was, I, I, it was I, a I, nice yeah. window it was a cute I think window they can, but be, the, they can be the best yeah. of the rest and then of it was like yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that Pau Torres was being rated as like this oh he's gonna yeah. come yeah. in yeah. and solidify yeah. the good though yeah, he's been alright but them cutbacks you're talking about who's getting targeted who is getting targeted Pau are you sure about that that slug I, issue. I think, I think you found your in and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know how this guy works, bro. It's not panic stations yet. It's the nah, first league loss. Nah, nah, nah. It's the first league loss since 3rd of September against yeah. Liverpool. These like, losses nah. are why they aren't going mm. to make top four, for example. But yeah. to be fair, Villa, like, what are their aspirations again? Oh, like, we talk about that. They can be the best of the rest in the league. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a, a, a top manager. They still yeah. have really good players. But mm. that, this is where it's going to hurt them. This is why they're not going to make fourth, for example. They've got good depth as well. Mm. Yeah. Like, Underlyingly good depth. I think they should really make a run for the Conference League, in my opinion, Thanks. and then just try and. Emery at the helm it. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, that's mm. a European specialist. Before Forest, not thirteenth place in the league. I think I think they're going to be comfortable this year. But again, that's the team for me that no one is really discussing. 
Mm. And they've played some big teams this year. They played yeah. United. They played Arsenal. Oh, that's true. Uh, they've been decent. They, they beat they you guys at the bridge. Yeah, yeah, I've been impressed with them. Mm. What have you made of Elanga? Already? Yeah, Elanga's been wicked, man. Yeah, Elanga, Transformation, because I know yeah. when he was at United, bro, some of the stuff I'm seeing him do, I couldn't even project that he had feet like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew he was pacey, yeah. and I knew he was strong, but... He looks, confidence is a major thing yep. in football. And you're seeing what Absolutely. this guy looks like. He's the man of the Nottingham Forest team. Absolutely. And he's been given that kind of license. But as a United fan looking at you, are you thinking, hold on, I ain't never seen you act like this I before. ain't <laughs> never, ever seen, you getting bucket bucket. Yeah. yeah, no, look, Elanga has always been an ex- excellent athlete. Like even yeah. at United, they were saying like he's a freak athlete. But it was always his decision-making A, and like technically was he at the level for United? That was always the doubt. And I think most people always expected him to move on. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, this season at, at Forest, like I think confidence, again, I completely agree with you. Sometimes a new environment for a player like that can unlock a new side to his game. And again, I go back to United's wingers. Right now, he looks better than all of them, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. You talk about, I'm, I'm missing a winger that can take on his fullback and stuff like that. It's not just Matty Cash that he's given hell to this season, bro. There's been fullbacks that Elanga has given problems to. Yeah. So, yeah, looking back on it, hindsight is twenty twenty. but it, selling him at the moment looks it like... It made sense. It made sense, but right now, we, prob- we could probably use him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably use yeah. him. Nah, but I don't think the, the pressure of Man United... Yeah, and, who's to say he would and, be doing and this And the toxicity yeah, there and everything, I don't think he would be doing well. I think yeah. a team like Nottingham Forest is, is definitely a, a big yeah. reason why he's doing so well. 100%. Some players, that's just how it is, isn't I'm it? happy for him, too. This is what United does, right? Like... Less so these days, but I remember late 2010s, early 2000s, the Premier League, every single team has a United uh, Academy graduate. Darren Gibson. Yeah, Gibson. Yeah, yeah Shawcross. I'm telling you, yeah. Bardsley. We had so many of them, yeah. bro. That guy, Welbs. Yeah, Welbeck is another one. We had one in every yeah. single team, bro. And now these days, <laughs> less so the Do we better. have one now? Nah. Wait, well, from one of us? Nah, I don't think we nah, do. You, I don't think you do. Honestly, Good. United's Academy graduates have, have fell off a bit in terms right, of like... Now you lot more championship fillers. Yeah, and, yeah and, to, and, to, and to be honest, like you look at now, like the, the smaller teams in the league, they're being able to track players from around Europe and stuff like yeah. that, where like a lot of the United Academy graduates are like good, honest, like professionals and stuff like that. Like, are they even making it to the Premier League teams? Like, Garner's the Chongs. Yeah, Garner, to be fair, is another one who's actually doing quite well He's for himself at Everton. At Everton yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair play to him, to be honest. But mm. it's just not the same, bro. Back then, different, hey, different we ran this league, bro. We was we ran this league, bro. There we go. But let's hear from uh, Forrest Gump. Obviously, not in Forrest, were the winners in this game. Yeah. Uh, great name. Uh, Forrest Gump says, the home crowd at it again, pushing us to another victory. Tofolo was superb in the game and absolutely an, and an absolute beast in defense and attack. Very naive of Emery to play a high line because despite an effort from Zaniolo, they didn't manage much in the first half. In response to L phase. He spelled L. L. I like this guy. Not, not E-L, L phase. <laughs> Uh, we're constantly getting criticized for the new team rebuild and whole, I don't completely agree with it. Um, we managed to stay up last season and I think it's a necessary gamble. If a team from the championship wants to eventually challenge for mid-table or high amounts of top, um, or even higher up, you need to bring in high amounts of top-class players. You can't rock up to them prem, uh, to them prem with a group of championship players or you'll go straight back down. It's a gamble, but an essential one. And for now it's paid off. I think that's a bit of hindsight though, to be honest. Like I'll never forget Fulham when they came up and they spent like a hundred million on players, Angisa and um, Lookman. It just completely I flopped. I think though- QPR similar. Mm. I think Nottingham Forest's was better quality. But the thing is the guys who kept them up last season, a lot of them weren't the guys they bought. 
be honest with you, bro. Harmony. Yeah, but like the thing is, like you were bringing Renan right. Lodi and Lingard. Those guys weren't the ones keeping them up, bro. Let's be real. But that's what mm. I'm saying. It was that concentration of we're gonna get two left back, Renan Lodi and whoever else it was. Yeah. But the fact that they were stacking up so much, I felt like Fulham just went the eleven. We'll spend one hundred yeah. million. What's his name? Seri Dia. Good ones, man. Not Seri Dia. Who's he? John Michel Seri. Yes. We wanted. I think we wanted those at one point. I remember they spent thirty million on Gisa. Mad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Gisa right. won this. He, what he's gone on to do at Leo? Not Ferris, but at Fulham, it flopped crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. He did not look like I that never thought he'd well. ever be that player. Never. <laughs> there we go. Uh, mm. And then, um, yeah, and then we've got a Villa fan as well. Osmanu96. Let's hear what he's got to say because obviously, unpredicted um, loss there for, I guess, Villa. Uh, I guess, Forrest, I mean, uh, Osmanu says, disappointing result off dominating Forrest from the fifth minute. Although it was Zaniola, although it was Zaniola's best game, his performance was still not good enough to be in Villa's first 11. Yeah. I would prefer Bailey instead of him or going back to a 3-5-2 with Cash and Dinier as wingbacks. Mm. Huge error from Martinez, but this can happen to every goalkeeper. The result is unlucky, but Villa need to get results away from home if they want to be in the top six this season. 11 shots from inside the box, but zero goals is shameful. Still confident to have a good season. Win against Fulham at Villa Park is a must. Thanks. Capital must. Hey, mm. Lies curse. Uh-oh. Which one? Van der Ven going down today. Oh, come on. He's been brilliant mm. this season. Wow. We're, 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 you know what? Yeah. Man was taking credit like, hey, my curse, it don't happen. But that shit came late. That's what we're doing. We yeah. just weren't we just weren't ready what, for it. That's what we're doing. Mm. Wow, we're gonna go three years in the future now. <laughs> Van der Ven ends up being like, yes, curse. <laughs> he's been flawless this season. What are we talking about? Hey, you went down because he spoke to you. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> where he got injured. Mm. Where, what's going on? Who are you talking to next? Huh? Mm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh this no, week. Trent, he's in trouble. Hey. No. Oh no. No. Oh no. Why do you think I keep going oh, to my rivals? No. Why do you think I haven't gone to United yet? <laughs> so you're going wrong. No. Yeah, but you need to be Anthony, bro. <laughs> going to be Anthony. You know what? Hey, don't we might not one. see him again. Yeah. Actually, he might be in the cell the next time. See too. Bro, it's. We're both coming out with black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like that, bro. Oh man. All right. Um, Penultimate game, we've got Everton versus Brighton. Mm. Uh, this is a 1-1, score draw. Uh, Brighton, uh, Everton, I mean, listen, Everton, I think, are a lot better than what everyone thought they yeah, were going to I be. have to hold my hands up. You know, I think a lot, of them had, a lot of us had them going down. Sean Dyche. They still might, by the way. Huh? Let's they not, still let's might not get it twisted. They still well, might. They're pulling you the results. Sean Dyche is going down. He's been relegated before, so about you think he's one going time. down? Yeah, okay, after what eight years, seven years, so eight years, years it can't happen two times. After they gave him zero, okay, they basically yeah. gave him zero at Everton too. To yeah. be honest with you, bro, Sean Dyche ain't going down. Mm. It's real men right there. We'll see, man. I'm not. They might have the trend, the the point deduction too. Mm, you're nervous. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going How down. How many points though? Don't worry about it. It shouldn't <laughs> matter, right? It could be a thousand points. <laughs> Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. <laughs> real men. <laughs> we staying up. Well, I, I have to admit. I, I've been harsh on Everton. A yeah. lot of the, it isn't because I don't like Everton as a club or whatever. I don't like the way they run. I, I, I'm sick to the stomach agree, seeing the yeah. way they've been. Like, they've been fortunate to stay up because how badly they've been run financially is a joke. Awesome. But I have to give Sean Deitch massive credit because, honestly, I look at his squad, and I've been saying it. It's one of the weakest individually in terms of quality in the entire league. But he has these guys, again, unified, like any Sean Deitch team is, defensively resolute, and they look like they fight for each other, to be honest with you, bro. Even going forward, they've created chances this season, but they haven't been able to finish them off. This is, again, another game where they just get unlucky, bro. Honestly, yeah. like, they played well, and it's just a last-minute off, off Ashley Young, which is complete, it's, it's complete it's luck, luck yeah. which it would have been a huge point. But Brighton as well, too, again, VAR, I don't know if you saw the, the Lewis Dunk goal. First of all, insane f-
insane. insane finish. But again, where's the unfair advantage that you're getting from that? It's yeah. literally like a sliver, bro. It's a sliver it's mad, that's bro. denying a goal of the season contender. Yeah, bro. I've literally said, I said, sometimes there has to be a rule where like, if a goal is so good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to just say, you know what? Forget the offside. We let that one go. We need that for the catalog. Like, Lewis Dunk being denied the goal of his life is denied because his nose is a little big, bro. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's really what it is. I, I hear him, that's bro. Like, get surgery. I have a fellow guy with a big nose. I hear him, bro. It ain't easy. <laughs> it's tough, bro. It ain't easy, but I, I feel bad for him, honestly, man. Oh, yeah, but I, like I said, there was a, this game was just full of, like, weird decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but twenty percent yeah. possession, Evan. Yeah, but that's that's, that's a Sean Dice. That's a Sean Dice performance, right? Okay, Brighton as well too. Mm. Possession Kings. What's Brighton's yeah. recent form Horrible. been like? Not very good now. Mm. I think mid is kind of bad. Oh, one win. So bad. One win in one, two, they haven't three, beat, they four, haven't won a Premier League game since Bournemouth. Eight all comps games in September. One win. Interesting observation. And that one win against Ajax when Ajax was bottom of the league. Before I actually just got the two back to back wins. And then now. the other one was uh, Iraola, which is a gimme. Three point lane. They hit one much. Hey, Brighton. It's on that pretty football that was being played last mm. year. Man, we're hyping it up. I said, hey, next season is when we'll see the real Deserby mm. and the real Brighton because they'll have Europe. You'll see their squad depth tested. I think you'll see one or two key players leave in the summer. You'll see how they kind of adapt to that. And now. I don't know. It's not looking how it was looking last year. Even like when they rotate players in and out, you're not seeing that same level of quality being Definitely placed, not. if that makes sense. I think sense. there's so a few things. Evan Ferguson, I remember he started the season off hot and fiery. But the thing is, he's been, he's, been, he's, been, he's been injured, though. He's I been out for a while. Is it injuries? Yeah, yeah. it is injuries, like, bro. All of a sudden, he seems to be sitting on bench a lot. And I'm like, why has the Zerbi all of a sudden like stunted his... I think it is injuries, to be honest with you. And the other thing is, too, Welbeck, who's like the guy who plays either with him or instead of him, he's been injured as well, too. The yeah. biggest issue for me, Brighton, uh, they, I thought they had a decent window, to be honest. But sending out two of their strikers out to the Bundesliga, and I think both of them are doing really... What's his name? Undav. Is one Dennis of them. Undav, yeah. And there's yeah. another one they sent out there, too. And not buying another striker to kind of complement the two they already have was an issue. I think... Caicedo and McAllister. I know they've done well in the past letting go of players and replacing them well, but those are that's the heart of your midfield right there. And you're mm-hmm. taking a, a risk on a kid from, oh, I can't remember where they signed him from. And then you have Milner and, and Dahoud. Dahoud yeah. I think that was a big risk. And then finally, it's the Zerbi, right? Like he is so stubborn in the way he wants to play, which I respect it. But at the same time, as a fan of that club, it must get frustrating. Sometimes. He played Gilmore and Lalana in the weekend. Yeah, like Gilmore and Lalana. At, at Everton, at Everton Gilmore, against Ducore and Onana. With a midfield trio. Gross started. Oh, gross! Yeah, yeah. no, no started against Onana, Decore, yeah. and and, and the, like these guys have grown men in yeah. the Everton midfield. I mean, mm. even Milner being at fullback at this age, I'm sorry, that for me is just not on. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Like that's that's a <laughs> what are we doing? Here? <laughs> no, what are we doing here? Like that's you're setting him up for failure. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, 23 man. Like it's mad. Yeah, it's crazy. He's a solid player. I mean, he's th- Milner hasn't made any bad mistakes. Oh, that. you got destroyed by Doku, man. <laughs> That, yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that was the one. That was the one where I'm like, we have to stop yeah, putting. Yeah. That says Gary back. Neville versus West Brom. Yeah, 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 it's time to call. Where's it quits. the guys like the Bobinets, the inside souls? I swear, I swear, he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying this, these are the kind yeah. of guys they're missing because now they're forcing Adingrad and it's. When Anote actually came on, Brian fans have been getting on to him. He came on as a substitute. Brian fans have been saying they're not that impressed. Well, Pedro came on. He's 30 million signing. Yeah, yeah. A drinker. 
That's what I'm saying. Dahoud, there was a big sign in Kenya. Might have been Deserby, Deserby like hype, man. The Deserby hype might have been just, you know what I mean? Their fixtures now, Brighton going forward, they got obviously Ajax again, and then they got uh, Sheffield, Field, Forest, Forest, you know, Athens, winnable games. Chelsea, Athens, yeah. Chelsea, like this, man. Chelsea at the bridge, which is obviously winnable. Like Good reality. We beat check. them at the bridge. Man, in the cup game. Try to come for these top six spots. <laughs> Chill out. It's easy work. Yeah, we're cup games, definitely. <laughs> Chill out, man. We beat them already. <laughs> they go, they're supposed to be a squad of players that are just systematic <laughs> team, bro. Huh? This, no. this, guy's, this guy just hates any like nice possession style play, bro. You are so evil, it's unbelievable. If this was Sean Dyche pushing for the top six, you'd be like, football's back. Nah, 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 nah. Huh. It's just whenever whenever teams are kind of always trying to break into these top sixes, they always get so much love, praise. I remember West Ham did it for a couple of seasons. Leicester. Brighton did it. Leicester did it. Where are they? Hey, one, one time it was you guys who were doing it yeah. and you ended up staying. And we so. did it proper. Aww. We're still here. <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> oh, you little pretenders. Try to come take our spot. You got to get through us. You guys Disgusting. came ninth last season. They did come through you guys. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> we back now. Disgusting. You might even come to a four now, man. Mm. It's crazy. Um, analysis from Tactical Regista. Obviously covers Brighton. Um says the filter was dominated by Brighton, but most of it was ineffective possession. There was a lack of fluidity in the attacking play and the feeling of a lack of solutions due to Everton's compact setup. Everton were able to create more dangerous chances while barely having any possession. Brighton had a low amount of chances in this game and are now winless in five in the league. Teams are realizing how to nullify Brighton's play style and it's time for the Zerbi to show some tactical flexibility with him not capitalizing off of these more favorable fixtures. I like that. Honest. That's yeah, an honest yeah, read. I respect that. It is very honest. And someone could say objective because we found out recently. He just wants the airtime, bro. Oh. <laughs> so he's become a, a, a signature and field tilt. Yeah. He's not even a fan of But But because he, he's objective, I analyzed them really well. That's and good. he is our Brian correspondent. I respect that. And the mad. Villa fan, the correspondent we have, is a United fan. That's mad. <laughs> what is going you know on? What? I, Come on, man. That one's kind of crazy. I can't lie. Not at all. I, get I wouldn't want to analyze my TV either, bro. I hear it. <laughs> so you Steve, spend man, you got to look for them better. Watching man. other teams, I hear it. You know, if you're sometimes watching, you're sometimes, right, sometimes. Yeah, I'm taking the objective. You got the airtime, bro. There's so many United correspondents. Uh, listen, Bill, ain't nobody so talking about that. Hey, all you correspondents out there now, get involved. Luton, there's available. Yeah, we need Spurs. Luton. We ain't got one as well. Like, hey, what's, 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 what's Luton's field to, bro? Spurs one. Did oh. you? I uh, probably must have skipped him because yeah. we, we had for a long chat. We had a long chat. Nah, about what, what's uh, I'm here. I'm here. We don't, we don't need <laughs> you. <laughs> Stay home, bro. <laughs> what's Luton's field tilt, bro? That's what I'm here for, bro. What's their yeah. tactical uh, breakdown? Nah, for real. Like yeah. some of those teams were not watching or watching match day highlights at yeah. the end or whatever. So it's a little bit more of a beef on the bone. There you go. There. I agree. Uh, Everton are playing Palace, and this is the final of the five Opta games that we're going to be predicting for next week's best player of the game. Who do we have in that game, boys? As of Coming back from injury, making his kind of return midweek, got the assist straight away. It's hard not to say Eze. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, I went with Eze still. Mm. I think straight away, he's just come back. Because I thought good. he was going to come directly straight back in. Because they had Hughes playing in that position. So oh. It's, it's going to be easy for him to drop Hughes in the next game, Eze coming back with the assist, especially. Mm. Yeah. I think he just needed that run of that 15, 20 minutes. And yeah. Good. Interesting. So we've got Eze, Elias? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with Anderson. To be honest with you, mm. I think this is going to be a really cagey game. Two teams that aren't really like the most brilliant attacking, yeah. and yeah. I think he's a top player. To be honest, good on the ball, mm. good. Go- yeah, sometimes good provides a goal threat as well too. I'm going to go with Anderson. I'm going for a different pick. I want all the cash prizes. So I don't want anyone to match with me. 
from Mikalenko. Scored on the weekend as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had a good game already this week. Mm. Top player. Uh, I don't I think, think you'd have gone with Tyreek Mitchell, not Mikalenko. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for the other side. I'm <laughs> going for the other side. I think Everton get a result. That's here. mad. Yeah, that's good. That's I'm nice. going for Mikalenko. I think mm. you know he's dangerous. Uh, obviously, get an assist. Everton have a tall presence in their team, and uh, yeah, I think Everton's going to win. And I want to be different to you guys, so Mikalenko's my pick. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> I want to be different. <laughs> well, let's get into our last game of the game week, the final one. It's Burnley versus Crystal Palace. 2 0 win away from home for Palace at Turf Moor. <laughs> Vinny, Vincent Company, man. It's time to go! <laughs> one, hey, they actually played good one, first. One, two, three, yeah, four, five straight losses in all comps. Six out of seven. Mm. But look at the look at the players that they have in that team, bro, going forward, bro. The kids. Colliosho guy from Espanol. The Amduni guy, Basel. Mm. Like, the, the, but Belgian, then, they signed, was it Trezor from Genk or whatever it was? Yeah. I was when I saw the they still summer, got Jay Rodriguez. Yeah, when I saw the Jay Rodriguez was playing on the left as well, wasn't he? Look at that midfield, fam. That midfield is still the same. Jay Rodriguez started, that's what I'm saying. But look at look at the midfield. Sander Burge and Josh Brownhill. Sander Burge, Josh Brownhill still there, and and Goodmanson. Yeah, but these guys are young. No, Burge and Brownhill are young. <laughs> that's that, oh, Goodmanson's like thirty-five like and twenty-seven, and they signed Burge from that's horrible. Man. Chef, promotion? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he signed enough quality in my opinion. But if you want to look at the other team, we're talking about it. Schlup, Eduard, and Ayu. Oh, you see Schlup. Free. Guess what? Though? See Schlup. Black James Milner. Black James Milner. If there's anybody that's James but he's Milner, seven years younger than James Milner. I know, but I'm talking about prime James Milner. Yeah. Yeah. Versatile James Milner. Yeah. I don't know why I have in my head just Schlup is like twenty. Schlup, bro. Man plays everywhere. Leicester as well back in the day. He might play centre mid. He might play fullback. Wing off, wing off. Yeah. That man played. I swear, anyway. came from us too. I swear he did. Did he? I think, I think he I did. I think Slub was on our books at one point. Mm. Was he? I think was he was. It? Well, he wasn't in senior career. Maybe a little academy. I doubt it. That's what I'm saying. He never played for you, bro. I swear he was on our Leicester books City. at one point. Leicester City Academy. Hold on, hold on. Leicester Youth Career. Leicester Youth Career, bro. A product of the Leicester City Youth Academy. Why did I think he was with us? Mm. I swear I've seen him wearing Leicester. Yeah. You're probably thinking about. You're thinking about Paul Pogba. Yeah, that's oh, Now nah, look up Slub Man United. Look up, can you look? Can you, can you look up Slub Man United? Just look up Slub Man United. I'm certain there's something. There's nah. a background of us. Ah, oh, Twanzebe. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. Rasis, what Oh, to be fair. Yeah, I get There's a TV fair. Leicester's. This is 2016. Leicester's Jeffrey Schlub. Says, my United trial was the making of him. Okay, he had, had a, a trial. trial. Bro, he's on our books. Your tap. How do you know he had a trial? Wow. Your tap. my life. I remember it, bro. Your tap. <laughs> I was trying to get involved in the last, the That's last crazy shit. Champion, uh, title win on any way I could, bro. Mm. This guy's tap. How do you know he had a trial at United? They, they laughed. Mm. Twan Zevi. Twan Zevi. Respect <laughs> me, please. Come on. Ah, Fosu Mensah. Yeah. <laughs> Now he had a trial. Fair Why is Steve yeah. laughing? He's getting a little too comfortable with Jackson Borthwick. Jackson Borthwick. Borthwick Jackson. Borthwick Jackson. What is his name? Was he light skin as well? I saw his light skin anyways. He ruined the game. You fed up. He ruined the game. Jackson Borthwick. Jackson Borthwick. Stick with Paul Parker, bro. <laughs> jumper, jumper. Hey. <laughs> 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 I don't kill We did a start of the day. Did he, did he take one from Nemlock? Cameron Carter Vickers. 
Cameron Cole. That one, I, I didn't know he was with us. No, he's from straight, straight Oz. I, I say he's like United first. Let's test oh, my you're probably thinking of Borthwick Jackson. No. Borthwick <laughs> Jackson. I saw he took it from You're United. probably thinking of Fraser Campbell. Cameron Carter Vickers. I don't think he's with us, bro. Don't mess with me. Nah, he's never there still. Yeah, man. Nah, but man, let me just tap in. Just tap in good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trial. You went, you went Friday. He, he went the stadium tour when he was six or some shit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find nothing like yeah, that. I can't find nothing. Anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> Burnley versus Palace. Just how distracted you guys. Sorry. Uh. Don't disrespect any of you guys. Uh, but Palace got a way win, so it was a good result for Palace. Yep. Sam Johnstone is the first goalkeeper to keep five clean sheets in the Premier League this season. Yeah. So Palace keeping clean sheets. Another Defensively, they've been solid, isn't it? Defensively, they are solid, but obviously going forward, they're like missing, their, missing their main players. Obviously, Tyreek Mitchell got a, uh, got a goal in this game mm. as well. Yeah, Eze just come back. I had, I brought in Eze on my FPL, thinking that he bench. would start guaranteed. Came off the bench and got an assist already. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was happy with to that. To be fair, though, you look at, you look at the goals that uh, Palace scored again. They come from Burnley individual mistakes, man. The first one is literally, and this is where like I look at company, and it's gonna be it is his downfall. He is gonna get sacked eventually. When you get promoted to the Premier League, I don't care what you were playing in the Championship. That first season, you have to have a bit of resoluteness. You yeah. do. You have to like sacrifice your your principles, and you have to survive, bro. Yeah. First of all, the signings they've made and the players he's kind of entrusted are they're young, they're naive, they want to play this attacking style of play. But in the Premier League, if you're not at the quality, you will get exposed. I look at them trying to play out the back in a situation where they did not need to whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's what leads to Crystal Palace's opener. And that's yeah. why ultimately, Burnley, I have more faith in Luton staying up. They don't have a better squad. They might not even have a better manager, but I just think they have the minerals in their first season in the Premier League to, to put up a dogfight. This Burnley team is not ready to go to war against grown and men, bro. Doesn't honestly. seem willing to adapt. He doesn't at either. all. He like not in mid game, not in his changes. Yep. Uh, it, it's just appalling for me. And I, and I had a feeling they were gonna do this when they were getting promoted. And I was like, every team that kind of dominates that. I remember Norwich were like that as well. And I'm like, I hope you don't think you can come do the champagne stuff in the Premier League because yeah. you will get bopped exactly how I thought is exactly how it's going. So I'm not surprised to be honest, but it's just a matter of when do they sack him and they better not leave it too late. That's the thing, like, the way company is being so stubborn, you almost feel like he's been given assurances that like, yo, we're sticking with you. Even if we get relegated again, yeah. it's like, just play your style. Like we care more about that. Well, but yeah, because bro. by hiring him and giving him kind of that reign last year, they've essentially, let's be honest, change their whole DNA. That is not what sure, Burnley sure, were. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's kind of like the Patrick Vieira Palace thing, funnily enough. You've changed it. Now are you going to go back to, for the sake of safety? Because Palace, once they brought Roy back in, shit was all good again. And this season, it's a bit hit and miss, but they're getting the results that they need. Mm. Burnley, at some point, listen, Dyche gets sacked at Everton. <laughs> Run that back, Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just surprised. You could not live with your own failures. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Where well, you, well, you had to see a second, right, this season in Premier League. Yeah, late. it's true. It's a bit deep yeah. into the season. There last like year we had six loads. guys at this point. Last year we had like, yeah, at least three by now. Yeah. Now Scott Parker was the earliest one. We yeah, have three games. Yeah. Like, Get yeah. that dot out of here, man. We haven't seen one yet, though. That's one of your legends, bro. What's going on? Uh, as a chop player, up. loved him. Need to chop, chop. Need to chop, chop. Who's the first one, though? I think Company. No, Iraola, I think is going to be first. Yeah. Iraola and Company leading the way in my opinion. And then Ten Hag. I think Ten Hag is in danger. I'm not sure. think he makes it too near? Yeah, I think he does. I, at least yeah. give him the January. I, I think Radcliffe will want to come in and like give him a bit of time. But realistically, I think he should be under pressure. Mm. Though the thing is, though, with Ten Hag, this is the other thing. He, when United fire managers, they want to get an upgrade. Like they want to get like someone. Okay, this is our next project. There's no one really on the market for that, and that's why I keep saying I wouldn't fire him personally. 
company and Iraola, they're going to fire him to just bring in someone like, hey, Sam Allardyce, let's, let's run this yeah. shit back one more time. So I think they're probably a lot more likely in terms of in terms of sackings. I think um, Fingon got a, got a good run, though, to rever- reverting back to Palace. They've, mm. they've played quite tricky fixtures, mm. and I think their run of games now, they might be able to rattle off a couple of points still. That's what I'm saying. I mean, which is what he did last year, to be yeah. fair, after Vieira came in, because he had that tough run of fixtures. He yeah. came in and he's had tough fixtures. Vieira had a tough run of fixtures, and when then the fixtures got easier when mm. when Roy came, came in. Mm. Big Roy came in, but obviously mm. now with, with Roy, it's it's all oh, tricky fixtures. <laughs> of Vieira, it's please win. I'm sure they got like a couple of good fixtures. That's why I brought in Eze, to be honest. Cause I thought, yo, yeah, they have Everton, Luton, got some decent fixtures. West Ham, mm. Bournemouth, mm. fair enough. Yeah, man, they'll, they'll, and with Eze coming back. That's what I'm saying, but at least he's still out. He's out for a while. I mean, yeah. it's mad though. He could have, could have left, but he signed on. Which is interesting. Let me see how long he's out for. Oh, to be fair, he should be back soon. We he were linked heavily to him, but obviously because of the injury, it was like uh, top player, man. That front three is horror, though. Jordan, are you? Uh, are you played quite well on the weekend? Yeah, fair mm. enough, but like just on paper, Ayu, Edward, and oh, no, Edward stinks. Up. And then sometimes they bring in Mateta. That's crazy. Bro. Yeah, it's not great. It's not mm. great. And let me hear what Austin CPFC has to say about it because they got a win. So I want to hear a way win as well. It says, first half, weird one. We really weren't great at all, but found ourselves 1 0 up. Unreal from Ayu to win the ball back and lay it on a plate for Schlupp. Uh, we couldn't handle Burnley in the first half. They kept attacking our left side and we heated it. And we heated it? I don't know. Hated it, maybe. Hated it. Uh, Burnley had nine corners in the first half. Second half, we tried to up our uh, tempo, but Burnley was still knocking at the door. But in the dying seconds, Anderson wins the ball back, hoofs it to Ayu, gets it to Ahamada, passes it to Ebbs, who lays it off to Mitchell, who scores a striker's finish. Beauty of a finish, slotted in. Should be a commentator. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Overall, it wasn't a good performance in the slightest, but it's a win and a clean sheet at Turf more. We take these all day long. We move to Everton, which is obviously going to be a fun game. See Palace versus Everton. See what he said, though, at the end. Uh, clean sheet at Turf Moor. We take these all day. Like that's just the opposite of what you used to like attribute to to Burnley at mm. Turf Moor. That used to be okay. They're not great, but like it's a tough day out, Similar bro. To St James's, hundred percent. But yeah. Burnley now are the easiest team to play through, bro. So I get okay. You want to go in in one direction with the the identity that you're kind of adopting, yeah. but bro, you ha- you have to at least recognize that yo, this is a dogfight, man. You ha- you have to sacrifice some of those principles at least in the short term. Co- like you said, company doesn't look. He's like he's going to do any of that. Mm. I can only see them going down. As soon as I saw him wearing a suit and a cap, <laughs> I knew, I knew was that's that abs. That's that abs Busquets drip. Like, so- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I knew I seen that shit. That abs Busquets drip. That Canandra. <laughs> All you guys are SDS top. That. <laughs> that's mad. We just boy abs, man. Study abs in the wardrobe, man. Right, someone got to do what I did, dude. Rip that hat off, bro. Throw that shit to the <laughs> side, bro. Like Co- you did yeah, exactly. Company's trying to. We know you're bald, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That is um that is this week's probably ground up. I think it was the longest one we've ever done. Uh but yeah, we'll see you guys um another time. Thank you once again to Opta for sponsoring this video. And um peace.